If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And we are live, everybody. Thanks for joining us here for the WrestleMania 36 Watch Along for Between the Ropes. Brian Fritz, Michael Wiseman, appreciate everybody for joining in tonight for the night two of WrestleMania 36. We did this last night, so thanks to everybody who joined us then. And uh, appreciate everybody for joining us uh, tonight. Uh, we encourage everybody have snacks, have your dinner, have uh, your drinks, whatever you like. What are you uh, enjoying right now, Mike? Beer. Yeah, you could have a beer or yeah. another beer or ginger ale. Okay, and what are you uh, stuffing your face with right now? I am currently in the middle of a platter. This is a delicate delicacy platter consisting of frozen foods of the uh, frozen variety, mozzarella sticks, mm. um, honey barbecue wings, and nice. uh, you might be familiar with this. It's ranch. It is a dressing. Ooh. And I've got a California pizza kitchen over here. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> we are frozen foods. We had pizza last night. We yeah. are frozen foods tonight. I want to have some Tyson. What is it? Tyson? No, it's the uh, TGI Friday's potato skins coming oh, yeah. my way here in just a little bit. So, Oh, nice. Three so beers to really choose good. from. I have too many beers because it's just too big for one night. We're going to mm. we're gonna have some fun. Yeah. So everybody, uh, uh, you can watch, obviously, if everybody that's watching right now and spread the word, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We're on our Facebook channel as well. And you can take part in it with your uh, comments, your questions, everything. Just pop it in and uh, we can see those and we'll try to get to as many uh, questions or comments as the night goes on. We've got the one hour kickoff show going on right now. And then obviously we've got WrestleMania night two, which we expect to probably go as long as last night, which was a nice tidy three hours for the main event or the main card. So three hours. And uh, for this hour, we will talk about what's going on in the kickoff show. Uh, we'll have a guest and we can talk about last night and what we expect to see tonight. I also want to throw this out there for I. Um, so for night one and for night two, I also put this on the uh, Between the Ropes podcast feed. So everybody, please subscribe to us there. Just a little word to the wise, though. Um, make sure you're watching WrestleMania when you're listening to the, the podcast. Cause otherwise it's not going to make too much sense. A lot of times. Cause we're like, we're not talking, we're laying out things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that's your jam. If you just want to listen to two guys yeah. make reactions and weird comments about something that you have no idea what's going on. Sure. Have fun. Have at it. That's, that's up to you. Yeah. I, I threw that up there and then I thought about it like a couple hours later going, Hmm, I wonder if I should have put that in the podcast feed. It's like, you really got to be watching all of WrestleMania, like the kickoff show and the uh, the main card as well. So, well, this this part stands on its own, right? We're just going to talk about predictions, get final predictions in here, give our final thoughts on last night, and and kind of get into get everybody ready for tonight on this part of the broadcast. So you can do yeah. this without WrestleMania, but yeah, the rest of it. This is just about us hanging out, watching wrestling together while we're all quarantined. You know, we want to we want to make this a fun event, and um, it's it's tough this year. I mean, a lot of us who typically travel for Mania, obviously, we can't travel this year, nor should we be traveling. Um, but a lot of you guys are. Still Stuck watching this maybe 
at home alone. You're in isolation. And it's just not the way God intended. I know Vince McMahon once defeated God in a wrestling match, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just not the way God intended WrestleMania to be viewed. So we, we are excited to get everybody up here. And yeah, like Brian said earlier, we got live chat going on YouTube. We got live chat going on Facebook. It will be there all night long. And um, yeah, push your comments up there. That's what's given us the, uh, the stuff to talk about. We want to feed off what you guys want to hear us talk about as well. So Brian, yeah. I just, you know, I, I will say this, and I, I think maybe the best place to start here is that Boneyard match, uh, just a little, little under 24 hours later, and I am still kind of, I feel like we're all living in a post-Boneyard match world right now. Yeah, I think so, too. I think um, I think some people did not like it, but mm-hmm. I think the over, I think the majority, I wouldn't necessarily say overwhelming, but I, I think majority of feedback that I've seen so far is that people really liked it. It was something that was so far out of the box, and the production level of it was so high sure. that, um, you know, what we said this last night, but I mean, I liked what they did. I liked they went out on a limb, and it's something that I don't want to see all the time, but hey, I'd love to see it again. And I mean, I think the Undertaker is the perfect guy to do it with. And um, hey, you know, if they want to do it again, like next year for WrestleMania with Undertaker, I'd, I'd be all for it, you know, and and maybe this does extend his career a little bit. And, you know, right now on the kickoff show, they're doing uh, an incredible hype video, actually, for the John Cena Bray Wyatt match. And this one. I think has got a lot to live up to now, considering sure. what we saw from that match last night when it comes to the Boneyard match. Like, what are they going to do with this Firefly Funhouse match? Well, that's it, right? I mean, they've been actually hyping this up all day. They said, uh, actually, WWE has gone out of its way to talk about the positive reaction to this Boneyard match. And really, I will say this. I, I am, we're in the kind of the wrestling journalist circuit here, you and I are. We're connected to a lot of people who cover this for a business. A lot of us have become jaded, quite honestly, with WWE storytelling in the last three, four, five years because it's been very lackluster. But what I will say is I've seen a lot of those folks and a lot of those folks who are skeptical about doing Mania without an audience, have po- have positively responded to that Boneyard match from last night. So what I think is cool about it is you have some of the most jaded. I mean, casual wrestling fans tune in. They don't, they're don't. they not as in it. They don't watch Raw and SmackDown every week. They tune in. They love it, right? We see the same stuff week in and week out. It's harder to reach us more jaded, sometimes journalists, right? We love the sport, but we're just, we've seen too much of it. And so I think it's been really cool to see the positive reaction. And now WWE has been tweeting about oh everybody it's you know a beloved match and everybody's talking about it and they're making their own news story out of this but what they did today was they said hey if you loved this just wait till you see what happens in this firefly funhouse match on night two and i just you know what that's great i i think this firefly funhouse match has a lot of potential especially with bray wyatt's gimmick but if you're gonna hype it up that big because as well received as it was last night it's got to be loftier than that now almost, right? It's got to go take this to the next level. And um, I'm really curious to see what they do with this match tonight. Well, here's the other thing, okay? So if they believe in what they're going to do with this match and they believe how big and grandiose it's going to be, does that mean, like we saw last night with the Boneyard match, does this match have to close the show hmm. because they don't feel like anything can can top it if they're going to have that much production and that much hype going into sure. it and they believe like hey it's something that's out of the box is that something that they could follow up with other wrestling matches or does it have to close the show well and 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point. If you had asked me yesterday, and I even think I said this last night, which was going into it, I figured that the Bill Goldberg Braun Strowman match would close the show, and we were kind of speculating maybe there's going to be a swerve, a weird angle there. They didn't do any of that, so it made sense when you saw it last night. That Boneyard match was a great close to night one of WrestleMania, and I think it left everybody on a high note. The thing for me though is the 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 stuff with Brock Lesnar, the stuff with Drew McIntyre has been the story of this year's WrestleMania. Drew won the Rumble. This is possibly one of the most classic Royal Rumble WrestleMania months storyline they've told in years where the guy goes and wins and he's going to go conquer the beast and the fans want him to conquer the beast and he's going to be crowned as the next champion. So to me, that's what you have to close out Mania with. And I know that they've played around with this format in recent years. The Bray Wyatt-John Cena match does still not feel like it's bigger in scope of story, right, it's in, in scope of importance than what's happening with the WWE Championship. However, if you can deliver something that is good as what we saw last night on night one, then I think it absolutely should. The, the question is, how do you pace this? Do you put this in there next to last? How, how does the transition work going from – because yeah. last night is very clean. You, you were in the arena, and then you were out of the arena, right? Can you go out of the arena and then come back in? I, I don't know. There are a lot of questions about how you set this up. Well, I would say that if it doesn't close out the show, I, I'm curious to see if it starts the show. Sure. But then if it starts the show, is that what people are talking about and they're not as engaged in what follows? So right. there, there's a lot of different elements that go into that, you know, and um, I do think that as the show goes on, if we if we figure out that that match is going on last and the Lesnar-McIntyre match does not close out the show, that really makes me wonder if there's going to be a title change because this is not Braun Strowman filling sure. in for Roman Reigns sure. against Bill Goldberg. This is not going to be a very short match. This is this has been built up. This is a really big thing. I mean, Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble. He immediately says, I want Lesnar. He's been on a roll. They built this up. We expect them to do, like, have a, a, a damn good match. And to me... If that match doesn't close out the show, that tells me that, uh, and I could be dead wrong, but it makes me believe that uh, that Drew's not going to win the title. And that doesn't mean that Lesnar beats him. Sure. It means that he's not going to win the title. And it was funny. I was on Jason Powell's podcast earlier today for ProWrestling.net. Your, your yearly check-in the, the day of WrestleMania, right? It, it's the it's the Brunch with Brian uh, podcast yes. that we do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we normally I'm in the host city. And uh, obviously, it didn't happen this year. But we were talking about that. And I, and, and I threw out the scenario that I, I wonder if they could do something. And I, I don't like screw job finishes, especially on WrestleMania. But. I, I wonder if they could do a scenario where Lesnar was going to get beat and he just leaves yeah. and Drew's incensed and, and Lesnar gets escapes. And then you get everybody reacting to that. Everybody hates Lesnar. Now, the, here's the thing, though, is the hate on Lesnar is the hate on WWE. Right. But they, it sets up an easy rematch for down the line when hopefully you can have fans. And uh, I mean, who the hell knows when that's going to be? That's a whole other story. Um, but I, I wonder if they do that or if. I think the simplest thing they could do and probably the right thing they could, should do is just say, if we want Drew to be the champion, he wins it tonight. And that closes out the show. I, I, I think you, okay. So 
I think it's going to be weird, right? If you don't do that and you've built this up for so long, but we're also in weird times and you can kind of get away with a lot right now. I mean, we're at a point in time and just general American history where I feel like there are fewer rules about what is standard, what is typical people are working from home. They're watching podcasts via YouTube while watching WrestleMania together. Like it's a strange time. And so I think if you were going to do something strange with the finish to kind of parlay this, kick this down the road a little bit, Tonight would be the show where you could. And I would argue in favor of that. I think it's it's unfortunate because Drew is red hot right now. And they have done everything in my mind. They've done everything right by him to make him a superstar. We've said this for years, right? And honestly, guys, met Drew McIntyre. I know you know him as well. He's one of the nicest dudes in the biz. He has earned and worked his ass off for this. He's main genuine and passionate about absolutely. He does. And he's good. He's a big guy. He has a great look and he is great in the ring. Right. And I think that they, they didn't know what to do with him when he came up from NXT for so long on this main, on the main roster. And it seems like in the last four months, it all kind of kicked into place. Finally for him, the mania, the, the rumble win was huge for him. The way he's been able to one up the beast. That's what you've got to have out of a guy who's going to go out there and conquer Brock Lesnar. He's he's credible, right? And the fans have responded to that. So to me, Brian, I, I mean, I get you. I I, I see why you go with that plan is what you had already. But I would save the crowning moment. Find a way to if if the Firefly Funhouse stuff is good enough. If you think it can stand on its own, like what they did with the Taker match last night or the Boneyard match, I should say, then I think you you should kick this can down the road and save crowning Drew for in front of a live audience. I don't think you lose anything by that because I think to me, if you're going to remember Drew McIntyre's first legitimate World Heavyweight Championship win, it's got to have that fan reaction because the crowd wants to be with him. Could you see a scenario where tonight they believe they need to close out the show with the Firefly Funhouse match because of the production level and everything goes into it? But they do want to switch the championship and they want to make that a big deal. And they don't want to be overshadowed by that final match, you know, the, the funhouse match to where the show tonight opens up with the WWE championship match between Lesnar and McIntyre. I don't think so. And here's my take on it. I think WWE is still going to, I think they're going to mold tonight's show after last night, because I think they got what they wanted out of last night's show, which is, while nobody, I think, was over the moon about WrestleMania night one from top to bottom, I think there were, I, I saw fewer outright criticisms of the show afterwards, and I've seen about more recent manias, right? Yeah. But I think what they want to do, it's what Vincent Mann does when he finds something that works, he goes to the well time and time and time again. So what I think we'll end up with, which is a, a very similar pace show, it's what, it's eight matches on the main cards, what we had last night, wasn't it? Yeah, just like last night, one on just the like kickoff show and then eight on the main show. Yep, and I would honestly not be surprised if uh, maybe the the championship match was going to go on last, and they swapped it after seeing what happened last night. I mean, you never know, right? You have the ability to change anything at this point, but I think the Braun Strowman win in WWE's mind is enough of a surprise, enough of a big event, enough of a mania moment to postpone the Drew Brock stuff. I think if Brock comes out first, then we're not going to see the title change hand and maybe what you predicted or something therein is going to happen. I, I hope they don't do a situation where, you know, Brock beats Drew. I mean, yeah. I don't think they could do that definitively. I mean, there's been so much hype around Drew. I mean, from the standpoint, like, you know, they did the WWE Chronicle on him. Um, they did that incredible promo video shoot that they did over in Scotland, which I'll say again, what a horribly wasted opportunity by WWE. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they've aired that over in the UK, but to have that in your back pocket and you didn't air the four minutes of that 
on sure. Raw or SmackDown or on any of these kickoff shows. Maybe it's going to be on tonight, but even then, it's a little bit too little too late, I think. To not even pare that down to like 30 seconds and use that on either of those shows, um, I think is it's just a wasted opportunity. And hell, I mean, I know that on Chronicle, they some of the footage they had was from April 1st, and it would have it might have been tough, or maybe they could have moved that up. But that that WWE Chronicle, quite honestly, should have aired on Raw this yeah. past Monday night. But I mean, you look at them doing all of those things, the way that they've been hyping and promoting uh, Drew. Drew's been on social media telling everybody, record your reaction to the match tonight because you can't be there since we don't have fans. Everybody, record your reaction. Put that out on social media. There's like, and it could be misleading. I don't know, but it, it like all signs point to Drew McIntyre winning. It's just, can they make it, if they, if they do that, yeah. can they make it into a big enough deal where it does matter considering that, they're doing it at the performance center in front of no fans. Sure. And sure. it's not going to be, it's not going to be that traditional crowning moment that we're used to seeing. Yeah. Well, and, and, and maybe they save it for, if you have fan reactions, you can put together a video package for raw tomorrow night that, that you can throw together because keep in mind too, they've already taped raw. So it's basically all this stuff is too, it's too late to change up anything other than match order. I feel like, right. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it, it, it's hard to say. I, I'm really curious what the direction is. Knowing, knowing Vince McMahon, knowing WWE, we're overthinking it, and they're going to go through, and they're going to say it is what it is. I wonder what is going to make tonight's. I mean, I will pleasantly surprised again by the Boneyard match. What's going to make tonight's Firefly Funhouse match different than what we saw from the Boneyard match? Because if they're both going into this kind of more produced, more cinematic style of wrestling. It, it can't feel the same, right? We can't have the Druids. We can't have the same kind of music. You can use the same level of production, but Bray Wyatt is in Dunnertaker. I'm funny to say this, right? But Bray Wyatt, the fiend, he's much more of a horror character than the Undertaker is even nowadays, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got more supernatural powers than what the Undertaker's had in a while. So what, what can you do different to make this feel special? That's going to be the interesting question. I think it's the surroundings that they put him in, um, you know, do they build the set kind of like it, it looks like they built the set for what they did for the boneyard match? Can they do that as well? Like, here's an idea like, here's Ratnik, okay? Ratnik, oh, yes, you're on here going, I'm calling it right now. In the Cena Wyatt match, one of the fiends' magic tricks will be the utilization of a resurrected AJ Styles. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get that necessarily, but I mean, uh, I think there's going to be magic, I think there's going to be you know, special effects. I think it's the, the surroundings that they're going to utilize um, that that's obviously what they did for the boneyard match. And they got to yeah. utilize it here. You know, you know, it's funny too, is like in a perfect world or just, if you, if you were looking at this show, just from the lens of watching uh, raw and SmackDown over the past couple of months, I mean, we've seen all the buildup for Lesnar and McIntyre. We know that the match, the Funhouse match is going to be unique. The buildup for that hasn't been necessarily great, Maybe the best buildup of all of the matches is Edge, Randy Orton, yeah. and his last man standing match. And we get to see Edge back in the ring after for his first singles match in eight years. You know, we saw him at the Royal Rumble, obviously, but like to see Edge come back and see what he's going to bring to the table, you know, in this moment, I think is be great. You know, I, I think him and I think him and Randy Orton have an opportunity to have the best match of the night. Well, yeah, it's a last man standing match, which I think is. A, a different a different call, right? I mean, are they going to fight out into the? There's no crowd out there. Where can they fight out in other parts of the performance center? I mean, I, I'm getting shades of the uh, recent that we just recently watched the Mankind Mick Foley empty arena match, right? Can we have these two fighting in lots of places I'd never expect? I don't know. I think that's cool. That would help break up the night. I've said it before. Randy Orton continually 
is in my mind one of the most nobody talks about him as much as they do some of the other guys and it feels like online fans are just kind of they accept him but when he puts himself into a promo when he puts himself into a match or a storyline or a feud he's as good as anybody in the business right mm-hmm. and now when he's not interested yeah he checks out but this the work he did last year with Kofi Kingston was great i think this work with Edge is fantastic what he did last year with AJ Styles going into last year's mania was really good when he's got this element of personal vendetta against somebody in his storylines and his feuds and his promos it just creates some kind of magic and of course they're both veterans randy orton edge both have history together they were tag team partners they got great chemistry and they've got they've got a relationship yeah and i think all that you've seen that show up these two put together one hell of a story the rumor is that they told creative to stay out of their business for this and they've made a great story and and again it's what i like from wrestlemania which is a personal feud a one-on-one feud between two giants, right? I don't mean big guys. I mean giants of the industry taking on each other for just general supremacy and and, and that blood feud. I, I love this kind of mania. It doesn't have to be about titles. It's just right. about prestige. That's because there's an emotional uh, attachment that goes sure. with it. And that's what we look for for wrestling. Uh, Liam throws it out there. Could Edge and Randy open the show? Um, mm-hmm. they could. I mean, I, I don't know exactly where, where they're going to go. So here's the matches, by the way. So the kickoff show, we're going to get Liv Morgan against Natalia, uh, Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship, Brock Lesnar against uh, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, the Funhouse match. We've got the uh, Fatal Five Way Elimination match. Remember, it's an elimination match. That's for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Street Profits against the the first time team team of Austin Theory and Angel Garza. For the uh, Raw Tag Team uh, Championship, uh, Alistair Black against Bobby Lashley, Edge against Randy Orton in the last man standing match, and then we've got Otis against uh, Dolph Ziggler with uh, Mandy Rose involved in that one. So, out of those choices, which one do you think they should lead with? I would not be surprised to see them open up with Otis versus Dolph Ziggler, only really? because. I, I think this, so I look at these matches on this card, right? I think mm-hmm. the Aleister Black, Bobby Lashley is going to mean less to most people, right? I think you look at um, Liv Morgan versus Natalia, not going to be high priority on most people. Those are going to be the matches. That's on that kickoff show anyway. Well, that's true, right? But they're going to, but, but especially Aleister Black, Bobby Lashley. Um, and I even think maybe the uh, tag team championship match here. Those are the two matches that they're going to stick someplace where they think fans don't care. I think you open up with Otis and Dolph Ziggler because there's at least, they've built up these two as having, a personal animosity with one another. Dolph Ziggler can go. The fans love Otis. And I think they're going to see this as a way to get the show started off hot with Otis getting a big win and having a WrestleMania moment. But I could be wrong. I mean, maybe you go with the, uh, the. I mean, you, you you don't want to open up both nights with women's matches, but maybe you go with the uh, five way for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That I could be interesting. Too. I could see a scenario where they open up with the women's match again. And I think, I think it could be Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair for the NXT Championship. Yeah. Well, and that would be, this is the first time an NXT championship has been defended at a WrestleMania. So if you open up with that match, I mean, it's, I mean, it's still a, a big deal, right? Especially for Rhea Ripley, especially for that women's championship. The, these two would go 20 minutes, right? I mean, it'd give them some time to work to really, to really make mm-hmm. this. And this is a good feud too, right? So we're talking a lot about the top of the card feuds here. Edge and Orton, I, I love that, the build there. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. There's some history there. Lesnar McIntyre, but no credit. I mean, no discredit to Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. These two. I think have done everything right as well. I mean, you talk about the five way for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Nobody's interested in that. They want to see Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. They wanted to see last night Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. And um, if Rhea is going to win, opening the card up with the Rhea Ripley victory over Charlotte Flair is really going to cement her 
as the future of this women's division. By the way, they are showing highlights from the Braun Strowman championship win from last night with dramatic music over it. I, <laughs> that, that promo could have been the whole match. And they're now they're showing the highlights of the Boneyard match. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, it should be interesting. I, I, I hope these two tear down the house. I hope they have a wrestling classic. Yeah. You know, I look at Bailey, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. That's just going to be a little bit of a free for all. It's not going to have any kind of real great wrestling theory to it. Right. It's just going to be kind of quick pins and breakups and so on and so forth. Um, I'm not, not that crazy about this matchup here. Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. I'm glad to see. I think it's going to be quick. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see Black get a match, but Bobby Lashley has been a guy that's been super, underutilized in his run with WWE. Yeah. I mean, I think they haven't made up their mind what they want to do with him. And he's been with Leo rush and now he's with Lana. I mean, the whole Lana Rusev, you know, um, Lashley storyline is not worked. Sure. By the way, uh, one of the things when you're doing a live video and you're actually eating food, uh, it can get you sometimes. So you have to, <laughs> have to catch yourself. Yeah, there you them. go. Acid uh, reflux. Yeah, a little bit. So let me let me bring up one other aspect too before they have their first match here. Um, so with WrestleMania, we're so used to like um the big entrances, and obviously we didn't get that last night. We were wondering about like the production value, and they didn't put in all the extra production when it comes to the entrances. Um, uh, people had some good outfits, but it kept the show at a tidy pace too because they didn't have a long you know, uh, walk to the ring and uh, they didn't have all the extra stuff with the entrances and whatnot. You know, when it comes to, especially last night or even tonight, which, who do you think would have had a great entrance? Well, the rumor is right. That edge was going to have um, uh, it's ultra bridge, right? Ultra bridge, yeah. open him up and play a lot, play him live down to the ring. Of course, mm -hmm. they always give Randy Orton a big entrance too. So I think those two definitely. And I think Drew McIntyre think had the snake, which looks like a sperm, you know, <laughs> under him to the ring again. <laughs> I, I, I also think they would have given, given Drew McIntyre something really special, something that really leans into his roots. I think it would have been bagpipes. Mm -hmm. I think it would have felt, I, I think he would have gotten a Braveheart style entrance. Yeah. For I've, got, I've got an idea for one that they could have done. They could have brought back WrestleMania 24. Shawn Michaels' entrance coming down from the heavens mm. with Seth Rollins because he mm. is a godlike figure. Uh huh. Now, mind you, it's a little bit different because Shawn was the good guy coming from the heavens and, you know, Undertaker sure. from hell coming up. But uh, can you imagine if they did that with uh, Seth acting like he's a godlike figure, you know, and coming out of the smoke and coming down from the heavens? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I By think way, John Cena would have gotten something really cool as well. Well, I, well, he still could. Because yeah. I mean they're 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 doing this tape match, so like let's see what he rides in on, you know. And we're we're getting ready for a hot match here. <laughs> Liv Morgan against Natalia. This is a WrestleMania moment right here. While what? this match is on, I need help, guys. All right, everybody in the chat room, everybody watching this live, I need to decide what beer what what beer did I end up with last night, Brian? Do you remember? Was it the uh, Kolsch? Yes. I had the Kolsch. All right, tonight we got Mr. Tuffy. Yep. Can go back to the Kolsch. I can't remember if I drank that last night or not. That's the one you drank last night. Yeah. Or I have a Wicked Weed Uncle Rick's Pilsner. Now, for everybody, uh, a little correction here. It's not It's not which one should my drink. It's which one should he drink first? First. Okay. Right. First. Does we, this got, match, we got three and a half hours of wrestling ahead of us. <laughs> does this match go more than four minutes? It, it started at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. 
I didn't. I don't have a timer running on this, mm. but mm. just kind of looking at it loosely. I am. I do wonder if it will be super short. Well, I mean, the match last night they did. They did Cesaro against Gulak, and that only went like mm-hmm. four minutes, I think. Right. I feel like this match is is highlighting the empty arena worse than the ones we saw last night. The way they're kind of talking to each other, noble voices. Like you've got to, you've got to yell. You've got to make this thing feel like it's bigger than anything else. Well, look at what like like Seth and Kevin Owens. I mean, KO is a natural crap talker anyway. He likes the garbage yep. talk during his match. So I mean, those guys utilize that fantastically well. Um, All right, a couple of votes here, Mister Tuffy. Get that NC State propaganda out of the way first. Look at this sob. Go heels. Hackman <laughs> thinks this match is going to go seven minutes. Sure, seven minutes. Hmm. By the way, Mike still holds it against me because uh, pop it. There's, there's there that sweet go. sound. As Ooh. much as he loves NC State, and I live like 10 minutes away from the NC State campus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife works at Duke, his mm-hmm. favorite school. Boo. Well, Duke's better than Carolina. Okay. Damn Tar Heels. <laughs> I thought you'd hate Duke more. But for some no. reason, you hate North Carolina more. Yeah, Carolina's the worst. At least Duke, it like costs a bunch of money to go there so they can act like they're elitists for good reason. Carolina, they're a state school and they still act like they're elitists, bunch of jerks. Duke is the Harvard of the South, man. There you go. My wife's actually a Duke fan, so I got to put up with them. <laughs> I just, I'm, not convinced by, I, I'm just not convinced by Liv Morgan, right? I, I, I know they rebranded her. I know they're doing this thing with her, but I don't know that they understand her character. I think she's still got some work to do in the ring. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the thing. Like, it was, it was even a surprise when they brought her up. Remember? Yep. You know, like, I don't think anybody saw, I'm not saying she wasn't deserving. I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere because they weren't doing too much. They're in NXT. Yeah. Natalia's just beating her up right now. But does this count as WrestleMania? I mean, like you can say that you've been on the WrestleMania card because this is still officially WrestleMania, right? Sure. Absolutely. Little asterisk, little asterisk next to your record book. When uh, Can you imagine if this is the only one you ever do? Like, yeah, I was on that <laughs> WrestleMania. I'm like, that'd be sad. Oh. Hey, I'd hate to hear that for somebody, man. That that would, uh, that would not be good. <laughs> yep. yep. So uh, what's the deal? Is Scott Fishman going to be joining us for a hot minute? Um. Well, we'll prove we any other special guest. I, you know, what? I haven't reached out to Fishy. But uh, Will's going to be joining us right after this match, right? Nice. Is he? Uh, he told us last night he was going to, so I guess we should invite him. An invite out there. Uh, you want to send him an invite or should I? You can send it to him. Okay. I can take care of that. I will send Will a message right now. So we're a real professional broadcast over here. So uh, professional broadcast being paid the big bucks by WWE to do this. Has the damage been done to Liv Morgan? Hmm. Mm. That's a very good question. Ask her. When's you know, the last time somebody tapped out from a surfboard? Mm. Just bring it back. Somebody needs that as their finisher, right? A surfboard. Yeah, but you know what? 
depending on your size and the size of your opponent, you can't always do it. I would think. I could I could be wrong, but I'm almost out of pizza, by the way. Up, oh, California Pizza Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, I started eating before we went on the air. <laughs> Hackman says, I was hoping Will and Scott would be on all four guys with glasses and patchy beards. Mm. Mm. Where's, Scott doesn't wear glasses, does he? Um, No, I don't think he does. Or maybe, maybe he does sometimes. I mean, I can get him to come on. We really want that guy. A fatal four-way predicting WrestleMania. I'll, be, I'll reach out to Scott. Oh, daddy! Oh no, they're giving him some time. Well, they that was. I'll tell you what. I I I came out the gate criticizing Liv Morgan, but I think she's been doing pretty good in this match. I'll own it. I love it. Everything's a great resume builder at WrestleMania. Whenever you uh. Everything in WWE is a great resume builder, or it's for momentum. It either goes with yeah. your resume, or it's for momentum. I mean, do they ever print to somebody's uh, uh, resume on the TV screen? That'd there be great. Go. Another quick win. Can you continue? Can you continue? Uh, there's that resume building. They like throwing that line out as much as the apron is the hardest part of the ring. Uh oh, reverse. No, that's it. Hey, what a huge momentum mm-hmm. victory. Momentum shifting, momentum builder for Liv Morgan. Wow. And to mm. get his reaction to that match, we bring in Will Pruitt for ProWrestling.net. Will, your thoughts on Liv Morgan's big momentous, momentum gaining a victory and a uh, a true one that she's going to put on her uh, resume. Yeah, that's that's the biggest resume builder. Is anything <laughs> is anything more important than the empty arena WrestleMania pre-show? I yeah. I, 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 I do you do you put that on the masthead of your resume or do you like bold that? What a pre-show match. <laughs> I think it's like uh, in like other skills or something right. like you that's you right. save it for the bottom that's right you got microsoft word down there you, <laughs> it's like the yeah. notable things like clubs you've been in that's charities right. <laughs> that's right yeah yeah gotta love yeah. when you see like the entire microsoft office suite each listed on its own <laughs> line and then separately right under mm-hmm. under like i've used outlook once it just says want a wrestlemania pre-show match <laughs> that's right I actually it comes to a certain point show. where you you uh you you list out every match you've won on tv right <laughs> like if you're a certain caliber of wrestler well on monday night raw i won one time yeah i mean Liv's not far from that i mean she's talented she's not far from like being able to list out every match she's ever won on tv How, what are what are your what's your thought on Liv morgan uh i because you're a strong see. proponent of women's wrestling. If you guys don't yeah. know well, a huge proponent of women's wrestling, right? And I I hear you on that. But Liv Morgan, your take. I don't love the character. And I, yeah. I it, getting mixed up in the whole Lashley, Lana, Rusev story, whatever that was supposed to be, it 
didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I, I, I'm not a big fan of the character and not a big fan of anything that was in the realm of that story <laughs> in general. Like it just shouldn't have existed. Yeah. There you go. So WrestleMania night one, we had you on beforehand Ooh. and gave some predictions. What, what, what did you think? I immediately rewatched the Boneyard match yeah. <laughs> and it took everything in me not to watch it again this morning. I, I love that match. I, I fully believe it is the best match in WrestleMania history. You can't, I, I think they should actually just record like six or 10 of them over the next year and just roll one out at each WrestleMania. Like just, just keep doing Boneyard matches. They're perfect. Can you imagine if they did that with Taker? They go, Taker, you're not getting any younger, but we want to keep you on WrestleMania. So while we have this set, we're yeah. just going to, you know, we believe that these are these five guys are the future for our company and they'll be here for that time. And if they're not, we just won't use the match. Yeah. But they could just, you know, film everything now, have it in the can for future WrestleManias. Well, the good news is with so much production going into it, you could do you could de-age them, right? You could do young yeah. taker versus old taker. I mean, there's this is endless possibilities. Or you could always say, like for Taker, part of the mystique and the magical powers of the Undertaker is that he can regenerate his cells around WrestleMania time right. when it comes to a big match. <laughs> I mean, isn't that basically like wasn't that his mystique all through the Shawn Michaels and Triple H series? Was like <laughs> this guy looks old as hell the rest of the year, but <laughs> at Mania, he he moves. That's right. <laughs> well, oh. he, he stops drinking beer for a couple of months there and, you know, goes in the gym and, oh, you know. that's not worth doing. None well, of that's I mean, worth doing. It was like right there. <laughs> there was the turning point, which was, let's see, he did, they had the end of the era match, right? And I think that yeah. he had one more really good match against the CM Punk. Punk and then that yeah. was it. Now, I mean, Punk, it's a great athlete, right? And, and he can have a good match. He's like AJ Styles, right? He can have a great match with the broom. But... Yeah, I didn't think AJ like Styles could have a match like he had last night. AJ Styles, main evented WrestleMania, had one of the best matches of his career, and it was the Boneyard match. And not only was I it a great match, it, so it was a great, I thought it was a great dramatic performance. Sure. The yeah. acting from AJ Styles. When AJ yeah. bellowed out, don't bury me. Don't bury me. <laughs> that was so, it was so dramatic, man. He's like, yeah. and Jaker's like giving him a hug. He goes, hey, man, you gave me a good fight. That's what I wanted, bro. And then he just Not everyone him. can do that. And then he turns around and gives him that weak kick anyways. <laughs> well, that's what they shot oh. it from that angle, man. Yeah. I love the fact that we've come to a point though now with um, I mean, if, if WrestleMania had not had to be changed because of everything as WWE would say, everything that's going on in the world, as we will say coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, the current because of the current circumstances, we will say coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. But it forced them to do this really badass thing. That match would not have been nearly as good had we had them no. inside of a ring. It would have been so dis I mean, it could have been fine. Right. It would have been in the middle of a 17 hour show yep. happening yep. in the rain because it's raining in Tampa today. Uh, middle of a 17 hour show happening in the rain, just a probably an eight minute Undertaker squash match. And instead, it was a main event worthy cinematic masterpiece that, like, if no other movies come out this year, I think they're going to win an Oscar for it. <laughs> Which no I, other movies I, might come out this I year. I this up <laughs> last night. I told Mike, I go, should they be nominated for an Oscar or an Emmy? Or, you know, I'm like, yeah. come on. I, I, I'd at least throw it in, in you know, try to get it nominated or, yeah. you know, give for consideration. Well, get I saw somebody else online say, uh, I think it was Pollock um, over at Post Wrestling said that um, they should 
they should put credits on with matches like that because yeah. there's so much production that goes into it. The people that work on TV shows and movies and everything behind the scenes do so much to produce a segment like that or a movie or whatever it is, a half hour TV show, whatever that they deserve recognition. And I think that's exactly, is, is this where unions, for Borash. unions finally come into wrestling via, you know, writers unions. And, and no, production. you know what? Every, if, if you know what, something like that happened, if they put credits on it, every wrestler would want to be in that. You know why? Because then they could file for a SAG card and they yep. could get health insurance. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> they can flat out do that. Wait, we were Is that talking why about- Edge was able to come back? He got SAG health insurance for working on Vikings and is like, dang, my neck feels great now, guys. I, I know. Got, it's amazing. I got a real doctor checking this thing out. <laughs> the, the, this medicine actually works. It's incredible. Everybody should try that sometime. Oh, like, I went and saw a doctor, and these guys really know what they're talking about. That's right. <laughs> giving me Z-Packs in the WWE. <laughs> and it's funny. You look hurt. at CM Punk. He's gone on to uh, act in a couple of movies, right? I mean, there's a story mm. here. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think a doctor's tried to give CM Punk a Z-Pack since he left WWE? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't say it was successful. You think if, if he sees if if the word Z starts coming out of a doctor's mouth, it's like, let me stop you right there, okay? This is why <laughs> this is why they're not worried about coronavirus, right? Because there have been so many Z packs giving out. Vincent Man's like, nah, they're good. Nobody can get it. We've had them <laughs> so many. So, Will, since you love the Boneyard match, we were talking yeah. about this before. What are your expectations for the Funhouse match? I mean, because I, I think it has to live up to that. Yeah. I think it can be just as ridiculous, but it has to be a different sort of ridiculous. Like the Boneyard match was like completely not self-aware. I'm making a bad Walker, Texas Ranger straight to DVD film, but in a really fun way, uh, you got to do something a little bit different for the, uh, for the Firefly Funhouse match, but you have to have the same sort of pre-production the same sort or like post-production, the same sort of scoring and kind of the, yeah. I would say similar acting. And I, I think we're going to get a lot of great John Cena gifts out of this thing. He is going to make yeah. so many weird faces. It's going to be delightful. And you're going to see probably like Bray become the fiend, become Bray, become the fiend like multiple times over because heck, they probably had all night to shoot this and yeah. wanted to do something fun. I want to see what setting they put it in because I would put it in a carnival or a circus. Yep. Something yeah. like mm-hmm. that, you know. I mean, you like you could do the whole thing where there's, you know, you go inside. It's the house of mirrors, and then you've got, you know, um, you know, the different one with all the clowns. I mean, all the different kinds of things. You know, there's there's a lot of different directions they could go in it. I don't I don't know what they had at their disposal, you know, when they were putting all this together. But I mean, hell, on short notice, they put together, you know, that boneyard match, and they did yeah. wonders with that thing. And it's- reading about the story of that match coming together, it was like. Hey, they found a crew to work on to just build a set in five days. Thing. Five like, days they put everything together, and then yeah. they filmed it all night. You know, well, and I think it's also. You mean we talk about? You saw this all the time pop up on Twitter last night. Matt Hardy and what he did with the Broken Universe and those matches there. I think none of people have said this. What Lucha Underground did by yeah. blending this style of produced storytelling with pro wrestling, which came before the broken universe. What I think made last night work in a way that maybe the Matt Hardy stuff, I I think the AEW Matt Hardy stuff has not fully clicked with me yet. And I think it's again, because you had this otherworldly, this other kind of outside the ring storytelling happening somewhere else. And that works for me. Right. And you took out some of the more hokey stuff that Matt Hardy was doing um, with 
with what he was doing in the Broken Universe. And I think that clicked in a way that Matt Hardy being in an AEW ring and bringing Vanguard One in and all that stuff, it's fun, but it still doesn't get me as excited or pumped. Like last night felt like Roadhouse to me. When we watched yeah. this match, um, it, it felt like we were watching Road Ridiculous in that kind of way. It's like, oh yeah, let's do this, right? So pain don't hurt. Right? Pain don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, we, we were trying to figure out like what um what match order they're going to do everything in and do they actually close the show with Drew McIntyre uh, winning mm -hmm. the championship or do they They've said or, it's the main event. Do they have said it's the main event? Cause I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to be very curious to see where they put the Funhouse match then, because I mean, to do the Boneyard match, I mean, it had taker, yeah. but because of the production values, it made sense to end with that. So I wonder if they could start the show with the Funhouse match, but does that kind of like um, put a cloud over the rest of the show? You know, if if it is that good, where people are talking about that so much that they're not, they don't, they're not as invested in the rest of the show because there's so much into the Funhouse. Sorry, I'm distracted by Booker T's Zoom background on this. Uh... <laughs> oh, let me see what. Oh, oh, that's the same yeah. background he had last night. See, Christian got dressed up. See, Mark Henry didn't get dressed up that much last night. <laughs> yeah, but Renee yeah. did. I think Renee's wearing a different dress than last night. Even mm -hmm. props to Renee there. Oh. Have you guys watched the uh, Edge documentary on WWE Network? I have not. Twenty minutes today. into it so far, it's awesome. It's delightful. It, it's awesome. seriously one of the best things they've ever made. That's that's why I ask. Is it was just really, really well done. Edge is one of my watch... all-time favorites, and I mm -hmm. just like it's like his when he when he retired. I like. I mean, Daniel Bryan I know is the one that everybody talks about now, but the Edge retirement is the one that really got me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm so happy. I am so happy he is back. He's so passionate about it. I love everything about his story. See, I, I meant to watch that, but I got sucked into watching Scrubs on Hulu today. And next thing you know, <laughs> I was watching like half of season three, you know, and it was just, you know, it happens, you know. Should have rewatched the Boneyard match. That's right. Well, I, it's funny because the feeling that you had for the Boneyard match was the feeling I had when Rusev wrote a tank out. To oh, yeah. for his entrance because I Michael was with me. We went back to our room that night and I immediately turned on the network and I queued it up and watched the tank again because we were watching <laughs> from the press box, right? And I'm, I was I'm in very, it with you that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. remember, I always try to like. There's people that that, that chant or cheer and just kind of act mm -hmm. kind of wacky in the press box, and and WWE kind of encourages it, like the PR. They're not they're not against it, but I'm kind of like, hey, have you ever been to a media press box before, or whatever? And then Rusev writes on the tank, and I'm like, yeah. Well, that was the night that was WrestleMania 31, and that was the night where Seth Rollins cashed in, and the press box yeah. went crazy for the cash. Oh, in that night. yeah, that which never I, happens. I, I don't blame anybody for doing that. All that right, so somebody somebody requested this earlier. We've got to have four guys in glasses and scruffy beards, so we're bringing back in the one and only Fishman. Oh, I don't, how you do, I don't have my beard, I didn't get the memo. You shaved. Oh. What is wrong with you? I wanted to, you know, coronavirus isolation. I was like, whatever. You're worried about <laughs> coronavirus getting in your beard and it, like, no, it's contagious. I don't know. I just felt like it. I'm glad you still have your earbuds all bunched up where it looks like it's going to choke <laughs> you, the life out of you. I'm in the middle of eating and you just texted me like five minutes ago. Hey, like, you want to come on? Like, and I'm like, like <sighs> all right. <laughs> man, I didn't eat it last night though, so that was <laughs> at good. least untangle those, man. Can we? Like, like... <laughs> call, I'm telling you, I. It's kind of a last minute. Professional so journalist, Scott yeah, Fishman, yeah, right here for you. What, what, what kind of uh, pirate-themed food do you have for tonight? Uh, we blew our budget uh, yesterday on our cookies. <laughs> uh -huh. No more, thing, no more so. shark cookies? <laughs> but we did find out what we could have done better. Like, we, we designed them, and then we put them in the oven, which they exploded. 
when that after they got cooked. So what we should have done was cook them and then design them. So you know, well oh. next time. Yeah, sorry. Liam Vaughn brings us up. Fishman, you let the BTR universe down. There you go. <laughs> Disappointed. Wow. Sorry, I, I disappoint. Already a disappointment tonight. Now, what what wrestling shirt are you wearing tonight, Scott? Um, I'm wearing a classic Edge yep, shirt. You got the rated R right. superstar. The rated R superstar, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, none of y'all got dressed up for WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season. I mean, I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> at least you're wearing pants like... at all. You know, that's <laughs> right. I mean, you're at home. So. I wore sweatpants <laughs> last yeah. night. I got workout shorts on tonight, but I've got, but I, you know, I got the hoodie on here. It's like know? the red carpet. What are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. Sort of well, it's funny because now we're like living in this world where we see all these different anchors on TV and everybody's working from home. And it's like the dirty little secrets out of the bag that half the time these guys are not wearing like dress pants or whatever, you know, they're, right. just, they're very they're comfortable for the waist down and then they're dressed up, you know, for the waist up <laughs> just for just for TV. Come on. Well, a lot of people were talking about Rosenberg not wearing socks on the pre-show, which mm. I, I'm not sure but when they were pa- every time they're panning back. But the, you know what? The the same people that are uh, that were excited about Renee Young when she doesn't wear socks probably not as excited about Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> the weirdos out there. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Renee did talk oh. to me one time, uh, you know, before WrestleMania about the yeah. weird uh, foot mm. fetish that people have for her feet, and there is a website. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a website. There was a website. Oh, Scott getting excited right there. No, like, wait, there's a website. Like, I'm not surprised. Slip me that URL when we get off here, okay, buddy? <laughs> Scott, we'll uh, bring this back to some sense of uh, uh, regular wrestling talk here. We have not chatted with you. What did you think about last night's Boneyard match? I oh, should preface I think- this by saying Scott is generally universally positive about anything. So <laughs> on a scale I would, of, I mean, good to I try really, to be really, positive. Really yes. Well, in this sense, I get to be positive because I think it exceeded all the expectations that we had. And I, the minute that I heard Metallica come on as he's going into the, the <laughs> cemetery that I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And right? hearing about the same thing <laughs> and hearing about all the time and, and effort they put into it. I mean, it's, it, I'm happy that it turned out so well because they spent all that time. It would turn into like the junkyard match in WCW. And then it would be, that would be unfortunate. Oh my God. With hack. Yeah. Remember the Sandman's yeah. name in WCW. Oh, and I'm oh, sure they invested the, um, a lot of money in that too. There was the sting vampira match from what was it? Bash the beach. 2000. The graveyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the graveyard match. Yeah. 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 That was very similar to this. Well, but- I uh, actually did a column for wrestling Inc. Uh, cheap plug there michael but that uh about you know the opportunity that this opens up for that dream match that we might have one day with sting and the undertaker if we're going to have that match at all yeah. that and they can bring they can use because i love happen. those yeah i love the promos <laughs> from uh starcade 97 where with uh wcw what they did so it just reminds me of that and you know they could do it in like a watchtower or something like you can imagine the different venues they could use for that well, and Sting doesn't have to take, I've seen this brought up so many times, like Sting doesn't have to take bumps, right? He can go out there and he can be a performer. And what I said last night on Twitter, and I think I said on the podcast after the after the show was over, people don't want to see, you know, The Undertaker versus Sting in a grappling match. They want to see these two characters go at it. And when you produce something like what we saw last night in the Boneyard match, that's when you're getting these two characters battling. It's not wrestling. We just want to see these these icons go after each other. I think if you were to put them in a WrestleMania match in Saudi Arabia, it's a wrestling match in Saudi Arabia, it's going to end up being very disappointing to most of us. Like I, I think the idea of it's like, yeah, let's do it. But if you told me we can get what we got last night, with Sting versus Taker and and the gimmicks and the, the ambiance, hell yes. It's what other sad, kind though. of theme matches do you think we can get going forward, though? 
Like what? What unique venues could we get? Two guys like fighting on a boat? Like I mean, you could you go out in space. You could fight in space. You could fight in the woods. Space. So you put a trailer on the back of Becky Lynch's truck. Oh my god! <laughs> there you go. And someone oh, else. They're really gonna go with the bunkhouse fight match. <laughs> yeah. Was it, a bunk, what was it called? The, was it the, was it a bunkhouse match? What was it called? The one with Dustin Rhodes and uh, Blacktop Rhodes- Foley and yeah, something? I can't. Yep. And then, by the way, Mick Foley has already gone on the social media today and asked Vince McMahon if he can be in the Boneyard match next year. <laughs> Mick Foley <laughs> wants to come back. They have a lot of history, though. Mankind I, and the Undertaker. Why not, man? I mean, I, it, it opens the door. I think Scott. Well, if you did, if you did Mankind, record fifteen of them this year <laughs> that's what we said scott i go man I'll go you want to keep taking the set. Just, just record like eight nine ten of them you know whatever and just Get bring them out 50. every year yeah with everybody just like come on down we're gonna do a match <laughs> so scott you live in orlando we have a job for you you find as, as a journalist that you are you have to find, where they, find where they tape the boneyard match because it wasn't at full sale right. it wasn't at the pc they found a lot somewhere and they built this set so you that's your job is to figure out where they filmed this but you bring up a good point they spent five days setting this up for the one match they might as well have done some other things to they need to build a permanent boneyard that's <laughs> that's what access, we know now access next year boneyard oh my god boneyard. can you imagine people running over there <laughs> <laughs> it's with, where people you gotta get your reps in if you're in nxt how, how else are you going to practice for future boneyard matches <laughs> unless you have one set up at the performance center well, right now let me ask you this for future accesses when they do stuff like this will they have the fake arm of aj yeah. styles with the glove yeah. on display <laughs> somewhere Yep. With a solo just, cup, hopefully. See, I see think the hand? What do you mean fake arm? W- Wikipedia told me he was dead after our fight. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean fake arm? Let's How long see. until we see AJ Styles back on WWE television? If if they continue taping. Well, I picture him coming back like Shawn Michaels ascending from the sky in all right. white. <laughs> now he's <laughs> he's learned from his ways and See, He's that's the engine I thought they should have used for Seth Rollins if they had WrestleMania, you know, at, at Raymond James. They could have used the WrestleMania 24, Shawn Michaels ascending, you know, in all mm-hmm. white or, or descending, you know, from the clouds. <laughs> they could have done that for the godlike figure of Seth Rollins. Can you imagine him coming down? He's just like this, you know, oh, oh, all white and everything. <laughs> he needs new entrance music, though. I noticed last night. I, I feel like he should, for this character, he, sh- he should have something else. Who are you talking about? AJ Styles? Or Seth, Roll- Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let me, Scott, Will, let me get your guys' opinions. Does Drew McIntyre leave as a champion tonight? Hmm. I, I think he does. I think he does. I, th- yeah. I mean, they put all this time and energy. He has his little 20, he had the WWE network special, all of that. I feel like would be for not if he didn't, you know, win the title and they need a feel good, you know, they need a feel good moment right now. I agree. I I think they need an actual, like a real feel good moment on this show. And it, it sets up something for Drew. He said this on a, uh, on that WWE network special. When I come back, that's going to be my WrestleMania moment. Like when we're back and we're in front of fans and people can finally see us again, I'm going to come out with the title and that's going to be our moment. And I, I think you don't have him say that you don't air it on the network, even if it is just on that special. If you're not going to actually follow through and have them have that moment, you know, the first raw when there are allowed to be fans, you you cut to the hot crowd, Drew's music hits and it's a party because that crowd it's that crowd wants that release so bad. Yeah. So uh, also, since we're just about to start here, too, um, Will, let me start with you and Scott. What do you think is the opening match then? If we think that or tell me what do you think is the first match and what do you think is going to be the last match? 
Um, I think the one one of the women's matches is going to be an opening match. Maybe it's the SmackDown Women's Championship match or the Rhea Ripley Charlotte Flair match. So I think w- the women will open the show. Although they did open last night too, so I'm so maybe they don't go that route. Um, but I'm still going that route, and I don't think they're going to end with like the Firefly Funhouse because of what happened last night with uh, the graveyard. So they don't have two kind of similar type matches end it. So I'm going to go with Drew and Brock closing the show. I agree with Drew and Brock. And I think uh, they likely open it with either the street profits versus theory and Garza or uh, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. The street profits match. I didn't even think about that. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I said, I thought they would start with Rhea Ripley against Charlotte, but um I mean, it doesn't really matter. You know, we'll see what they do here. You yeah. know, and um, you're not going to burn out the crowd. Let's let's yeah. real quick in the sixty seconds we got left. Let's get some predictions real real quick here. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Brian. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Will. Rhea Ripley. Fishman. Rhea. All right, I agree. Heyman. We are talking about Lesnar McIntyre. Everybody in agreement here. People think McIntyre is going home. Yep. You All right, I think Lesnar. I gotta I gotta differ. Cena. Wyatt. Go. Wyatt. Wyatt. Mm, yeah. Why? I, he, yeah. I think he should get it here. It's his match. Yeah. And I'll do one more up here. Important match of the night. Edge versus Randy Orton. Brian. Edge. Will. Edge. You know my Which, answer. Edge. He's got this t-shirt yeah. on, of course. <laughs> nope. I'm going with Orton. I think Orton wins it. Such I mean, if they want to continue it, they could. I mean, you could find yeah. like a sneaky way for Randy Orton to get it. That, that you know. Yep. Can take the you know add more emotion onto the that match you know onto that feud between those two guys. I mean, I can see that, but I think they like to have the uh, the big baby faces going over tonight with everything going on and Edge you know having that moment of coming back. I mean, it's WrestleMania. You can't have Edge lose at WrestleMania. I mean, come on, right. a big comeback. <laughs> <laughs> now, last night I will say this: night one, I thought it exceeded expectations. And I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see how night two is going to be uh, as a follow-up. So we'll see what happens. So, hey, yep. Scott, Will, thanks again for joining in, man. Uh, you. Appreciate yeah. you guys doing that. Uh, everybody can follow Scott's work uh, over at uh, TV Insider. And uh, you can follow Scott uh, on social media. It's at SM Fishman. Will's over at ProWrestling.net. And your Twitter is, it's Will Time? Yes. Hey, I actually remembered yeah. that off the top of my head. I'm almost nice. impressed with myself. So, <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, gentlemen. All right. Thanks. See you later. So here we go. WrestleMania. We go. Oh, there's the warning. So here we go. You've been warned. If you paid more than $9.99 for this, you could now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you bought the pay-per-view, shame on you. I, I mean, we probably will never see those numbers. Well, maybe on like one of their business things, uh, releases, you know, financial statements. How many people do you think actually bought it? Like pay per view. Oh, paid the fifty nine ninety nine. It's got to be less. Less what? I mean, a thousand? I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, stepping that in again. Are they going to do the same pirate video from last night? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's the same promo she cut last night, but she just said "Welcome yep. back to night two. There you go. Let's see if we get the uh, same video. It looks like the same video, I think, right? Yep. Okay. Now, do we get the goofy stuff with everybody in front of the yep. green screens and all that again? 
Yep. I can't, I can't hope it's something. I hope it's something a little bit different. It's the exact same. Look at it. It is so far, but let's see if they change up the goofy stuff or not. Nope. Nope. No, they did change it. Yep. They tweaked it. Did they? It was Cena. No, that's the same as last night, the Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out whose voice that is. I thought I almost had it figured out. I can't. It almost sounds like Loki, but it's not. Why don't we do a Google search? Let's figure this bad boy out. Yeah. WrestleMania 36. If anybody has any ideas Voiced. out there. Bizarre cinematic cold open. Francis thinks it's Sexton Hardcastle. Uh, yeah. And I think that was before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody brought up Sexton Hardcastle. Yes. One of the greatest um, almost gimmicks of all uh, time. Probably promote something out there. Maybe Drake Maverick. That'd be pretty funny if it mm. was. Mm. Drake, one of the most talented guys in WWE when it comes to what he brings to the table, you know, and yep. not doing anything with him right now, but he's uh, he's having some fun on social media, like uh, giving weird faces to videos that are playing behind him. I don't think it's it, he, his voice sounds too deep to be. Yeah, I don't think it's Drake. Well, yeah, this is this is the exact same video as last night. Yep. I'm glad there was a UFO there with uh, Roman. <laughs> By the way, she, she looking back at last night, should we really be surprised that they didn't explain, you know, why Roman wasn't in the match? No, like I mean, did nothing. I, I think we should be surprised from the fact that Triple H said they were going to explain it in a cool way and fans would be happy, and then they didn't explain it in a cool way at all. So I think from that perspective, because they teased explaining it, I'm surprised they didn't, right? But, yeah. Do you think that WWE is upset with Roman Reigns for going on Instagram and giving his explanation? I certainly hope not. Because, I hope not either. I mean, they said that most people understood it and were okay with it, but... It would be super because, petty. Because what if he did that on his own? Because he was like, well, WWE, I, I'm catching the heat for this from some fans because I pulled out of the match, okay? And it was, and WWE didn't give him the cover of the standpoint. They're saying, we don't want Roman. We're going to pull you from this match considering your health and everything. We're not going to put you in this risky, risky situation. Instead, they still planned on him doing it. Roman pulled out. People got mad at him. And Roman's like, well, I'm sick of people coming out of me. I want to give my side of it. Sure. So he went on Instagram and maybe they're like, oh, well, you know, why did he go? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they signed off on, maybe they said it was okay to do it. I, I have no idea. I'm just throwing out a scenario, but maybe he did that and they didn't know or didn't like it or whatever. And they just said, well, then the hell with the explanation we have for him. I, I don't know. Dude is immunocompromised, right? He's been doing leukemia, yeah. leukemia treatments and, and, and so, the fact, I mean, it's to me, it's more of an indictment on WWE for moving ahead with this show, despite everything that's going on and putting the talent and their families at risk. And so oh, if they get yeah. mad at somebody who is immunocompromised for this, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. it absolutely is. By the way, we are getting a little ACDC again yes, tonight. Yes. They're showing all the talent for tonight's show. Yeah. Well, we salute Same you. music. I was about to rock. But it's tonight's. A nice talent. That's how ACDC closes all their concerts is with this song. Is it? 
Oh, yeah. It was interesting they open it because everybody in the audience are those about to rock. I know you would think that, but that's just right. how they close their shows. Right. They always play for those about to rock. We salute you. And they have the cannons up on the stage and they fire uh-huh. up cannons. There we go. I have, I have not been to enough ACDC concerts. I've seen them <laughs> a few times, but, but I mean, before all this was going on, I mean, I know they're old, but their talk was that they were releasing a new album that Brian Johnson, who had a hearing problems, um, got those solved and he was coming back with the band. There you go. And they were going to tour. And I was just like, man, I will go see freaking ACDC again. I, I know they're older, but so what? Hell, I'm supposed to go see the Killers of June over in a castle in Ireland. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. Uh, it's not happening. Very disappointed by that. But worst things could happen. Ah, uh, there we go. The synthesizer music. Uh, that gets me in the mood for WrestleMania, especially after a hard rock and ba- you know song like ACDC. And you know, it's Grok time. Oh, geez, it is. Only going to get more hype. He's wearing the exact same outfit though. Come on, Gronk. You got to change it up some. I think he might have filmed it the same night. Just throwing that out there. I think you're you're ahead of me again. Yeah. You're like a good five seconds ahead of me. Your internet's garbage. Mm. Maybe I should be on a hard line. Try refresh. Try the refresh. See what's going on. We tried this last night and it didn't work. I will try it again. You watch, I won't get it back now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlotte's music just hit, and here comes uh, Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, maybe we're closer. Yep, I think so. Pretty close. I hope so. That's uh, that's a pretty elaborate robe that uh, Charlotte's got there. Look at, oh, God, Gronk. What the hell, man? Well, I missed that. What did he do? He's like up on that perch and he's like leaning over, like staring at her and dancing, bobbing back and forth. I like, mm. he looks like a stalker almost. Mm. At what point tonight does Grunk win the 24 seven championship? Um, during one of those weird breaks in between matches, you know, yeah. an hour or so in. Did you see where Kevin Owens did an interview? I think it was in French. I'm not sure what that was it, but he talked about how like after every match, they changed out the ropes or they cleaned the ropes. They um, uh, changed the mat between every match. So they did like this deep cleaning between every match and they um, checked everybody's temperatures as they went in the building and as they left the building. Hmm. So like WWE tried to go above and beyond and take every precaution that they could for people being there, which Hey, I'm still not necessarily the biggest fan of them all being there or sure. anything, but, sure. um, you know, at least they were smart about the way they handled it. Well, that. I brought this up on um, social media earlier today, which is I've seen a lot of people come out and say, you can't, you know, they're going out there and this is a great entertainment and a great distraction during a challenging time, whatever else. And people are almost feeling like you, you can't criticize WWE because they're doing this for people. And what I want to point out is, number one, if this was truly about them entertaining us during a challenging time, they wouldn't be charging 60 bucks on pay-per-view and at the very least the network fee for us to watch it, right? Number two, there's plenty of wrestling to watch that can be a distraction during this time. Them asking the talent to travel, the production teams to travel, to get together, 
to film this right during the time where you could be spreading coronavirus, I think is it's 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 reckless. It, everybody else is shut down. What makes WWE any different? We we criticize the people at the Florida beaches getting out there, and all they're doing is distracting themselves by getting together and and sharing the the coronavirus. Right. So, yeah. I don't think. Again, I'm going to be fair about my assessment of what I like and don't like about these shows, and I'm going to watch them because they're doing them. But I think saying that it's altruistic on WWE's part to still give us this in a challenging time is a little bit of a is a little bit of hanky panky. A little bit. Of yeah, I I agree. I mean. I understand why they wanted to do it, but at the same time, it's just like you put everybody in this awkward position. I think WWE has to be the one to make that decision. You can't put it on your talent and you could sit there and, you know, and be sincere about like, if you don't want to come, you don't want to do it. Nothing's going to be held against you. But like for the company, they're the ones that need to, you know, take the onus on that. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, you're way ahead of me on our feeds. I know you There you are. go. There you go. I'm like, I think I'm like 20 seconds behind you. Mm. It's that Wi-Fi. You're slowing you guys down over there in Raleigh. <laughs> I'm like on 200 megs too, man. I don't know why it's uh, it's behind. I've always kind of been behind. I mean, like, I think the speed is good. It's just for whatever reason, I've always start behind. That's weird. Why. Sweet. Yeah. So you could react to everything like way ahead. <laughs> we'll get synced up here in a little bit. Don't worry. I'm sure mine yeah. will slow down for five or 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Properly promoting says Fritz is just now seeing Liv Morgan win. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Fritz. Just about right. Just about right. Like I just, they just kept the Charlotte in the ring. Okay. Of mine. And that happened like 20 seconds ago in yours. And by the way, can we talk about how I was right that they're opening up the show with this match? Hello. Yep. You called it. I got you lucky with it. that. That's. I do dig Rhea Ripley's music though. Her music is badass. <laughs> wait, as Barrett says, wait, they're in the boneyard. What? What? <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause mine for about five or ten seconds, get synced up with old Brian Fritz here. Yeah, we're doing technical things, but that's why we're not talking that's to right. <laughs> trying, trying to figure this out. See why I'm such a slowpoke up here. All right, I think we're good now. Okay. A few seconds off where we're like right there at it. Good, good, good. So if anybody joining us live wants to be synced up with where we are in this show, I'm going to give you the little tease here. Can't show it too long because otherwise we'll get in trouble, but Rhea Ripley yeah. just took off her shirt. Well, this yep. sounds way more scandalous than I attempted. And the bell just rang. <laughs> there we go. That's a- There's Charlotte, and we're done. All right. That's a totally different look for Rhea. But I mean, normally we're used to her seeing black, yeah. and she's got the blue mesh. Or like uh, the blue and white with mesh pants, yep. a gold belt, and a is that a white top? Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting look. It's more that like is. a pirate, a pirate theme almost. I feel like it's almost kind of like a Wonder Woman kind yeah. of thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, there was so much hype around last night. I wonder if they could, if they're going to be successful in following it up. I think that's going to be tough, just because yeah. I think they exceeded expectations last night. So I hope that I hope they do it again here. You know, I I really want to have another good show and have a good fun three hours here for night two. Right now, pal. Somebody's pointing out that outfit is from Dragon Ball Z. That's, I could see that. Sure. You're the Dragon Ball Z expert between the two of us. Yeah. I, hey, I'm not. I've seen a few episodes of it. I'm not a. I've huge... never watched it. I've never seen it. I've never played any Well, then I guess I am the expert, huh? So, yeah. Between the two of us? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Nice little takedown from Charlotte. Oh, look at Charlotte. Heard you trash talking. I do like this feel of the challenger having the upper hand. I think this Charlotte Rhea Ripley feud has worked because the veteran is challenging the young gun, and it's something totally different that we mm -hmm. never get to see, right? And yeah. it almost feels like this title, not that it's beneath Charlotte, but that she doesn't need it. And and I think that's what I really dig about this is it gives, even though she's the champion and she's defending, it almost makes Rhea Ripley the uh, the underdog here. It does, but I that's why I think it would mean so much more for Rhea to win than for Charlotte to get sure. the victory here. I mean, I understand that you could say, well, Charlotte's part of NXT. Do we really believe Charlotte's going to be a part of NXT, even on a temporary basis? Um, huh? Maybe. But like, I just think it means so much more for somebody like Rhea to win this match against uh, Charlotte. I mean, that would be incredible. I do like Rhea Ripley's haircut. She's got that little little zigzag in the side. I'm gonna need a, a good haircut. Show just yell, you you trying to punk me out. Yeah, yeah. Those slaps. Oh. Woo! She's it's your favorite her referee, Brian, as Francis just puts out two cool Scorpio. <laughs> oh. Little. That's two cool Chappelle, by the way. Okay, get the name right. Damn. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was it. Oh, my oh. God. I thought it was it there for a second, oh, panel too. slam to a... Too much one with a riptide right there. I think Charlotte's shoulders were down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> slow count. That's a slow count. Come on, Too Cold Chappelle. Let's get a better referee out there. Or do you want to call him Dave Scorpio? Not, I always said the referee nose? looks like a mix of two cold Scorpio. Is she covering her? Is she, is she sneezing right now? Is this coronavirus? Get her out of there. Oh, don't say that. Don't say, you're not supposed to be touching your face, but yeah. All jokes aside, that referee, he's actually really good. He's been, yeah, he <laughs> he's been doing this for a while. They got really good reps in this company. Oh. Look at that. Oh. Oh. Boom. The oh, better presence of Charlotte taking over. That was a veteran presence. Yeah, come on. Come on, Charlotte. Oh, damn. I what like how kick. Tom Phillips is pointing out, like, I thought Charlotte would be stunned after taking her finisher, but she's okay. It's like, thanks for pointing that out. Ow, that's a nasty <laughs> bump. Charlotte gets pulled off the apron onto the floor. Yep. Right to the chest, Charlotte. 
I always forget. I mean, I take for granted sometimes how like I mean, Rhea Ripley's big and Charlotte is big as well. Like these two together feel like yeah, it's just like a big presence, big women fighting. It's 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 really cool. sure. Damn! Whoa! Look at Rhea's fired up. Yeah, she is fired up. Don't get counted out. There we go. Get back. Get her back in there. Come on. Although it's champions advantage. All screw job finishes tonight. Not too far off from last night. Roll ups, schoolboys. Like no, but we had finishes. I'm just saying that they're all like DQs and countouts and whatever tonight. That would be horrible. Oof. Hell, we thought it was going to be horrible last night. We thought the uh, the Rollins KO match was a DQ for a minute. Look at those kicks. Nice. Look at Rhea goading the veteran now. Everybody's got to talk trash tonight. Should, should oh, we put a counter? Like this beautiful. Oh my yeah. god. Should we put a counter up of how many times somebody calls another person a bitch? <laughs> like last night. I mean, they had a bunch of that. Here we go. Get the bitch counter going. Just kicked her square in the back. Dear Lord. <laughs> oh, wait. Man, Charlie's just screaming out in pain. Ah! Here we go. She got, she's going to try to uh, slow her. Uh, you have to keep my right count there. honest here, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> She got the bitch counter going. <laughs> Somebody say it already. Has there already been one on the show? Uh, I thought you said there was. No, yeah, I I'm sure there has been. Should, I brought it from last night. WWE's been on the air now for an hour and 20 minutes. Somebody said bitch at some point. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> That's a unique uh, pin attempt. Yep. Of a body scissors. And then she uh, rolls her over. Look at that. Charlotte just flops right out to the hardest part of the ring. Oh. Oh, she's going for the knee. Ugh. Here we go. This is the way of the Flair family. Targeting that left knee. You, th you, you think Rick would be there, right? Celebrate this big moment. Uh, Rick should be uh, <laughs> quarantined at home, okay? Which is him Flair. and his wife and no one else. Rick Flair is never going to die, okay? The guy lived through a freaking plane crash. Yep. That's he had like, that thing where he was almost, they literally said he had like, what, a 20% chance of survival and he still did it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people now that say the safest place to be is on a plane with Ric Flair because there's no way somebody's going to be in two plane crashes. That's right. Like the odds of that happening are just so astronomical. Man, Rhea's writhing in pain. That, that left knee screaming. The Look at that. Working the leg. Charlotte. Set up the figure four. No, figure eight for Charlotte. Why is it a figure eight? What makes it when different? When she bridges up, it's called a figure eight. It's but just why is that different? Version. What is it? Because it puts more torque on it. It puts twice the torque as a figure four. So it's a figure Damn, eight. Did you see that knee just give out that right there? Right to the, I know. She kicked it right in the back of her knee, and her knee kind of went awkward. She is screaming. Byron Saxon has a blank expression on his face, so they showed him in the background there. He's like, oh, my God. Ref, check on her. Come on. There he is. He's checking on her. What do you say there, Rhea? Why is he so far away? You can get closer, you know, right, Ref? Come on. 
Come on, ref. Come on. He, he's trying to keep Come them on. in the camera frame. Come on. He's, he's Referees are better when they're not seen or heard. You know, they're just there for the three count, you know? <laughs> wow. I mean, it's like that in any sport. And how you feel about women too, Brian? Come on now. No, it's like that in any sport. Do you really like it when an umpire or referee decides a big play that they get involved and you know him by name? No, it's just me in the background. No, he said, said, Charlotte, no, you don't do that. He's (laughs) pleading with Charlotte not to use the ring post. That's funny. Get inside. You tell her too cold, Chappelle. Ooh. Oh, and then Charlotte goes right into the post. I want to get some of those bedazzled tights. Those tights are shiny. Nice. They are, aren't they? I always like when you put the rhinestone on there, you know? Right. You got to order it from the uh, infomercial. The rhin- right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it shows up, then you can put your wrestling gear together. I buy all my oh. stuff of TV, all my rhinestone. He's going to stop this match. Look at this. This is nasty, man. She clips yep. her right in the back of the knee. Yep. She yeah, she chop blocks her and her left knee folds into her right knee. Yep. Yikes. That's illegal in football. Not in professional wrestling. Oh, sports entertainment. God, Charlotte is vicious right here. Like she is acting like she is an absolute heel through and through. Like, hey man, she's got to teach the young buck who is the uh Who's the uh, the veteran? Who's the person that's been around the block and uh, knows what it takes to win a championship? Up oh, the roll up. Oh nope, gave that one up too easy. Kicked to the midsection. Charlotte's so proud of herself. She kicked her again. She smiles. Yeah, Charlotte plays the natural heel so well. Oh yeah, just love it. <laughs> Damn, Whoa. what was that? Oh oh, they're they're saying her leg gave out. She's gonna slam yeah. her, but her leg gave out. Yep. Do you think they're they're setting this up where you make it feel like Charlotte's gonna win because Rhea's leg is in such bad shape? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's Oof. almost like they're giving her an out. But Rhea? I mean, this is this is yeah. the story of the the match. So I mean, I'm not gonna change my prediction, obviously, but look at Charlotte. Rhea, I never stop. I never give up. Oof. Rhea fighting back. Man, there's Whacking each other. Oof. Nice shot. Smacking the crap out of one another. They are, man. This is, a, this is a tough match. They yeah. are giving it their all. Now, remember the opening match last night, the tag team match, they went 15 minutes. Yeah. So they're probably going to be going around that tonight, too. That's good. I, I like this. This is a good way to open up the oh, card. Yeah. Surprisingly. Oh, look good at match. the knees. Real with knees to the face. Watch the hair, Charlotte. Look at I love that combination of kicks. That was awesome. Another kick right to the head by Rhea. His educated feet. Oh, I thought she was going to go for a curb stomp there. She just gave her a drop kick while to the side of the head. Now, that's not quite a Bob, Bob Hardcore Holly drop kick, but it's a pretty good one. Right. Hardcore Holly, man. He had he had drop kick perfection. Somebody just threw out there on Twitter. This match would be three hundred percent better in the boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> nice clothesline. Rhea back on offense here. Look at this. Look at this. She's trying to get her leg. Slapping her leg. Going, Come, Come on. on. 
comparing the groans in this match to women's tennis. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, Those groans. No. Better than she women's tennis. Again <laughs> with a shot to the knee, and she's so proud of herself as Rhea falls to the floor. Rhea is selling like she is. Like, she looks like she has just been brutalized. I, I think get that they know too because of the empty arena. Like they got to ratchet it up with the yeah. selling, you know. Yeah. Michelle was going to go for that uh, the moonsault off the top, and Rhea kicked her right in the head on the top rope. Yeah. Oh, got her up on her shoulders. Electric chair. Oh, face first. No. Match. I mean, if you notice too, they've only, I mean, Rhea's gone for a pin two times, three times, three times. Yeah. Has Charlotte gone for a pin? I don't think so. Yeah. So they're limiting how many times they're going for pins. Oh. Juicebox says, Boneyard, the new Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. I'm telling you what, if this match was in front of a live crowd, they would oh, be, be so over the moon for it. Oh my gosh. This is a great, this is a really good match so far. Yep. I mean, they're working really hard. Yep. They've got good chemistry. It's a WrestleMania caliber match. Dang right, man. I mean, imagine if you did this in Saudi Arabia. It would. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, my God. They, they'd be blocking WWE's plane right now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, they have really good chemistry. Their timing is good. I think Charlotte having somebody that has her own size to work with. Yeah, I think really, that's really helped Cause, her. Because, I mean, Becky is close to her size, but outside of that, I mean, yeah. I mean, Nia Jax is obviously larger, but yeah. you know, but it's it's different, you know, when you have yeah. somebody that's got the same body style and size as you. Rhea coming off the top rope. Drop kick. Damn. Rhea's pulling out all the stops. Look at that. He checked for the shoulder to be down before starting See, the count. It counted. It could have been a three count, but that referee stalled. Yep. No, that's the right call. You got to make sure that shoulder is down. That's a ref doing his job. Rhea's getting frustrated. Rhea is frustrated. This is a hell of a match, dude. Yeah, man. This is. I'm impressed. I mean, it's a, it's a great showcase for both the women, but especially yep. for Rhea. For people yeah. that haven't seen Rhea too much that don't watch a lot of NXT, I mean, I, it's obvious that WWE is way behind her. I mean, with what they did with her last year at Survivor Series, they put her on Raw and SmackDown, and she got key wins. So, oh, well, yeah, I think it's interesting because for for so long it felt like we were going to have Shayna Baszler in that spot, and I think Rhea is a the perfect fit. Like she yeah. she could be main roster tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. There oh, we go. Go for boom. Working on that left knee again. Okay. Like I said, they just hit each other. And then Charlotte just turned around and whacked her. They just hit each other. It's awesome. <laughs> it's tough. It is. Charlotte likes working physical. Yeah. I mean, she has no problem with that. Trying to grab that leg again. Look at Rhea's just desperately kicking at her. Yep. Yep. It feels this feels like a fight, dude. Oh, oh, this feels like a look, look at, at this. that roll, look at roll up. Rhea's stomping on her. Like this has elements of up. MMA in it, which is what I dig about it. Like she's folding her up. That's like a clover leaf. Damn! Look at that. She's what got a, a move. Clover leaf and Charlotte's in a handstand on it. Look at that. What a move. She's got it right in the middle of the ring, too. 
Charlotte's slowly trying to walk over to the ropes. Yep. That's a hell of a move. The athleticism in this match is just impressive. Charlotte's reaching out, and then Rhea's going to pull her right back into the middle of the ring. And then Charlotte takes Look at down. that. Look at the little change up there. Nice reversal. And Rhea's just slapping at her again. That kick. Charlotte's kicked her right in the chest. Oh, man. Damn. This is so. This could be. Take the Boneyard match out of the equation. This could be match of the weekend. If they end this thing right, this is my favorite match of the weekend so far. Well, wait till Wednesday we get Ciampa Gargano. Well, I just love the mix of styles. I love the physicality. Yep. I, I love the intentionality about working over the knee, selling it throughout the match. There's a lot that's going into this to make it just a great story. Look, go. she's got her. Nope. Yeah. Rhea got her shoulder up there. I mean, it was a little, I, I wouldn't say it was necessarily clumsy. Sometimes when it, Boston it's crab. not clean, it looks, it, it's realistic. Yep. 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 And now Charlotte's got a Boston crab. This is the there. problem. WWE style for so long has been way too crisp that when you, I, I love the more MMA style. We've got to fight through it. We've got to roll through some things. We've got to grab at each other some. Charlotte with another pin. Yeah. They're, going, they're trading pinfalls now. And they trade again. Rhea kicks out. Oh, Ooh, Rhea just clocked her right in the right in the arm. It looked like maybe she got her in the face. I mean, Charlotte's selling her mouth. Man, they're gonna have some bruises after this one. Charlotte just kicked her right in the butt. By the way, <laughs> boom! That was a nasty yeah. kick by Rhea. Oh, oh, so close. Rhea almost won it there. That's that's twice now where it looked like she could have it won. Charlotte hasn't gotten a close pinfall. And she had her in the submission, but she hasn't had a close pinfall. Hmm. Man, they are just smacking the hell out of each other. I say, how long yeah, is this match going on? They're at least the twenty-minute mark, I think. They got to be right. Yeah, I think they're at least at the twenty-minute mark, and they've earned every second of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go, ladies. Ooh, Rhea just clocked her in the side of the head. Going up to the top rope. She's going to go for a high souffle off the top. Go for a soup. Charlotte's blocking a superplex. Tom Phillips is losing it over there on the announce table. Boom. Oh. Rhea crashing face first. Oh, she going for a moonsault? Here it is. She's going for the moonsault. Wee! Oh, she misses, but gets caught in the face by a boot from Rhea. Oh, and a spear by Charlotte. Good Damn. lord. That was a tough spear. 
Just, Ooh, just that close. Just, golly, just man. That close. She barely got her right shoulder up. She came up a two, Charlotte. See, I like that, man. Referee giving clear signs yep. and everything. Yep. I love the full count, the full body count there. He's like leaning there into it. There we go. Going back to the leg. She's going for it. Oh, cradle by Rhea. No. It's Charlotte. She's relentless going after that left leg. Oh, she's got it. She's got the yep. figure four. Yep. There it is. She's going to bridge it. up. This has got to be it. Oh, man. Come on, Rhea. Get out of this. Get to the ropes. Come on, Rhea. Ooh, slap right to the face by Charlotte. Come on, Rhea. Roller, roller, roller. Charlotte's trying to bridge up to the... Oh, she's going to the figure eight. Uh, don't tap. Please don't tap. Come on, Rhea. Oh, she's going to tap, isn't she? She tapped. Yep. Charlotte Flair wins. And she's not letting go of the hold. Look at that. Charlotte wins. I like Charlotte. I'm disappointed in that, though. I mean, what does yeah. it mean? I mean, we'll see where the story goes, but what does it mean yeah. for Charlotte to have the championship, and what would it have meant for Rhea to get a victory against Charlotte? Well, there, there's still a chance, though, Brian. So what I will say is I think this would have been a big deal to Rhea. There's still no crowd there. This is still kind of a Wrestle. It, it's, it is. It's a WrestleMania light. You carry this feud on to a TakeOver event. Charlotte has to show up on Rhea Ripley's turf and defend that championship and lose it. It could be a big deal. Well, look at it now. Like, so both of the NXT people, Shayna yeah. Baszler, if you want to call her NXT, and Rhea Ripley did not win. Yep. But the the regulars or the the current stars when it comes to the main, if you want to quote unquote main roster, Raw SmackDown, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, the standards, uh, the flag bears, and they're the ones that come out victorious but look how good Rhea Ripley looked in this match there right so oh, we'll she say Baszler looked kind of weak but Rhea comes out of this looking like a million bucks she sh honestly she shouldn't be able to beat Charlotte right Charlotte's a veteran it's in her blood Rhea's got to get back to that spot I think it's okay so a couple of points couple of call outs here real quick a couple of you guys saying yes we are behind the mainstream Brian's wi-fi is terrible quick how tease this is the screenshot we are at Charlotte holding up the championship looking around Rhea Ripley looking like she is in pain. So sync up with those two. And uh, yeah, you could follow along with us live. It's Brian's fault. His Wi-Fi is terrible. Everybody else just pause for a few seconds. I don't know, man. Yeah. Be, be 25 seconds behind the rest of the world. You'll at least there's be with the, us. There's the big show's big show on Netflix. The big show's big show. Who's watching it? Are you watching this, Brian? Is it already up on Netflix? It comes out Friday, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I Friday. um I don't know maybe I'll watch it. It's got Jael White in it. Urkel. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Just Bro, family hijinks. WWE. Nope. WWE. Where the big girls play. No. <laughs> oh, geez. Mick Foley makes his appearance. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get a Foley cameo. It's like a full house for wrestling. tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Hmm. There you go. All right, yeah. what ma what match are we getting next? I I, I gotta I gotta give those two women props again. I think that oh, match yeah. is the best non boneyard match we've seen this weekend. I was, I think that match would have been amazing in front of a live crowd. Yes, but what they did without a live crowd and to keep 
the excitement and energy alive like they did, that's a, a testament to talent. Do you think the live crowd would have crapped on that finish? No. No. Charlotte, because so many casuals show up to watch wrestling, and Charlotte is a name. Her, she got the flair name. People still, even when she's a heel, right? People still get behind her because of her dad. So, yeah. What's up next? What did you say? Um, I, Tag team match. Tag team match. Either that or Otis and the Dolph, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Otis they, and Dolph. They could go Alice. Well, who the hell knows? <laughs> you can't be guessing every match. You got to pick one. It could be this, but then it could be this, and it could be this. It's like, hey, it's just a prediction. It's okay if you're wrong. Yeah. Properly running. Big show Netflix watch party tomorrow. Um, uh, I don't know if that's no. happening. Hey, let's look back to night one. We're going to binge the entire first season together. This show's they're so far behind night one, unless they have a bunch of quick matches, the show's going to go on to like 1030 or 11. Yeah, but I, I think you're going to have quick matches. Dolph Ziggler, Otis won't take very long. Um, the tag team match, I don't think we've got a whole lot of time. Yeah, I mean, the Aleister Black, uh, Bobby Lashley match should be really quick. <laughs> right, because the Andre Battle Royals next. <laughs> oh, no. The Dre? <laughs> Brandon Ames, he says he thinks the ladder match was the best non-Boneyard match of the weekend. Hmm. That finish, the great match that finish just took it out of it for me. Yeah, that's gonna. This, that's you, you like a juice box talking about. You know, wrestlers posing to the non-existent crowd could be like basketball players who have routines at the free throw line. Sometimes the high five non-existent <laughs> teammates. Which have you ever seen that before? Somebody shoots a technical yeah. and it was there. They like high yeah. five, you know, <laughs> air high fiving invisible yep. people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Eli S says it's in my top five mania stages. Man, <laughs> he loves the. Uh, he loves the non um he loves the ceiling fan. That's right. If you watch this it's last night, we did fan, shop man. for this. We watched we shop for the big ass fan. Thank Mike, you, Eli. Eli's watching us on Facebook Live. We appreciate nice. you, buddy. Yeah, everybody thought I or Mike, you thought I was joking when I said it's a big ass fan. That's the name of the yep. company, big ass fans. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's that epic uh, Braun Strowman victory against Goldberg. Hey, they just showed all four of Goldberg's yep. spears. Well, they're showing the entire match. It only takes about 20 seconds, right? There's Strowman. Two body slams, three, and they're gonna show the fourth one. Mm. See, Goldberg made the big mistake in this match. He hit the fourth. <laughs> he showed spear, up, and no, he hit the fourth spear, and then he started posing to the non-existent crowd. Remember, he turned to the crowd and started grunting and like, ah, oh, I'm like, there's nobody there, dude. Weren't you going for the pin? This this video package encapsulates everything wrong with WWE right now, which is we just watched this last night. We've had one match since we saw this and you're recapping the entire thing. WWE, I love their video work, but they do too many pre-packaged reminders of what happened. Like we don't remember and just tell fans to tune in. Like they can go back and watch all of this stuff on the network. You should be incentivizing them to watch it, not just to watch your video packages. All right. I'm starting to get pictures again from WWE. Carly promoting says Liger retired too soon. This Liger King gimmick would have been huge this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Let's see it. What do we got? We got Charlotte posing with the championship. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on one second. I'll, uh, I'll get up. it. I'll show you what pictures I got here. Um, 
Um, no, there's one where before the match where Charlotte's posing, and then there's two in ring ones. See them. Yeah, I can uh, I can show you this one right here. I think. Uh, hold on, I gotta figure out my screen because I'm dumb. Uh, let's do this right here. And if I pick a tab, like I should be helping you out with like technology. They're doing the Alistair Black match. Damn, uh, a figure four. Look at that figure four. You like that, huh? Yep. That's nice. Look at the referee right there. He's screaming in pain. Yeah. I love Alistair Black's music. Look at this. Look at this. Like this. This hood. Ooh, he's got the horns and the, horn. the, the thing. Big Marcus with the pressing question: When is Flow Rider performing? That's a good question. Well, uh, he's always performing. Flow Rider is always with us. <laughs> Flow Rider is always with us. Y'all gotta keep us honest here on the uh, the old uh, bitch counter for the night. Yes, please do. Oh my God, WWE I just abuses that term, man. I just hate it so much. I hate it so much. This um, look at this. I I like this this hood. This is like, can you imagine Alistair Black with some kind of like Ministry 2.0? Like that would be pretty pretty awesome. Maybe. Like if he had a Ministry that went up against Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins like his stable, that would just be a really fun feud, would it not? Like- I mean, it's funny because traditionally you would look at somebody like Alistair, like this guy's a heel, but he's a baby face. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you like that moon tattoo outside his left eye? Yep. You got a crescent moon. You reckon Alistair Black plays Dungeons and Dragons? He probably does, don't you think? Um, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Flo Rida never got the green light. Give me the green light. Is that a Flo Rida song? Yeah. Go, 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 go. Bobby Lashley, look at that, the full-on tights. He's not showing any skin. He's got no. the full-on tights. He hasn't been doing leg day. <laughs> Why? They just need to... Mm. At least they got Lana back in time for this. You give Lashley a mouthpiece, and you push him to the moon to take on a guy like Brock Lesnar, and people will pay lots and lots and lots of money. So Lana was uh, filming a movie, but obviously that got put on hold. So she made it back in time for this. Have you, do you see her on Instagram or on TikTok? Cause she's always wearing like tiny outfits and doing dances. Yep. I don't actually. So <laughs> like I, I see her on Instagram cause I, I don't use TikTok. I really don't even use Instagram that much, but you just like, use it for, for but, Lana. but her, her TikTok, she puts them on her Instagram. And like, there she is, like wearing a bikini or or something. And she's doing, she's dancing for everybody. You know, just like, hey, check it out. This this is good content for the podcast. Hey, why not? (laughs) This match has gone on longer than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Do you like the look for Lashley with the full tights? I do. I I think I do, man. Yeah. Why? I mean, I just don't understand why they will not put a champion. I mean, I'm not like a huge Bobby Lashley fan, but he is their prototypical style of wrestler. He is everything Vince McMahon wants to see in a dude, right? Mm-hmm. And like, 
you put him in a big a big match against Brock Lesnar, he will he'll make he'll make some money. Just gotta build him up right. The, the the problem with Lashley is he's not a good enough speaker on his own. So who's the mouthpiece you put with him? Sheamus. I mean, not Sheamus. Um, Sheamus. Where did that come from? <laughs> Sami Zayn. Sorry, they both have red hair. Oh come on, Sami's the Intercontinental mm. Champion. Yeah, put him with. Uh, Lashley's going right after him. See, here's the thing. You got two non-talkers in this match, and that's kind of one of the things you want to do with these empty arenas is you want to have guys talking to one another. Yeah. There is a little bit more of uh, reacting to shots and selling. And, yep, like Bobby Lashley just charged at him, and he was like, ah, you know, as he went after him. So, Oof. Big boot. <laughs> Big Ooh, boot. Here we go. Alistair Black. I just, I'm always impressed at how Alistair Black can move. Dude is just... He can just move. Somebody said Drake um, Maverick. Good Drake Maverick with Bobby Lashley. Uh, yeah, that would be a good call. You dig it. Oh, uh, dig it. Um, Alistair Black has a gymnastics background, I believe. Mm. I believe that. I did talk to him. I mean, he took a freaking suplex. He got chucked on the floor. Um, when I talked to him, says Lashley, spring chicken. Vince dropped the ball with him on this second run. Yeah. Because how old is Bobby now? He's like 42. Yeah. I was like, he's getting up there, but like, dude could like, has been better shape than I'll ever be in my entire life. Oh, I know, right? Juicebox brings up they teased MVP being a manager for a second. He'd be great for Lashley. Yeah. That would be amazing. He's 43 and he's going to be 44 in July. That dude, you can tell he's, he's leaning up a little bit, right? Like, he doesn't have quite the mass he had during his TNA run, but he doesn't need it because he's still jacked. I mean, yeah. All right. Going for beer number two. Uncle Rick's Pilsner. Yep. This match probably has gone on a little bit long. I know it's only gone on for like three minutes, but I thought it was going to be like a really quick, dominant Alistair yeah. Black win. Yeah, I agree. What kind of weird match do you think they could do as a set for Alistair Black? As a set? Yeah, kind of like the Boneyard match, you know, for Taker. Like, what could they do? What kind of theme could they do for Aleister Black? Oh, dude, you could do some kind of, like, pentagram, like, Dark Devil. That would be awesome. Like, not a graveyard. The Devil's Playground? Yeah, but like a cave with, like, pentagrams. I'm, like, imagining some, like, Doom-level type stuff, right? Like, oh, man. The Demons of Hell. So this match is going to be Lashley just beats him up and then out of nowhere he eats a black mass and gets yep. pinned, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, there's a there's the Lashley smile and he gives Lana a wink. Remember this dude when he feuded with Scott Steiner? Oh, geez. Don't remind me. TNA. <laughs> God. The genetic jackhammer. Oh, that's Vince McMahon, I guess. Do you think Rusev is going to make an appearance in this match? Francis brings up a good point. Is this the pee break match? Yes, probably. Mm. These are both good. I mean, these are both fine talents. I just, there's no real interest for me in this match. Right. Also, I'm still the, high uh, from this Rhea Ripley match we just saw, yeah. which was amazing. I think the pee break was the uh, the uh, replay of night one. From That's right. Home. That's right. Ooh. Black just kicked him square in the chest. I'm going to give a shout out. Thank you all again for joining us on it. It's so much fun to watch it with you guys here with us instead of just... By myself, my cats. yeah. There you go. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Just hit the subscribe button and yeah. uh, follow us on uh, our Facebook page. 
We're looking to do more. You know, we did a lot of pre-recorded podcasts, but doing more live video, we think, is the right way uh, to keep you guys engaged and to hit stuff when it happens. You know, that's the yeah. We all got downtime these days. Most of us do. Let's put it that way. WWE doesn't. Uh, they might. I wonder if they're going to have to dip into that uh, the vast archives for upcoming uh, programming on TV. <laughs> Can you just like just replay Raws from like two decades ago? That's what I'm saying. Into- they should, man. <laughs> you can't tell me that the ratings are going to take like that big of a fall. No. Uh, yeah. You know, the series finale of Seinfeld drew something like 76 million viewers. Yes. This week's Raw drew 2 million viewers. Yes. <laughs> A gutsy performance from Aleister Black. What does that even mean? That's a... Chim! And then he just ran right into a boot. What are you doing there, Bobby? I love Lana screaming in the background. (laughs) Here comes Aleister. That MMA training... This is the quintessential random Raw match. No storyline, no buildup, no title implications whatsoever. Yep. Tell you what, though, Black can he's got some he's got some damn good strikes. I'm like, you're gonna do this match. I'm like, well, there's a nice moonsault. Why not just do the you know Black gets the quick win because it means a lot for him. Yep. It doesn't really hurt Lashley that much, you know, for the quick loss. He just got caught with a move, you know. But instead, they're doing a back and forth match. Yep. Yep. I guess because Lashley's the veteran. Lashley couldn't even get up there for a second. He stumbled. Great cover. I don't know if I'd call that a great cover. I don't know if rolling them up awkwardly where you landed on them. What is a great cover? I just think it's a cover. (laughs) I mean, there's some where you just stand on a guy and mock him. You know, or then there's the ones where you, you grapevine the leg. I mean, Francis, Lana's dress is shorter than a Goldbrook match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Lashley's yelling, spear him, spear him, spear him. Hey, he blows a kiss to her. <laughs> he dropped Alistair he Black. Dropped he turned on his shoulder and blew a kiss to Lana. I love the way he charges up for this. Like it's a football oh, move. There oh. you go. That's it. There, he just got it's called over. Black Mass. That's it. One, two, and three. Alistair Thank Black you. is your winner. Lana, dude, the second the three count went down, like Bobby Lashley moved. Like he immediately got his shoulder up. Yep. Now, is he going to be mad at Lana? Lana's mad at him. I'll tell you that. And he looks perplexed looking towards Lana. Did they ever actually get married? Did that happen? They're married. Liv Morgan, wasn't she involved in this in some way? Uh, Yes, she was. Did she love Lana or something? Yes. Remember there was the wedding and right before it that she uh, they kissed. Yeah, so the one where Eric Bischoff was actually the minister. But we didn't know it because he was in lots of makeup. That's the one. Uh, I don't know if that was Eric Bischoff, but yeah. And then and then yeah, three count shows up, right? Uh, I don't think they were talking about two ones. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the wedding. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the one where they showed up, but actually she was already married to the drive-through wedding ahead of time, right? No. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you've got your uh, WWE characters. Uh, Messed up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like that slow-mo of Aleister Black kicking him in the face? <laughs> Good nice. Lord. 
Ooh, Sasha Banks, the boss, is going to talk. And Bailey. Is Ascension happening here tonight? It's got to be. Uh, at least the seeds will be sown. Something will happen, you know? I gotta show you guys where we are if you are out of sync. Oh, the interview with Bailey happening right now. Yeah. Bailey says this is unfair. Five way elimination match. It was supposed to be a six way. You know that, right? Who was the sixth person? Dana Brooke. Who was the sixth man? Dana Brooke. But she uh, was showing. Uh, oh, that's right. She was signs, showing something. So she did not. Uh, she uh, self quarantined. Shame. She's been working so hard to yeah. up her up her game and up her spot. I hate that. See, we're united. Yep. This is already teased. Either Sasha's going to win, win. Title, yeah, which I think is going to happen. Or if not, then Bailey. Uh, Sasha has it won, and Bailey shoves her out of the way and and makes the cover to get the victory. Sasha does not seem like she's on the same page as uh, Bailey. Sasha doesn't seem like she's on the same page as anybody at WWE right now. Mm. Who's that? How badly do you want to win the title tonight? Very. <laughs> the worst mm. questions. Like, you just have I, to watch and see. If these were legitimate news broadcasters asking these softball questions, they'd be laughed out of the room, unless it was a presidential press conference. They, they treat this like they're talking to Greg Popovich after the first quarter <laughs> of a Spurs game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. By the Wait, way, they, uh, we're, we're an hour at. into the main show and we've had this. two matches. Well, of the eight that are on the main card. So we'll see if they do a little catch up here. I have a feeling that tonight's show could go a little bit longer than last night. A little bit longer. And they're promoting Money in the Bank on Sunday, May 10th. Um, Is that the original date that it was scheduled for? Yeah. Yeah. Newsflash. Good luck on that one. Well, you know, they're trying to find a place to film SmackDown. Mm, Yeah. Good luck with that. There's the Bellas show that we made our appearance on. Yeah, we've been on that show. Total Bellas. We have. Yep. When they cut away to you looking at uh, uh, Nikki, so serious look after I asked a question <laughs> about, you know, the rumor is John Cena is going to propose to you in the ring. That's right. And like your your serious reaction to that when they cut away to just you, that, that is an all-time <laughs> moment. All the time. So between the ropes. You're like, you're like sitting there serious and you're nodding your head a little bit. Oh, here's the replay of the 24-7 yeah. uh, title change from uh, oh night one. Oh my God. Can we stop going back to night one? Who cares about night one, one man? Did this when they had a title change and segments that recapped that. Oh wait, that's right. They didn't because. Mm. JBL. That is awesome. Uh Oh, Gronk dancing again with Charlie Caruso. Shades. How much acid do you think Gronk has on him right now in that outfit? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So much. Got the Gronk t-shirt with the. The Aqua Tiger jacket. Those are Gronk glasses, too. Oh, my God. Those look like they could be medical visors. He should give that to a doctor right now. He wants the title. He wants the 24-7 championship. That's the title he's aspiring to win is the 24-7 <laughs> championship. Good God, man. 
Well, he's, he's a, he's a classic dude wrestling dude. You got to work your way up the card, right? It shut off the 24-7, then European, the Intercontinental, and then WWE. Somebody smarten that guy up, man. Come on. I'll mm. be right back. I'm going to use the restroom. There you go. Get out of the way. Got to fill up this time now with some uh, interesting conversations. A little scat. We'll play a little jazz. Juice box. Is parts unknown affected by the coronavirus? Maybe able to have SmackDown there. Possibly. Properly promoting says Gronk promo awesome. I don't think so. And uh, Francis with the question everybody's asking. Why is Gronk wearing his glasses indoors? You know, guys, The Rock used to wear his sunglasses indoors. It's okay. If The Rock can do it, I'll give Gronk a pass on this one. Give Rock a pass on this one. All right, up next, Otis, Dolph Ziggler. This has got to be a short match, right? <laughs> the love story of our generation. Of course, this story, you know, I look at this Otis, Dolph Ziggler storyline. This thing's been happening since Christmas. I mean, this might be the longest built feud of WrestleMania, right? Mm. Heartbreak for Otis. Oh, and man, course, here we go. We're going to yeah. go with Otis against Ziggler. That's next. Oh, my God. The love story of our generation, Fritzy. Mm, I got Doritos. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I have no Doritos. It's my one vice in life. <laughs> I have some Wiley Wallaby soft and chewy licorice. Mm, oh, man. Really? That's a gourmet licorice. You see oh, this? My, let me see. Hold on. Holy black. Yep. Yeah, what do you mean licorice? All this stuff is not true licorice. Other stuff is strawberry candy. This is gourmet. They do make a cherry flavor of this, though. Mm. By the way, this video package, pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Fritzy, what's your address? You got to give me your address. I'll get you, you some. You got to send me some licorice? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let me give it to you right on here, okay? For <laughs> everybody to get. By the way, so did you see. So Alicia Keys was on Colbert a couple of nights ago, but I guess she was doing this on her Instagram or something where she's legit giving out her phone number and asking people to text her. And then she'll text people back with like good messages, just trying to keep everybody's hopes up or really? up. Yeah. I have Alicia Keys phone number in my phone. Have you texted her? No, but I should. Yeah. I was remarking about how this has been the longest built feud of WrestleMania. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Right? What's yeah. what's what's been longer? Oh yeah, the hacker segment. That's um that's what's McCall, right? GTV? Yeah. No, 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 no. GTV. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Mustafa Ali. Yeah, it's Mustafa, right? I like how they got the matrix screen on there, by the way. That's so classic. But um yeah. I think that's Mustafa, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
How come we never see Otis or Tucker on forklifts? <laughs> Good question. Sonia Deville conniving. Man, they're building this thing up like it is a match watch, of watch like them clip them here. Whoa! Look, this video package, they are making it like it is a match of the century. This is a right, like few, two man. heavyweights fighting it out for brand supremacy. Otis is a guy who doesn't have that much confidence when he comes to the ladies. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then now he's found a woman that's just a, a beautiful woman, uh -huh. Mandy Rose, and he had his heart crushed. Yeah, crushed. Mm -hmm. He's like your average everyday person that just falls in love with somebody. And then he feels like it's reciprocated. He feels like there's interest on the other end. Well, now he feels like it's all been a ruse and he's been played with. You don't play with a man's emotions, okay? Can we go back There's to the, the, the early 2000s computer hacker stuff? Mm. I like that. It was in a movie I saw one time and I really dig it. So, oh, JBL with the, the fake news. JBL with the fake news call out. Oh. Oh, so, oh, just a note to self, licorice and beer. Not a good night. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Not the, ugh. Oh. Do you reckon Heavy Machinery got that truck for Becky Lynch? Hmm. What do you think they would have rode out on if this was at Raymond James Stadium? Forklifts? Would have been a very slow entrance to the ring if they came out on four clips, okay? Yep. Did I get any more pictures from WWE? No, not yet. I didn't get any Rebecca Lynch. She made the rounds apparently this morning. Mm. I think I'll live. <laughs> His dreams were ruined by Dolph Ziggler. Hey, ma'am. His dreams has always been to be with a beautiful woman, okay? Right. Bring the bow. Look at Otis. He's going to manhandle Dolph. I like that um, Otis is this big, tough guy, and he's got like this you know, wave of colors on his tights. <laughs> Juice box. It's the modern day beast versus Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got some more pictures from WWE. All right. Let me see. Oh, Charles Robinson. See if I can share a good picture here. God, I just wish Dolph Ziggler and the Usos would have a super kickoff. Man. There you go. You like that Look picture? Look at that pose. With my new background image. Yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. Looks badass. He's like trying to conjure up a demon. <laughs> Look at that. That's not a bad picture. That. That's what I Who like to see. Who wins this match? Who do you think like wins this a, match? I like to see a tag team wrestler wrestling in singles matches. Makes lots of sense to me. Sure, why not? Are you offended that his partner Tucker has the patch on his shirt that says Tucky? Doesn't even say Tucker. 
Yeah, I know, right? I don't know. I think Otis wins, but I don't know. We're, I mean, Mandy's not even out there. Tucker's not even out there. What's going yep. on? But Sonya Deville's out there. Well, Mandy's got to come out later and um, distract. Oh, that's Tucker's oh. injured. Right. Tucker got the crap beat out of him. Tucker. <laughs> that was good. Wreck of the eyes. It's the great equalizer. You know that, right? Wreck of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, a headlock on the ropes. Ref, break that up. Come on, ref. Mike, get control of this ref, little Come on, Nate. Robinson. How nice of a guy is Charles Robinson? I love JBL on the call right now. Tell him to toughen up and be a man. <laughs> God, catch up with the Did he just time. Call him a stooge? Did JBL just call him a stooge? JBL. Was... He's the most Vince McMahon announcer of all time, right? Like, Vince McMahon loves JBL. He's like literally Vince McMahon from 1990. He's bad money. He was like, is there any world in which Mandy Rose would be with Otis? With Otis? Ask him. Ask him. The chin lock. It's not even like a full on like rear naked choke. I can already tell that this is going to be a match. People are not too high on. They like the storyline, but the match itself. Not that. I don't think there was high expectations for this match. For what they're going to do in the ring. I mean, does anybody like really love Otis as a wrestler? Like, I'm not going to. Dolph Ziggler is an amazing talent, right? Right. But, like, did anybody ever see, like, man, I want to see Otis wrestle? Like, Otis mm-hmm. is a character. He is a certain yeah. kind of. He's a gimmick, right? Ooh. That's fine. You need plenty see, of those. But... Man, did you see that slingshot? Ziggler went into yeah. the second turnbuckle? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, let's get a replay of this. Look at this. Boom. Oof. Well, Ziggler just sells the hell out of everything he does so well. Can Otis somehow? Those of you guys just joining us, here's where we are in the show. About ten seconds, maybe behind you guys. Yeah, sorry guys, it's my Kick fault. Kick to the midsection. Oh, rub the Otis belly. Dancing. My wife is disgusted Punch. by Otis. By the way, she is saw she? him on TV one time and she was like, "Oh, that's gross." He is a little bit gross. He wears like a. <laughs> he thr- <laughs> he thrusts gross? his hips a lot. <laughs> his shirt doesn't fit him. He eats sloppy. That's why she doesn't like him. By the way, she's in the other room watching Thor 2 right now. (laughs) Thor is a stark contrast from Otis. Also, Thor 2 is the worst of the bunch, but. There we go. She loves them Thor movies. Otis is strong. I'll give him credit. Oh, yeah. He's a big boy. He's John Deere tough. What do you think? You're already standing at Dom Ziggler. Probably got that dump truck last night for the uh, Boneyard match. Oh, Heavy Machinery set that up. Nice. <laughs> Damn. Ziggler, man, taking Damn. a bump into the turnbuckles again. Oh, here we go. Cole is asking <laughs> JBL who Otis reminds him of in the WWE. Ivan Pusky. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Pusky. <laughs> JBL's laughing over. They get into the history books for that one. My God, lots <laughs> of JBL. My you God. see him laughing over there. He's like, <laughs> Ivan Butsky. You reckon? Uh, you reckon? Oh, damn, damn, that's too close, man. You don't face first into the turnbuckles, whip them in there. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, they're setting up Otis like he's a big, like big dominating dude right here. Oh, geez. damn! Ziggler hit the hardest part of the ring on his way down. The hardest part of the ring. <laughs> Look at this. Get him back in there. Charles Robinson, get control of this match. Sorry, I'm enjoying the Doritos a little bit too much over here. Oh, you can never enjoy Doritos too much. Shouldn't be licking my fingers and putting my hand back in the bag. Juicebox says Thor 2 is the worst MCU movie except for maybe Hulk. Wow. Hmm. Don't tell that to my wife. Thor 2 is not the best of the bunch. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, How about the referee do something? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Charles Robinson. This match has gone on longer than I think yeah. anybody expected to. The last two, which is... I'm telling you, they're like, oh, everybody mm. liked how quick that show was last night. Well, wait till they get to Sunday <laughs> night. We're going to go four hours in the main show. I'm not saying you don't give talent time to work, but like... Is he going for the Caterpillar? Yeah. What's Sonya doing? Now, why does he stop? Just because <laughs> she's barking... Just because the ref's barking at her. Why does he stop? Right. Oh, no. Come on, ref. Did you miss that? Charles Robinson letting us Come all on, down. Charles, you're a veteran referee, man. How no. did that happen? Amateur hour tonight for the WWE Referee Brigade. I was so proud of him at WrestleMania 24 when he made the long run out to the ring and slid in perfectly, and then he let something like that happen at WrestleMania. Come on. Could be it for Otis. A low blow knocks him out. <laughs> Here we go. Here comes Mandy. I, I like how they have to play her music first, though. Yep. Yep. Whoa, what an outfit she's wearing. Oh, just up, Sonya. That's um, that's one hell of an outfit she's wearing right there. Run-ins have such little impact when there's no crowd. It's just like... <laughs> ruining everything! Did she, she just headbutt him in the junk? Yeah. Properly promoting points out. It's more of a walk-in than a run-in right now. Yeah. Business is about to pick up. She just headbutt him low. Yep. There you go. Caterpillar. Here it comes. Yep. Yeah, Thrust. big elbow. Is he going to pin him? Is that it? Oh, my God. That's it. That's it. That's it. Dolph Ziggler. God, he is a shitty wrestler. Look at that. <laughs> An elbow to the heart, and he's done. It's oh like somebody, somebody taking a pinfall to the uh, people's elbow. Come on, y'all. Mandy's actually kind of with Otis, I guess. Yeah. Wait, wait until she tells him, like, uh, what's that outfit, though? Like, did she just know, like, take outfit. her normal outfit and just cut a hole in it? Like, what? She, she's wearing a onesie, cut out the middle, God. and has a bra on underneath. Corey Graves would be so happy right about now. Look at anyway. this. Now, wait, wait till uh, they go to SmackDown this week when she says, um, she puts him in the friend zone. Oh, they kissed. <laughs> oh, oh, they're kissing. Look at that. Look at them. Open, little open mouth kiss. Look at that. And she kissed him, too. Yep. And he's sweaty. That's a big man sweating right there. And she uh, just made out with him. Mm. Mm. Good for Otis, man. This is a match where there were not one, but two low blows to decide this match. Do you think that's going to affect the rest of the night for Otis? Oh, yeah. He's going to it's going to affect the rest of his night. He's got something else going on. You got to get a little blue chew. And by the way, our okay, sponsor okay. for tonight, blue chew. <laughs> by the way, I thought she headbutt him in the blow the belt. She did not. She hit him with a forearm. I, yeah, I she just saw that. Him. Yeah, she Burritos just are going him. to your head. 
Just like Bluetooth you know. goes, you never mind. Okay. <laughs> Can I hook us up with an advertisement here, Bluetooth? <laughs> he said, she's so pretty. So pretty. Take you back to my farm. Dude, he's collecting her like she's a trophy. <laughs> Going John Deere. Take you out for a ride on my tractor. Is he taking her to the state fair? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. So, all right. Rematch. I'm going to leave you in charge for a minute. Okay. All right. We got three matches down. Yep. Wow. Five to go. That's a, I think that's a good point there by uh, properly promoted here. Gold Dust is the same outfit as Mandy. <laughs> hmm. No, Liam wants me to text Alicia Keys right now. <laughs> text her now, Fritz. Yeah, so we're an hour and 15 minutes into the show, and they've had three matches? Hmm. Well, let's hope they pick up the pace here a little bit. But it's funny, the matches I thought would have been shorter are like two of the matches that they just had. And they weren't, you know, incredibly short. So, whatever. Let's see what happens here. There's Sting. They're promoting everything on the network. So, by the way, NXT this week, we're going to get Ciampa Gargano. And then I think coming up here, we're going to get Cole against Dream at some point. But Ciampa Gargano... Um, that should be a hell of a match. And they're doing that uh, six-way ladder match for the women to determine who's going to be the number one contender. So NXT should be a, a lot of fun on uh, Wednesday night. Dreams come true at WrestleMania, according to Tom Phillips. Byron Saxon is so happy right now. Oh, they're going to do Edge against Randy Orton in the last man standing match next. Wow. Okay. An opportunity nine years in the making for Edge. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching that Edge 24. I mean, I'm kind of kicking myself for not watching that today. I, for some reason, I thought it was coming out after WrestleMania tonight, so I totally dropped the ball on that one. But, um, I mean, Edge... I've always been a big fan of Edge's as well. Uh, I loved him as a tag team, and I loved it when he broke up and went as a singles guy. And um, I never would have thought about him coming back to the ring. I never would have thought about like him looking into it again. But good for him. I mean, the guy he loves wrestling. He has a passion for it, and it was really sad when he had to step away and to see him be able to come back now and be healthy and, and continue his career. It's that's pretty amazing. And the guy is so good, too. I mean, those promos that he's been doing, I mean, you could tell that he's had acting classes, and obviously he's been on the show Vikings and whatnot, but um, you could tell just how comfortable he looks when it comes to doing promos and the little nuances that he brings to the table with them as well. He's he's fantastic, huh? So it means the second half of the show, we'll have both the Funhouse match and the uh, WWE championship match. I think we kind of expected that. It's also going to have the street profits. Um, Austin theory, angel Garza match for the tag team titles for raw. And then the um, SmackDown women's elimination match. 
There's Wiseman. So we're, you see where we're this, getting next, man. We're getting Edge and Randy Orton. This is the match of the night that will steal the show. We already had that. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. But this one could be good. It could be very Looking good, forward man. to seeing what they do. They've got to give this thing at least 20 minutes, right? I mean, this thing's got to go. They're going to battle around the arena. They're going to, you know, they got to give us I some time. I would hope so. There's a bitch. Hmm. That's a son of a bitch, though. Does that really count? Oh, it's a taped one, too. Mm-hmm. Ah, but it aired. I think we got to count it. I think we got to count it. Matt Bauer. I wish Otis and Ziggler had... Where's that at? Let me find the uh, the, the tweet here. Uh, now, I lost it here for a second. I wish uh, Otis and Ziggler had battled in a floating nightmare plateau circling a hell dimension match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. We got questions about the bitch counter. Does it count if it's on a re recap or does it have to be live? That's a good question. Um, good question. I, 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 either way. I think I'd count it. If it makes the video package, then it was significant enough for it to count again. Oh, man. I got something for you here. You ready Breaking for this? news. Breaking news. Hold on. And there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's pretty crazy. Something. Look at that. Hmm. That's one for the little guy right there, man. Or one for, for the, the little guy. guy. Or the big guy. The hot chick. Mm. There you go. That's a that's one picture that captures the entirety of WrestleMania, and it's yeah, WrestleMania in a nutshell, right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know if that's good or not, man. I think uh, Fishman's about to pass out. He's so excited about Edge. You know what I love about WrestleMania? Calories don't count during WrestleMania. They don't. Sweet. No. Yeah, sweet or salty. Calories don't count. Hmm. I like the sweet and salty. That's why I like to get peanut M and M's and dump it in my popcorn. That's weird. Mm, that's real weird. Mm -hmm. Incapacitate your opponent. Yeah. How, uh, mm. Should be interesting. God, oh, Edge is just damn. He's ripped right now. Oh yeah. He's got the grizzled beard. He's a veteran. Like, this dude hasn't had a carb in seven months. Is that the secret? You got to eat fewer carbs, not more. Yeah. You Doing see that? Um, so WWE sent him a ring to mm -hmm. train in, and the revival worked with him in the ring to help him get in shape. Mm -hmm. You know why, don't you? Why is that? Because they're all from about two hours north of here. North Kakalaki. That that beautiful house they show in the documentary in the opening segment. That's I could get there in probably an hour and a half or so. Hmm. I mean, that's west of me by about three hours. Mm -hmm. Well, Cameron, North Carolina, where the Hardy compound is, is less than an hour away from me. Oh, yeah. It's like in between me and you. Mm -hmm. Lots of great wrestlers from this great state. Sure. 
Dude, Orton's going to come up from behind him. They're doing this camera yep. angle where Edge is staring at him. Yep. Edge is going to come up, or Orton's going to come up from behind. He's got to. Camera's zooming out a little bit. Yeah. Edge is confused. Like, where is he? I don't see him. God, Edge is so good. He does all the little things right. Hashtag NC. Thank you, properly promoting. Mm hmm. There he is. Oh, an RKO out of nowhere. John Pope out of nowhere. Why is he still wearing his warm up gear? Because he was all in black so he could be, uh, so you couldn't see him. He's a ninja, dude. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Like Batman. Yeah. Batman. Randy Orton is Batman. He said, What are you doing, Randy? Huh? It's pretty obvious what he's doing there, Mr. Yeah. Referee. Oh, he was the cameraman. <laughs> oh, he was. He was the cameraman. Look at oh, this. Oh, that's classic. That's classic. That's awesome. Randy Orton. Ring the bell. Orton's like, ring the bell. Shouldn't he have waited for them to ring the bell before he hit the RKO? Why is this oh. ref so mad at Edge? He's like, no, no, no. You got to get to your feet. He's like yelling at Edge about this. Edge didn't do anything wrong. Can you go? Ring the bell. There we go. Orton should have waited till they rang the bell. Then this he hits the, the RKO. Damn oh, it. there's a second one for Edge. Edge just wobbled. Damn. This is like a Brock Lesnar match. just ended it right now? That would be disappointing. We're at four. I just dropped a Dorito and I have no idea where it went. I love the story they're telling here, though. They're at eight. Look at this. Edge can't stand up, so he slides out of the ring so he can get to his feet. Mm. How about that? Oh, and Orton's going to use the camera against him. He's going to get the camera while they're using it. Oh, he just unplugged it. Boom! Man, he has clock edge in the side of the head with that camera. Edge is in some pain right there, man. Well, he can't slide out of the ring to get to his feet this time. Nope. They're just going to have him just be completely decimated by Orton. And I, like, dig this story. Look at that camera angle. Well, he unplugged nice. it. How is it still working? It's still plugged in. He, he just unplugged the one thing. Edge gets to his feet, though. Yeah, the Apex Predator around the PC. Here we go. They they pulled out the Apex Predator name. Nice. Are they going to go fight on Becky Semi? It's right there in the front. <laughs> where's Where's Vince McMahon? Is he in Gorilla still? There are way more than twelve people there. Yeah, but as long as they're six feet apart. No, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, okay. Just 10 people per six feet, right? No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not every, in a six-foot <laughs> diameter, you can have 10 people together. No more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, God. He's got a chain. Damn. That, that chain... 
I mean, they used that last year when Triple H hit Batista with it. That yep. that's no fun to get hit by a chain. Nope. I I can only imagine that. Is he, at least sit him down in the chair there, Randy. Come on. Oh, what's he? Oh, okay. So they're in the they're in the gym. Oh, okay. He's choking him. Yeah. This is no good. There's okay, no I see up. where they're at right now. You're mine. I just wanted you to know you're mine. Yeah. Randy, he's a son of a bitch. All right. That puts us at three. Oh, does that count? Yep. Oops. Three. Thanks a lot, Fritzy. <laughs> Randy, Randy's waiting for the referee to count him. To start counting, he's like, does that not count? <laughs> That's funny. Or did you go over there inside and start lifting weights? <laughs> right? Get yeah. a little pumping right now. I'm working over edge. All the gyms are closed. Take advantage of it while you're there. Am I right? He's got a plate. Damn. And edge drop kicks that plate right in Orton's face. Man, he stuck a bump over the freaking that uh the weightlifting area. Yeah. That could not have been fun, okay? This is a double count right here. Man, Orton, come on. You took one bump this entire match so far. Yeah, but this is a nasty bump he took. Look at this. Oh, he caught himself. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. Oh, I'm so weak. I'm Randy Orton. Ugh. Yeah. I like how it's the solemn announcing right now. Baron Saxon. Yep. Loki. Here comes a hits, man. You can beat the hell out of Orton. It just to do something nasty here, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, I just Randy Orton's given up way too much too early. Like Edge had the cra he was Edge was dead to rights. <laughs> Properly promoting says this will be showing the PC for how to not use gym equipment for new trainees. <laughs> All right, Edge hulking up, getting back into it. Here we go. I'm choking on a Dorito over here. I'm making noises like Randy Orton after getting beaten down ah. by Edge. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't... the Doritos away. So this is where they're going to fight, I guess. Look, yeah, just have him sit down for a little bit. Here, have a yeah, nice why not? sit. Put him in the chair. Does this count as being filmed outside the the normal arena? I think so. Here's what a I want to know. yard match. Edge should spear him right now while he's sitting down, right? Yeah. This is Edge like... Is yeah, he's looking at something there. Look at that. Look at that nice pull up there by Edge. And then he just does like a Luthez Prez, basically. Listen to Orton screaming, writhing in pain. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. His back. He's been working on his back. It's a pretty inventive move. I dig it. 
I, I want to see how many times Edge hits Spears and like, is there a creative spot where he could hit it? Yep. At least we're getting to see the the performance center and it's all of its glory. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen a tour of the uh, PC yet, <laughs> here's the weight room. I don't remember it having carpet in it like that, but well, you know, I think Edge is cursed. I didn't mm. totally hear it. Oh, nine years, Jonah. What is is that like a partition? Nope, that did not budge. That's a damn wall. It's a damn wall. It's like a shop vac back there. Look at that. There's a shop vac. Can they incorporate the shop back? <laughs> I'm glad that they've got it right there so the cleanup begins immediately after the match. That's right. That's right. I mean, how long do you think it took them to clean up after that Chapa Gargano brawl oh. that they had? That was oh, a God. mess. My God. Who's going to take a sled out? Oh, my God. He's going to ram him with a sled. Ugh. Here we go. He's dead. That man's got a family. I saw it on WWE 24. See, this is done by Randy. They're at eight. He's going to try to ram him with a sled. Just let him stay down for the 10 count. Oh, I think he just broke that wall. That just like, Randy doesn't care about winning the match. He just cares about permanent Dest pain. Destroying Edge. Yeah, he wants to uh, permanently incapacitate the man. Ugh. They're going to battle back out. Battle back out to the ring. Do you want them to go in the parking lot or do you want them to stay in the building? I want them to go to the parking lot. Let's make it a hardcore match. Would they get in more trouble for doing that, though, considering that like everybody's supposed to be like... Like, the stay-at-home wasn't in place when they take this, but at the same time... Um, there's probably some people that'd be like, what the hell's going on here? Well, it's, it's not a business strip, so it's not like there's houses nearby necessarily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The red light. Who would think he was on fire there for a second? The way it's the, the light fiend was the match with the fiend. They're not very good tour guides. They should nope. be describing exactly where they're at. And, and here on the left, are. we have our tractor supply entrance well they take us over to the promo room mm -hmm. this is where you practice your promos well they don't need any work they've been doing a great job of it so i think it's interesting watching this match how edge is not taking any traditional bumps right now i mean he took the rko twice right he took the rko twice but outside right. of that yeah he hasn't taken any traditional bumps yep interesting I think Randy's going to get up. I know they're at four, but I think he's going to get up. Did he just skip five? Oh. Yeah, I kind of agree with Brandon Ames. This match is just not quite what I want. There's something not clicking totally with yeah. us. I mean, these guys are working hard, but at the same yeah. time, it's like the pace is very kind of deliberate. It kind of reminds me of Triple H Batista last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like, everybody's working hard, but at the same time, it's like 
there comes a point where you're just wondering, like, something is missing. I mean, of course, we know the crowd's not there, and that would be a different element to this, but I don't know what else they could be doing right now. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. I mean, they're not doing a lot of talking to each other either. And, you know, there, there's some extra noises, I think, with them selling, but nothing outrageous. And Orton's going to throw Edge off the... Yeah, there's no talking. Oh. Good thing that thing's padded, huh? Mm-hmm. That's why they have the barricades there. And there's not a whole... Like, it's not a big variety. They're just kind of walking around, I feel like. Like, they're, they're hitting each right. other. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like... They're not using a lot of weapons. Yeah. They're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not coming up with the very creative spots necessarily that we yep. normally don't see. They're just pounding on each other all around like a, a gym and now back towards the ring. Also, these matches are slower by design because they have to stop and let the count happen. But I think it's just... Edge barely got up. They answered yeah. the 10 count that time. <laughs> He's barely standing. This show's going to go to 11 o'clock tonight, isn't it? This is hilarious. As Bariff in the chat room, my four-year-old just looked at you guys on the computer screen and said, why are the men still talking? Are they wearing the same things as last night? He thinks you live with us now. <laughs> <laughs> we do, S. Bariff. We are live streaming 24-7, 365 from now on. I am wearing the same hoodie as last night. I'm totally new, totally different. Yeah. It almost sounded like you said you were totally nude. Mm, waist down, parts you can't see. <laughs> Check out all the great posters they have hung up at the uh, Performance Center. That's where Bill Goldberg came out last night. Uh, it might be. Yeah, right through that door, because Big East, Big, East, Big East poster's right there staring at him. Yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the trainer's room right there, I mm -hmm. think. I mean, or say that. Oh my gosh. Wipe down all these hallways, sanitize this place. I'm kind of hoping the referee just starts skipping some numbers. He's hugging him. It's okay. They're friends again. It's all good. They're hugging it out. Boom. Face first. It's the wall. Yeah, it's missing that spark. Like. If you yeah. if you go back and rewatch, like even the I mean, I'm thinking of the Mick Foley, the Rock. No, here we go. The guy running with the camera to get to the other angle. Wee. Yep. Oh, they're in the conference room now. That that anybody hasn't seen this. This table is incredibly huge. Can you imagine if they went to these guys afterwards and say, hey, that didn't click. We need to do that again. <laughs> but it's literally just them hitting each other and falling over. I like how they just left the random boxes laying out there. Yep. I think it's paper. Where's the printer at? Is that Dunder Mifflin brand? Is that what that is? Um, I don't know if they bought from Dunder Mifflin. Maybe from the Michael uh, Scott Paper Company. That's right. That's what it took. It took that. That's what knocked Randy Orton out. 
By the way, is there better programming to have on in the background than turning on Comedy Central when they're showing a bunch of episodes of The Office? Yeah, reruns of The Office, reruns of Seinfeld. Nice kick to the midsection there. Low blow. I don't think that was a low blow, do you? Mm. Oh, man, they're going to have to wipe that thing down. Please tell me he's going to try to spear him on that. Yes, he's going to have the... the that dude, he's looking, man. He's like looking at the lights to see, like, how can I do this? Now, that's not something. I mean, that's something that's always there. I believe that's not like something that he just put there. Look at that! Damn, this one's Spider Man. I think that hurt Edge is more than it hurt Randy. My God. They're marking up that table. Look at that big mark they put on the table. Hell in the conference room cell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, and that was a cool spot, but they got to go somewhere where they have a little bit of breathing room, I think. These confined spaces just. Yeah, they, they don't have enough room. Yeah. Like I like the guys in the back hallway watching. Like, whoop, they just ducked out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got to, you got to stay under, what, 10 people, right? Yeah. I was going to say, hey, guys, we're not taping being the elite here, okay? This is WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I agree with you. They they got to have bigger moves, I think, and, like, get into yeah a bigger space. Ooh, well, they're just like, the eye. they're just punching and kicking and splatting against the wall over and over and over. Right. Here, let me put you against this wall. Here, let me throw you into this. Po- they're just throwing each other into posters and, like, Ooh, he hit the cameraman. Man, a camera dude took a bump. He did, man. What do you zoom in on? That's weird. Mm. Blair Witch. Okay, they're going outside now. Okay, all right. I actually like that. We need another cameraman. He's got to catch up. I love the furious running. It's like Raising Arizona, where he's walked, you're trying to run away with the huggies. <laughs> Radnick says Daredevil did a bear hallway fight. Yes. Oh, this wow. was the hallway fight from Daredevil. That would have been incredible. Mm. I mean, there's ladders, and Edge is known for TLC matches. How many cameramen do they have left? Because, I mean, they're down at least two in this match because one of them was Randy Orton and the other one was a guy that just got wiped out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Are they going to run out of cameramen? Are they going to have to resort to Triple H operating the camera again? Byron Saxon is solemnly talking about this was supposed to be the big return for Edge and la la la. And I'm like, well, who says he's it's not the big return? He he could win. Yep. Edge just got hit in the midsection, and I don't think he can move now. I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten a spear yet or even an attempted spear.
This is like, um, is it any which way you can, but or any which way, but where they uh, where Clint Eastwood and the other dude like fight through the streets? To what? You ever seen that movie? No. Any which way you can? No. Is it any which way you can or any which way but loose? I think it's any which way you can. I've not they have heard the, of this. The nasty fight. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Come on, man. Hmm. You don't know that? What year was that? Clint East, the 1980. Clint Eastwood is uh, Philo Beto, and uh, he's an uh, underground bare knuckle fighter, and he gets into this fight with uh, the East Coast champion, Jack Wilson. In the, hmm. So Clint Eastwood's a West Coast, Philo Beto, and Jack Wilson's East Coast. Hmm. And they finally get into this mega brawl. Um, and there's people like following them around on the streets and everything. Cause they're all gambling on it. Mm. It's got Clyde, the uh, orangutan looks to, uh, crap and, squ- uh, cop cars. <laughs> As Vera- <laughs> Is this still going? I think this pandemic will be over before this. <laughs> God, <laughs> I mean, uh, like I said, this, this show's going along. I mean, we're, you know, we're almost hour and 45 into this and we still have half of the main card to go. Oh, remember the whole thing was like they had to systematically decide how they wanted to put the two nights in order, yeah. you know, yeah. um, maybe they put too much on night one. Well, I mean, I mean, night two, I mean, the, the boneyard match. I mean, I'm just talking about like too much of the good stuff. Maybe it was on night one or at least I, that boneyard match was so like, I think, surprising for people that. I mean, it left everybody feeling really good, you know, and now they got to try to follow up on that. And it's tough. Well, I, and you look at this, this card, I mean, we still have the tag team championship match, which won't take that long. The right. fatal five way, which won't get much time, but the show's it's not keeping up the same pace as night one yeah. as well. That's if the you, other problem. If you let, if you, um, if you give the firefly Funhouse match 20 minutes and Brock Lesnar McIntyre, will take a little bit more time than a traditional, match i mean a traditional like bill goldberg match but yeah i don't know i don't know it's just the last night it was like there was it was snappy just the pace was really good yep. and they're not they're not doing that here tonight now the opening match deserved the amount of time they got Rhea and charlotte had a really really good match but like that the the otis ziggler match went too long the alistair black bobby lashley match didn't need to go that long and you well, knew that this one was going to get some time, but it's just like a wild, yeah. you know, brawl with no wrestling moves. They go around uh, the performance center. Yeah. Oh, Lord, what did he hit him with? One of the sandbags. Oh, my goodness. He just chucked that at Randy Orton. Yeah, this, this match is just. It's just drawn out. It's just not. Yeah. It's not interesting, I think, at a certain point. When does Christian make a run in? Orton's coughing to death. Edge is staring at his mangled left hand. What's going on with his finger? It almost looks like Edge's middle finger is kind of whacked.
you see Meltzer? <laughs> Meltzer tweeted, I was ready to confess the crimes that they've ended this Chinese water torture match eight minutes ago. Wow. That's uh that's rough. You gotta you gotta put some of these um you gotta put some of these things like that. I, I mean, I get Otis and Ziggler is a long ongoing feud, but you should have at least put Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley in the pre-show. Oh yeah, that's the one that to me went too long. It's just like I, I don't know what else they could do with this. I mean, you, you could cut out a big chunk of this match. I feel, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have missed anything. What's that light? Did y'all see that light? Yeah, that's a nice light, man. Nice filter on that thing, huh? No, there was a light in the background that kept popping up. Oh, there it is. Edge is going up on the ladder. Yep. You knew sooner or later that was going to come. DJ Mars Reed, great to see you guys back on the air. I've been listening to the program since the Orlando Dickerman days. DJ, thank you for watching along with us tonight and watching along on Facebook as well. We appreciate you. Remember that one year we had, oh, get ready. Edge is going to do a big spot. Look at, they're shooting it from the ground, so it looks like he's a 1,000 feet up in the air. Elbow drop. Now, that does not look as impressive as last night with Kevin Owens. No. Still a nice bump. Yeah. I mean, remember a couple years ago, we thought, or at least I thought, the um, Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match was going to be really good. And that was the match where they they changed the mat with like all the wacky uh, backgrounds, like the maggots and the worms and all that. People hated that match. It kind of feels like this is kind of similar in a different way, though. Well, you thought Bray Wyatt and Randy York could really tear down the house, and they just did not. And I feel like that's what happened here. It's just dull. It's just DNA. I guess we can just blame Randy Orton, huh? Like, that felt like a huge spot. But I feel like everything leading up to it's not been that exciting. And so that felt a little bit flat. Yeah. This is why you got to keep some things short because then it doesn't feel like this is as long necessarily. If you keep going at a good pace, look at that. Orton's cut. He's bleeding. He scraped up his back. I mean, it's bad enough that these guys are sweating on everything and they got disinfected. Now they got blood over it. Somebody on Twitter, I love watching wrestlers punch and kick each other on the PC for 20 minutes. Keep your dives and moves. This is real wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody online comparing the hanging piece to Chris Benoit. I never even thought that when it happened. Yeah, I did. That was not a great... I know they didn't intend it, but that's such a notorious thing about that murder-suicide that yeah, Probably but you know, I, I never even thought about that. I really didn't. Barry Boy says, hey, Brian and Michael, what's up, Barry Boy? Good to see you again. Can we talk about the tan on the referee here for a second? Good Lord. Yeah, I'm sure this is what Edge meant when he said, I'm going to go wrestle again. <clears throat> Everybody wants to take on AJ Styles now. Yeah, if you want to watch the the better well, version of this, 
right? Let me let me encourage you to check out our watch along with Sunday Night Heat from a couple of weeks ago. Hey, there's a forklift right there. Do you think Orton's going to use it like Mick Foley did or Mankind back oh, in the day? My gosh. Remember all the talk was that Randy and Edge didn't want anybody interfering in their storyline and they would handle everything? Yep. Maybe this is a spot where somebody should have intervened. Yeah, I feel like this needs a little bit of a... Like I said, I don't, I don't know what else they could have done. I mean, it's on night two after exciting night one. Uh, the last couple matches have gone too long. And then they're just, like we said, they're just punching and kicking each other all around the building. They should have shortened it. They just needed a better, like somebody just needed to produce this match better. But there's nothing innovative in this. There's nothing like, oh, we normally don't get to see that because it's outside of the ring. Yeah, it's like they're not utilizing their environment as well yeah. as we thought. You don't need the counts, says Randy. What's he going to do here? He's going to DDT him on the bed of the truck. Well, and my problem with this is what are we going to get from John Cena and the Fiend? Because if it's anything like this. Yeah. I mean, after they had such a good night one, I mean, if they don't have a good night two, that this is the way that people are going to remember WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, Drew McIntyre, Lesnar could. That opening match tonight was incredible. And I, I think, again, that's been the best match of the weekend outside of the Boneyard match. So, damn, he's like shaking his head. Come on, Edge. Um, but we're now two hours into the show, and everything else since then has been pretty much a letdown. And this match people were excited about. I, I think one of them is crying. I can't. Oh, my God. Is this thing still happening? It is. Oh, and I was just saying nice things about these guys two hours ago. I was too. I think everybody had high expectations for this match. It's just, it it reminds actually, you know, what it reminds me of is that, um, the Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles match for a couple of years ago, people hyped it through Mm -hmm. the roof and said it's going to be the greatest mania match of all time. And it was just, it was fine. I think this is worse. This is a worse match than that. But by the way, Edge just went on top of the trailer. Can we stop having him jump from high things? Like, I get that everything is protected, but can we please stop having the dude who's had multiple neck surgeries and had his career ended by them stop getting up tall places? Please. He's, he's all in his. Why is Orton going up there after him? Isn't this where they should film a stunt like he spears him off the trailer onto like the floor? Byron Saxon explaining we don't know what kind of injuries that Randy Orton could have right now. <laughs> this is John Ross Sapp on, on Twitter. Commentary calling this like it's a golf tournament certainly doesn't help. <laughs> I know, right? It's just like this isn't the Masters, everybody. But this match is 30 minutes long now. 30 minutes. <laughs> we didn't have a single match last night come close to 30 minutes, did we? Bill Hanstock, WrestleMania 36, brought to you by the all new Dodge Ram. Dodge like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> the longest match last night was 19 minutes. That was the Boneyard match. 
Oh, is he going for the kick? He's going to bring back the kick to the face? Oh, spear. <laughs> Our own Scott Fishman, Edge versus Randy Orton. Too big for one night. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I think Orton, while he's writhing in pain, should just accidentally roll off the top of the trailer, and then he can't get up. He's just doing push-ups right there, looked like. He's got to do another one, right? Another spear? He gets kicked when he tries for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. He gets the kick. Oh, RKO. RKO. I was thinking he might miss and hit the ref. They might have to go to... uh, Local medical facility after this. Oh my match. gosh! <laughs> Jesus, I think we've had enough last man standing matches after this. Oh my God, I just like it's. It just keeps going on. By the way, Edge is superhuman in that he's surviving. I know that there's no pinfalls, but he survived three RKO's. Yep. Like he, he stood up and immediately went back down. Orton's claiming the truck. He's got squatters rights on it. <laughs> My dodge. Can we can with somebody else not allow this match to continue? Like it's just it's just not stopping now. Oh, he's eyeballing a look at that ladder. That thing is huge. How big is that ladder? Look at that thing. Look at all the snacks right there on that table. Oh, my goodness. Dude, that ladder being there, that can't just be accidental, can it? And now Orton's going back up to the top of the trailer with a bunch of chairs. Seriously, have you ever seen a ladder that big? Not by the fire department? Nope. Wham! Chair shot to the back. Twitter is going nuts about this match going so long. Yep. Look at Francis. What if good old JR called this match? Can't get thrown off. You don't go up. That's a good point. Jeez. You got to go back. Is he going to start singing the uh, Back in Time uh, uh, Huey Lewis song from Back to the Future to him here or something? Got to go back. Don't do this, Randy. Don't do this. Why is the ref trying to talk him out of? Like he's trying to win a match, dude. Oh, my God. He's got him in a coquina clutch. So Edge is bringing out new moves because he used this on MVP. And now he's using it on Randy Orton. So this is how the please tell me this is how the match ends. He 
Randy Orton's passed out from the Coquina clutch. <laughs> Who would have called arm, that one? Edge's arm is still under it. Can he get out? He's going to slowly remove it. No, it's not. Ooh, okay. Thank God. Don't you? Oh, man. Dropping a that night bomb. It counts. He told That's... us to stop counting. <laughs> Why the hell would you do that to us, Edge? I uh, thought you were a baby face. That's a heel move. <laughs> Keeping this match going? Come on, man. Oh, he's crying because he had to kill his friend. He's supposed to be my friend. Look what I had to do to my friend. Look what you made me do. He's going to give him a concerto, isn't he? This is what Randy Orton forced him to do, to go to these depths. Because Orton did it to him, and now he has to return the favor. Orton did this to himself. Hmm. I think Randy might need neck surgery now. The referee, come on, just call the match, ref. Don't even count. Oh, come on. You can drag this out for another 10 seconds. 15 seconds as you call it to 10. I think he just woke Orton up. I think Orton was passed <laughs> out and they woke him up with a concerto. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. He ain't getting up. That's it. Ten. So, wait, the guy in the other room can hear that? <laughs> the guy in the other room can hear him saying ring the bell? Good Lord. James Storm, a very good, very physical last man standing match. He's got the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio gif of him uh, uh, clapping his hands. Storytellers says, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like both those guys. That one way too yeah, long. Come that on, that was man. not way too long. Are we still watching wrestling now? Good lord, can we go watch 36 minutes 41 seconds? Can't go in the other room and check and see where they're at. Thor 2. <laughs> I probably watched the entirety of Thor two in that. Maybe in that we could have watched the Boneyard match twice in that. Okay, can I just point that out? Yeah, almost twice. The Boneyard yep. match is nineteen minutes. Hmm. Oh, I'm just like my energy for the show is dead now. I know that's the it problem. Just killed then, my energy how, for the. How show. do you feel right now? If like you are. Um, any of the matches yet to come, like crap. Yep. Like this next match, whichever match we have no feeling for it though, because they yeah. pre-recorded all of this stuff, and and like whatever matches next, that's got to deliver. That has to deliver. Like, I almost think they have to do the tag team match here, just because you want to have some fun interjected back with the yep. Street Profits, or you do the women's. I would way. go Street Profits. Hmm. I don't know what the hell, because I don't know when they're going to put that damn um, 
funhouse match. Maybe they are going to end with that. I don't know. Five hour energy. Give me some of that right now, man. Mm. Jeez. Mm. I mean, it's nine o'clock at night. I normally don't like drinking coffee to sleep, but I might have to go fire up a cup. Uh, coffee doesn't keep me awake. It just makes me uh, get up in the middle of the night and have to pee. Uh oh, Snickers commercial drink. Rick Flair trying to teach Zack Ryder how to woo. Good Lord. <laughs> I like the confused Snicker bar. He's not confused now. I will oh, say Zach that. Zack Ryder just turned into Charlotte. People on Twitter, rightfully so, calling out Edge's acting performance during that match. And I think Edge did deliver a lot of emotion. Yes. And I thought he did a great job with that piece of it. Mm, we just witnessed a hellacious last man standing match. That went 18 minutes too long. Yep. Edge has... Uh-oh. Wow, 24-7. chasing Mojo for that title. Who was that? I'm not sure. Somebody's got decked with the clothesline. Good Lord. Who are all these people? Oh, my God. Dude, that's more than 10 people right there, okay? Yep. Uh oh, it's, oh they're going to fake like Gronk is going to do a dive off, or maybe he is going to do a dive off the big perch. Okay, that was not from very high, okay? I just want to point this out. There it is. Gronk is a 24-7 champion. Gronk knocked out 10 dudes with one jump. That's pretty impressive. I know. Who else down there? He kissed the title. I think that's a No Way Jose's posse. <laughs> and there's Gronk. He's got the belt, and he's going to run out of the building with it. You're supposed to host WrestleMania, dude. <laughs> he literally walked off the job. And now they're promoting uh, Edge's 24 show. That's a sweet house. God, do we really need this? Wasn't this match just a giant ad for? Hmm. Well, maybe they're showing this because if you didn't like that match, I promise you the 24 is a lot better. We need God. We got to have something, dude. I It's a slog now. I'm just like. The show's going to go on until 11 o'clock Eastern. Well, I mean, and that's the problem, the right? Which is like, like last night's show was, again, some complaints about some of the finishes, but pacing-wise, it was a good a good show. And you're going to give me three more hours tonight plus a pre-show? Okay, I can be down with that. Three and mm -hmm. a half more hours tonight. But what you can't do is give me 40 minutes of that in the middle of this entire show. Somebody, uh, somebody just tweeted because you know I was talking about Gronk winning the title. And just said, you were pretty close regarding Gronk. And I said, I knew he'd leave with the title. Yeah. 24-7 title pretty much is a world championship at this point, right? Yeah. By the way, can we talk about the underlying story of the night? Mm -hmm. The fractured friendship between Mojo Rawley and Rob Gronkowski. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. 
I'm I'm really worried about where those those two guys can go. Mm-hmm. What's this? Is this the last man standing match? No, this is the ta- this is a tag team match. That's Austin yep. Theory. You're right. Austin Theory making his WrestleMania debut. I wonder. Do you think he goes back to NXT or is he uh no a raw they guy? Lose. Yeah, they lose. He's going back to NXT. He better hope he goes back to NXT. They won't use him on the main roster. No, I mean. The second they brought up Angel Garza, I was like, he's gone from NXT. I mean, that dude is money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, should ever, is everybody like reminiscing about the Boneyard match again? Or like, I'm reminiscing about that last man standing match. Man. Well, everybody's trying to put the good moments in their head, I think, you know? I mean, it just you left on such a big high after night one. Yep. And then, I mean, and, and you know what the really sad thing about it is too is that like Rhea and Charlotte just kicked ass, opened the show up. I mean, just really kicked ass. Yeah. But they hit the brakes after that man, and they haven't gotten back on track. Yeah. Every match since then has gone on too long. Every yep. match. Yep. That match went 37 minutes. Yep. Alistair Black went seven minutes, and the Otis Ziggler match was just over eight. The Otis Ziggler match, let's see, one, two. Well, every match last night, except for the uh, Strowman Goldberg match, went longer, but still. You've got a 20 minute match and a 37 minute match in the show. Hmm. The longest match of night one went 19 minutes. And then the uh, the latter match went 18 and a half. That's rough. It's all right. Getting my, I'm getting my energy back, getting my mojo back, my mojo Raleigh back. It's tag team championship. I do like Street pre- Profits, so man. Most prestigious tag team championship in the entire world. Other Got than the cups, the other ones. Got the cups. Night one will give them three hours, but if they really want the full WrestleMania experience, we'll give them four hours on night two. So, do you think that uh, does uh, uh, Gronk does he wrestle in SmackDown or Raw now? Uh, I would say SmackDown. He's our SmackDown or Raw champion. All right, those of you guys who are just joining us, here's where we are. The belt just showed up. Yep, little belt graphic. It's sitting there, and they're faded away, and the referee's holding the belt up. A tag team match where both members of the tag team are there to defend the titles. Yes. Unlike the first night. Where we defend tag team titles in a singles match. Y'all just wait for our 37-minute recap of the Edge-Randy Orton match after. Yeah. I I do feel bad for Edge. I mean, the guy, I mean, and and you know what? I think that he's going to look at it in a different light, I'm sure. Um but you know, I, I don't think it's like, yeah, that, that was disappointing in, in what they did there. But at the same time, I'm glad Edge back. I don't wanna yep. yep. I don't wanna overlook that. And I can't wait to see what he does next. I mean, there's so many other great opponents for him to have a regular match with in the ring 
um, yeah. that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, no, no, no. And it takes nothing away from his. I mean, I make the joke, right? But it makes it takes nothing away from his return. Edge being back is great for the business. It's great for him. And that match would have been fine had it been half that length. And I think like, yeah. you have done more creative and then a stuff in there. But I think it was just too long. And, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It wasn't a terrible match. It's just been we've been watching wrestling now for how many days and hours and um, the pacing just wasn't what it needed to be. So, well, it's kind I, of like you. I mean, typically at this time of the night, say everything was on the same night, okay, of a regular yep. WrestleMania, there hits that lull in a WrestleMania where it's hard to keep the energy up because the show is so long. Yep. I do like them hyping up Zelina Vega here as being the one who organized this team and. Mm -hmm. they'll be using here it comes man you ready for it share a picture there you go Tim it's a hell of a picture yeah you you might want to change the scroll because you said Randy Orton and Edge is still going on oh it is don't worry (laughs) last man standing match is still happening somewhere oh god (laughs) (laughs) what an is there a, a uh, another universe that's uh, where it's still going on. Brian, there's the WWE universe. I know, but still. <laughs> uh, beautiful super kick. Hey, we got announcers that actually speak up and hype matches. Oof. All right. By the way, this is the same announcers we had in the last match. It's it's Tom and Byron. Those are yeah. speaking in their normal voices. Here comes. Wee! Off go the pants. He's got neon on. Don't put that man in front of a green screen. This is Austin Theory's big moment, by the way. So everybody better wake up. <laughs> Let me know if there's any bitches that pop up in this, as in the word, people, the word. Got to update my bitch counter. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any of that in this match. That could be wrong, though. I'm just glad Montez can move after that hellacious bump he took last week on TV. Good God. Mm. Kick out by Garza. Do you think Garza is going to be that next big hispanic star for uh, wwe well they've, they've been, been trying before. to they've, they've been they've been trying out a bunch of different stars to do it right we've had um andrade um i mean andrade's fantastic too i yep, mean i yep. they're start, they've done more with them you know over the last like six months to a year but yep. it felt like a missed opportunity when they first moved him from nxt to uh raw yeah yeah it could be gar i think garza has the potential they've got to settle on who it is for them as a company 
All right, this match should be coming to an end Uh-oh. in the next 30 oh, seconds. Oh, no, Montez. Do- oh, thank God. They- Look at how carefully they caught him that time. Did you see that? Yeah. I think we're, we're what, 60 seconds? Look at how careful they catch him. Thank yep. you. That's how to do it, boys. Look at Garza, man. He's getting to a moonsault. Oh, that beautiful was a beautiful moonsault. Beautiful moonsault. Yeah, <laughs> you tell him, promoting. If this was not WCW up. 90s booking, Austin Theory would be Austin Luger. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Bring it home, fellas. Send it in, Jerome. Send it in, Jerome. Gonna do another moonsault. Look at that. Look at how beautiful that moonsault is. I mean, Theory has to lose this match, right? I mean, he has to, to me. Yeah. Oh, I've got another picture for everybody, Mike. Let's see it. Ready for this, baby? Let's do it. You are going to love this one. Yeah, we go. There we go. New 24-7, 7-11-365-I-95 champion, Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Basically, yeah. He obliterated Garza. New champ. Mm. Ooh, geez. From the heavens. You ain't kidding. There it is. Austin Theory gets there. Paid. It is. Quick there it is. I will say this. If you want like just a little a fun experience, watching yeah. the Street Profits at full sale uh, in front of that jam-packed crowd there for NXT shows, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Montez Ford is screaming like crazy. <laughs> Oh, look at that beautiful frog splash. Man, that guy's athletic. Mm. All right. How many matches we got left? We're going to come down the. Whoa, 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 whoa. Garza. Oh, they're setting up for a rematch, dude. Yep. Raw tomorrow night. Jeez, that's all we need. No, no, Zelina. Oh, bye bye. This beating up Montez. Oh, Bian- Bianca Belair with the running. That's her husband. Oh, look at this. Oh, <laughs> Bianca Belair. This is it. This is great. Nice. Don't you put your hands on my man. I love Bianca Belair. Nice. This is fun. This is chaos. Give it to her. She's like, no. Give me the smoke. Boom. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Melina had it coming. <laughs> A shocker. Go, Shocking return. Man. I'm there. Uh, blows the kiss and smack on the hip. Mm-hmm. Look at Montez looking at his lady. 
<laughs> this is about to get dirty, man. Jeez. <laughs> yep. I've seen this movie before. Mine just dancing around this one his wife on his knees. Okay. No, this one ends. <laughs> so let's see here. There was four of them, plus the two run-ins, plus the oh, refs, plus the uh, announce team, plus the cameramen. Six. We're, uh, no, yeah. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We're on with thirteen people. Fourteen people. CDC guidelines. <laughs> Look at Bianca Belair getting a WrestleMania moment. Titus O'Neil. Hey, Titus. That's Gronk's job. He ran out of the building. <laughs> Titus O'Neil is taking over as the host of WrestleMania. Does WrestleMania need a host? No. I like how he's like, let's just keep it rolling. Then, like, why is he there to tell everybody to keep it rolling? Just. Keep it rolling. So what are we rolling? Yeah, like what are we rolling to commercial? Roll to yes. commercial. Not like the Undertaker. Keep the Undertaker rolling. Right now, go rolling. to wwwshop.com and get whatever discount on your are those titles you on sale. I would totally let me, uh, yeah. probably. I know you. What's the one you want? I want the winged. I want the uh, the round circle globe eagle eagle championship. No, oh, okay, the classic world championship. Yeah, not WWF the winged. Jeff, that's like oh, 50% off. 50% off, championships. off championship titles. Let's do this. Whoa, Wiseman, man. You're, go look right now. Go right now. <laughs> Wiseman's going to buy a championship belt while we're doing the show. Oh He's gosh. going to. Just don't tell your wife, okay? Stay here. Yeah, do, yeah, she's not watching this tonight. I think we're good. Mm. Okay. How much is this still going to be? Like 100 25 bucks or something Say big on titles that's me that's you i could buy the universal championship blue no, replica don't do that, 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 that. the kids all right so i have one Roll of down. these there's the north american championship <laughs> all right i could buy the red raw tag team championship oh, God, no there's the classic intercontinental whoop they're doing the women's uh smackdown match oh they don't have it where is it Sons of bitches. Wait, go back up. Did you, it wasn't there. I, gotta, I could buy the Fiend Universal title replica belt. They made a replica of the Fiend Championship. Oh, God. The one that cost $6,500 or whatever. Yeah, they made like a more affordable replica of it. By the way, this is an elimination match. So this match could go on for a little while, like 15, 20 minutes. This so NWO. The NWO for Life Hogan belt. Look at this. Good God. This is amazing. So what's the one that you want? Um, I want the rounded. Uh... Oh, they still have the eco belt for sale. Kind of want oh, one of wow. those. Wow. From last year's Mania? Yeah. I could get the Smoking Skull. That's pretty good. Why don't you get the European Championship one? Give it to Dilo. <laughs> the European Championship. It's big in Luxembourg. ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Holy moly. That's like a, a little replica one, though. Like yeah. a little kitty one. I could buy the Smoking Skull. Let's see what this one's. 309? Oh, my God. The price is 309? Oh, wait. It's on yeah. sale for 309. Then you get half of that. 
on select, on select titles. Oh, uh, what's the select ones? Let's go back up here. So the one I would want. Yeah, they don't have it. Bring it up on the internet. Show me which one you want. Let me find another picture of it. Let me just check one more time. Yeah. This one. Oh, that's horrible. This is the championship of the Attitude Era. Oh, that's not a good looking title. Yes, it is. Look at this. No, no, no. It says champion across the bottom. The Smoking Eagle one's good. Oh, get you know what, Fritzy? You've ruined it for me. <laughs> You've ruined this whole thing for me. They Where's the, that they've championship? Got, they've got the smoke there. See, right there, right there, right there. You no, want no, me to no, buy no, this no. one? Right, right below. Go down, straight down. Right there. That's the one you want. No, it's not. This one's ugly and yeah, small. Yeah, the Eagle Championship. That's a good it's one, ugly man. And small. What do you tell? Blow up that eagle one. Show me the full screen on that. Come on, it's man. That's a good I one. can't. I can't. It's too small. <laughs> Click on it. Look how small this thing is. Oh, that's a nice one, man. Oh, boo. That's uh, that's the 80s championship. Come on, man. Boo. Yeah, the 80s before Wiseman. I don't think they have mine. Hey, man, we got a rave going on over here at the PC. Well, the good to know I get my NWO side plates if I buy a championship. See, this is why Gronk shouldn't have run out of the building. Imagine him in that that tiger jacket dancing around with the rave going on, Naomi. All right. Feeling the glow? This commemorative title belt. United States Championship. I can buy the original WWE title. You can buy the NXT Championship. You know, it's not considered a real-world title by some what? outlets. Yep. They don't even have that one for sale right now. Mm. Once you get the eco title, then guess it's the eco title. Had to bag. It's still not on sale. I don't mm. know. There's no. It's not half off. Well, you no code have... needed. Nineteen. Exclusions apply. I like how it's select titles are on sale, and it's only like two of them. Boo. <coughs> Boo. Well, that was a big hubbub about nothing. Sorry, man. I'm just glad to see they've released a more affordable version of the Fiend Championship. Mm. Why don't you get that thing? What a collector's item that is. Yeah. Well, it's not the... It's the replica. It's not the full-on... Do you think anybody paid the over six grand for that title? I don't know. I do not know. Maybe. I'd be very curious... To see if somebody uh, actually shelled out that kind of money. Yeah. I think it's a super creative championship. The fact that it was designed by Tom Savini is incredible. If you're a horror fan at all, it's exactly what you want. I mean, it's awesome. But, you know. <laughs> Properly promoting. Says, if the million dollar championship is under 400 bucks, that is a good investment. Mm. <laughs> All right, final predictions. You're sticking with uh, Sasha Banks in this match? I'm going with Sasha, yep. Just for those of you guys wondering where we are on the broadcast. 
Ref is so holding the, up the championship. Uh, by the way, the WWE championship match and the Funhouse match are the last two matches. I'm I'm starting to really think that the Funhouse match is going to close the show. Yeah, it could be. Which would mean I don't think Drew's going to win it. He could, but I don't know if it would feel as big to everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, WWE would argue it doesn't matter when he won it, but we... No, it's different, you know. <laughs> All going after Tamina. <laughs> Ratnik says it's called a piss break, not a lookup replica titles break. <laughs> wow. Look at this. Tamina knocking everybody down. Damn, she hit Lacey Evans with a hey, stiff hit. Hey, question. Do you think uh, Bianca is going to be back in NXT, or do you think uh, she's no, uh, she's, she's going to be she's raw. main roster? Yeah. Main roster? Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, she's main roster. Could buy 24-7 title in honor of Gronk's victory tonight. I don't think we're going to see that title for a while. I got to give props to Michael Cole. I think his commentary has been very focused as of late. And oh, yeah. Very, very effective, especially. I don't think he's got night. a producer yelling at him in his ear every time to say so. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. It's good work. But, I mean, Michael doesn't need one. He knows what is expected of him Yeah, from Vince and everybody else. So Michael's always gotten a bad rap to me. Well, and again, he's doing a job for Vince McMahon. And he knows what Vince Man wants, and I don't think it's reflective right. on all of his skills. But he's delivering the product the way his boss is asking him to deliver. That, it, that's right? what he's being paid to do. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So yep. people can get mad at him, but I'm like, he's doing the job that he's he was asked to do. He's paid to do. You know, I'm like, trust me. There's we've all been in positions where there's things we don't want to do at our job, but we're right. we have to do. And if you don't want to do it, quit your job. Well, double team maneuver. What the heck? Why did Lacey like go into a flip? Yeah, I don't Which, know. I don't know. They just did the dozy do swing your partner yeah. round and round. Hmm. Yeah, Lacey Evans. God, I would love to see Lacey Evans walk out of this. The walk out of this with the championship. No, I I would not. Why not? <laughs> No, she's come around so far and, and her new gimmick, the new Liberty Bell gimmick is exactly what it needs to be for her. She's great at that. I'm not there with her yet. All right. I think, I think she's gotten better. I mean, I think they put her in a very tough position because I think she just needed to get more experience. And they not yeah. only put her up on raw, but they had her go against Becky right after Becky won both. Well, titles and they did they didn't give her a, a character gimmick right. that did her any favors either. Yeah. Exactly. Like she's she's thrived as the all American hero. Like I think the fans have responded much better to that and it feels a lot more genuine. Yeah. But I don't know. Look at that she's trying to schoolgirl her the <laughs> Tamina and she can't do it. <laughs> Tamina's like in a war path out here. Somebody gonna get eliminated here? Nope. We'll see. What was the longest match? Thirty-seven minutes. Let's see if this one will go. 40. I don't. This is not going longer than Edge Norton. <laughs> Good God. This don't one is a. This is a brutal personal story here. Come on. Don't Fritzy. you say that, man. Don't you dare. 
<laughs> that last match went six minutes and 20 seconds. That yeah. is the, if you don't count the kickoff show matches, that is the second shortest match between the two nights of WrestleMania so far. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Michael Cole. Telling how the referee doesn't know the rules of the match. <laughs> Good lord! Can everybody get on the same page here? Can we? Can we teach the referees and the announcers? Yeah. Man. Here we go. Oh, look at that! Sasha saves Bailey. Boom. Here we go. Oh, I got a feeling Lacey's going to go down here pretty soon. Oh, no, she rolls out of the room. They're quiet right You're now. You're really quiet. Yeah. What the hell? We're just, everybody's going to stare at everybody now? And nobody's saying anything? This trio was an important is some, part is of somebody the in the background going like talk, talk, talk or something? Oh, Tamina wants an alliance. There you go. Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha all go. want. Boom! And then Tamina with a super kick on Sasha. That alliance did not last very long. Nope. Oh, little team bad reunion right there. Didn't last. Oh, Naomi. look at that. Naomi with a stunner. Did you get her? I dig. Nope. I dig Naomi. Yep. Yeah. Standing moonsault. Oh, the double pin. And Tamina kicks out of that, too. When Tamina leaves as a SmackDown champion, I'm going to laugh. Ew. Sasha just went 619. Oh. Little, little Eddie Guerrero action right there. Ooh, Tamina gone. Yep, took everybody. That's what I'm talking about. I think we all saw that Tamina was probably going to be eliminated first in this match, but they just let her destroy everybody first. Yep. So now Lacey and uh, Naomi are going to work together against yep. Uh, yep. Sasha and Bailey. Yep. Mm-hmm. This just feels like a match. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I could be uh down with this thing ending a little bit. Sooner. It almost feels like just it's funny because it's not like in past years or like okay, WrestleMania with the kickoff show started at five o'clock Eastern, and then you know, we're thinking it's gonna go till at least midnight. And like I expect this show to go to like 
eh, 10 30 i would say maybe yeah maybe a little but it just feels longer than that it feels yep. like uh it feels like a continuation of last night and not in a yep. good way yep i mean i know why they're giving some of these people time to work but I could. I mean, yeah. It's WrestleMania, right? This this is the problem that they had when it came to doing eighteen matches for WrestleMania. I mean, at some point it was going to get a little bit tedious, and you know, you're trying different things. Some things are going to work. Some things are not going to work. And you know, they're trying to get everybody on the card. Yeah. (laughs) JBL, you got to be there till the end. Thank you, JBL. The whole purpose of this match is to Mm -hmm. be there till the end. So you had Sasha. She knows the cat that makes some noise out there. She's barking at Naomi. Come on, it's glow time. time. It's glow time. That's Orlando's own Naomi right there. Oh, look at that. She tried to she did a sunset flip over the top and uh, almost pinned both Bailey and Sasha. Naomi is a friggin' athlete. She is. <laughs> I love a little sliding slap there. That's fantastic. Naomi is an incredible athlete. Just yeah. incredible. Uh-oh. Look at that stunner. Stunner. Boom. Mm-hmm. The rear view. Nice oh, kick. Shining yeah. wizard to the face. Naomi's all over it right now. Nope. She got her locked in to whatever this thing is called. Boom. Oh. I needed to say the head. Damn. And that's it. Backstabber. I mean, yep. Backstabber. Bank statement. She's going to tap. Tap, 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 tap. All right, here we go. I forgot Evans was still on this. Yes, she's just (laughs) been hiding out on the floor. Go dance to the back. Wow. (laughs) It's cold. It's cold. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, mommy. Come on, mommy. Jeez. Two on one. It's two on one now. I'm curious to see how they're going to do this finish. Do not have all the time in the world. Do not listen to her. Yeah, the referee. You have all the time in the world. No, no, please, no, you no. don't. What happened to time limits? They made wrestling shows so much better. There's a curfew on this show. Come on, man. I don't want to be stuck in New Jersey traffic anymore. We're sick of this. According to Sasha, Lacey's pants match Sasha's hair. Oh. Is this what she was trying to do before? <laughs> Double pin? It's over. 
No. Oh, she kicked out of two. Two women. She really wants it. That's passion. It's just a matter of time. I like how Bailey's jaw with the referee's like, that was just a two count, okay? That was a two. <laughs> this is classic Banks and Bailey, whatever that means. Sure. Is her nose bleeding? Or is that just yeah, her that's nose what I was going to say. Oh, shit! She just hit Sasha! Oh, what? no. What? Oh, no. Come on. You've got to eliminate Bailey here. Build She's up trying. the intrigue of a new champion. She's trying every pinfall attempt, and boom! Bailey just decks her. And Lacey gets out. Yeah, I thought That's Bailey's it. nose was bleeding there, too. I don't know what would that was. It might be her, her nose ring. I That's think it's more, it's more exciting if Lacey can eliminate Bailey here, and you know you're going to end up with a new champion. That makes a more fun match. Oh, Sasha's mad at Bailey. <laughs> Let's focus on the task right here. Oh, that was awkward. Oh, snap. Bye-bye, Sasha. Well, by the way, our these... buddy Jay Reddick on Twitter, I really like the Edge Orton match at WrestleMania, but I get the feeling I'm in the minority. What did you think? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, look at that. Bailey yeah. tried to save Sasha and push her out of the way, but it backfired. I like when they play the replay. Back, you can hear Cole and GBO in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish so often they let the champion make it all the way to the final elimination. And I wish you wouldn't. I think it's a little bit more exciting sometimes. Let the champion get eliminated earlier on. Promise us a new a new champion halfway through the match. It's an exciting way to go. Oh yeah, her nose is bleeding. It is yeah. busted. That's that's where she has her nose ring. That's why. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm starting to get the feeling that Lacey might win here. Told you. I think if Lacey wins here, that means Drew is not winning. Hmm. Interesting. Look at all your babyface wins tonight. I mean, Charlotte, but otherwise. I mean, could we be wrong? Could it be? Of course we could. There's been plenty of times where we thought something was going to happen and it didn't happen. You know? well, I was going to say, could we be wrong? Could Lesnar win and then John Cena win to close out the show? Uh, hey, man, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. All right. All right. Did Sasha totally disappear or is she still out there to help her friend possibly? Or to interfere against her friend. Yeah. Damn. Right into the pole. Writhing in pain. Wham. Nice. 
It's starting to feel like this is going a little bit long at this point, too. Yep. Not every match needs to go. I'm telling you what, I mean, you had that long match to open it up and I was cool with it, but you can't have this many long matches. Like, they didn't quite get the balance right between the two nights. You could have put over, like, this match could have been put on last night's match. Mm-hmm. Put this on last night's card. Pull over Becky and, Becky and Shane. I guess you didn't want to do two one-on-one women's tag match. I mean, like, women's yeah. championship matches, but... Becky's still, or uh, Sasha's laying on the floor dead. Oh, look at this. She's going to use the tag rope. Why is the tag rope still out there? It should have... There's no reason for the tag ropes to be out there right now. Remember, there's even, even though there's only two people left in this match, it's still a no DQ match. You're finally paying for it. It's the bail. Mm. Mm. Cole is trying to make something out of this match. Yes, he, he is, is, he is trying. Cole is a professional, dude. He is oh, he's yeah, doing a great absolutely. job. Doing a great job. Have you liked the Bailey as a heel? Eh, I think it started off strong and then it just didn't go anywhere. I think she's yeah. been weak in the last couple of months. It's too bad they never took advantage of her when she first came to you know, Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and totally embraced that character and what it could have been. Well, they've just done all this weird stuff with Sasha Banks for so long that I think it's just fallen flat. All right, bring it home. 90 seconds. Let's get this done. Uh-oh. Women's right could be out of out of the equation. Let's see. All right. Uh, about Cole saying that Lacey's going to go up to the top for a moonsault, but she's not. Well, she does the uh, twisting where she turns around in midair and the ropes first. Holding her arm, though. Oh, she's going to give her the salute. Boom. Man, she killed her with that moonsault. Oh, Bailey kicks out. Forty-five seconds. Her right hand isn't working. This is a very pretty moonsault. Yes. I mean, she's damn athletic. I mean, be able to do that kind of a move where you jump. Yep. You know, land on those ropes and do do the moonsault. There's Sasha. She's gonna help her friend. Yep. Look All right. Fifteen that. seconds. What did I tell you? I called the ending of this match. Yeah, you did. Ninety seconds ago. Look at that. <laughs> that was almost almost on the money. Look at that. Do you have the rundown over there in front of you or something? <laughs> God, <laughs> that was almost to the second. By the way, what kind of friendship for Sasha helping out her friend Bailey? She felt so bad. I thought they end this match with dissension. Instead, maybe their friendship is tighter than ever before. No, I bet she, I bet they're still going to go this route. I think she gives it back to her, but Sasha's the one who wants to take it from her. 
Not only that, she's putting it around her waist. Holding up her arm. What a friend. Bailey's kind of looking at her like, okay, what's this all about? Hmm. So last night show only lasted another 14 minutes. Yep. Well, you could you could get in. Drew and Brock could be seven, and then Firefly Funhouse could be seven. Oh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have our commercials. We gotta have our ads. So five minutes yeah. each. I think the show's gonna end probably closer to like ten thirty. Thirty, yeah. It just feels longer than that. I mean, we went into last night's show, and the show went three and a half hours for the main card. We'd be like, "Oh, that was nice, man!" Uh, yeah. Like, swift the uh, three and a half hours, and then here tonight we're like, "Oh my god, this show's going on forever." Yeah. Yeah, I just think that Edge Orton match took some of the steam out of it, and so many lengthy matches tonight, right? Yes. Like, yes. you did not need to give Otis and Ziggler that much time. You don't need to give Black again. If you'd pulled off the Black and Lashley match, it might feel different too. You would have saved fifteen minutes there. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Like the well, Black seven, match, I guess the, yeah. the Black match went just over seven, and Otis went just over eight. But I mean, yeah, you know. By the way, that match right there went nineteen and a half. That's longer than anything we saw in night one. We've had three matches tonight go longer than any match on night one. WWE just can't help themselves. They just cannot help themselves. All right. Hollywood next year. Uh, do you think that we will be getting WrestleMania in Los Angeles next year? Yes. Do you think the world will be back to normal and uh, we'll have yes. a WrestleMania? Enough for WrestleMania to happen by then. E. Paul B. I think with a crowd, the matches would not seem as long. Uh, maybe. You, you might be right. Yeah, I think I think by next year it'll be fine. I think, I mean, not things could still be happening, right? But I think that the world will be back to normal enough. Have you heard how like AMC is struggling right now that like with the shutdown and everything that they've their credit ranking has been pushed back and are pushed lower? Really? Movie theaters are going to struggle because they can't make any money until yeah. studios well, are releasing movies again, maybe in July, right? Maybe. Well, with AMC, it's funny because like I have the monthly like Stubbs A-list yeah, number. We do too. Yeah. And uh, mine was about to renew and like within hours before it's going to renew, I went online to, to not renew it, right? Because it yeah. automatically renews. And I was in a queue in the chat. When I first got in there, I was like number 630, 630. Oh my gosh. So it took like 40 minutes, but they canceled it. No problem. And then like the next day I got an email from AMC and it was saying to everybody, like, if you're a Stubbs A-list member, we yeah. are going to freeze your account. So yeah. you won't be charged until everything guys get back to normal. Well, yeah, the problem is if you can't, well, they're doing John Cena against Bray Wyatt. They're doing the Funhouse match first. Yep. Oh, Drew's winning the title. Yep. A funhouse match. Okay, let's see what they do here. We're going to do the promo package first. Well, last night they didn't want to do this. It was a smart move. Let's see how this, yep. this works tonight. Because even if it does work from a standpoint like this is a really good, fun match, is it going to take away from the McIntyre-Lesnar match? So... You remember when wrestling had fans, man? 
Man, that was the day. Tell me about it. Good God. Ugh. I mean, my Lakers are finally really good. And like the NBA season, they haven't announced it officially. It's over. They're not crowning a champion this year. Nope. Nope. Lakers were think- doing, yeah. Lakers were having a hell of a season, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like legit, like you'll back like a, a couple of months. I it, like dawned on me, like, hey, I booked my trip to Ireland, like during the NBA finals. And I was like, man, the Lakers could be in the finals. And I might not be able to watch the games or like they would be taking yep. place like it in the middle of the night, you know? Yep. And uh, that was like my biggest worry at the time. <laughs> How stupid am I? Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, all oh, this happens and, you know, the world's been turned upside down. Yeah, I mean, my problems are very minuscule compared to plenty of other people. So it's sure. not what was me, but um, I mean, I don't think we're going to have a baseball season this year either. No, it's yeah, I don't think so either. I know or it's going to be talk- very shortened. It's going to be very shortened. I, I don't see how they can do it. I mean, or at least not have fans there if they do it. But even that comes with a lot of risk. So this has been a pretty good build. I got to give this 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 oh, yeah. feud credit like. John Cena showed up. He's had great promos. He set the right example. Bray Wyatt has come out there and and he's done what he always does, right? So it's been good. But the video package for this is very good. Yep. John Cena, like hanging out with all the celebs in Hollywood on the red carpet. Yep. That lantern is so creepy. I wonder if in future years, fighting Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania will start becoming a bigger thing, right? Fighting the Fiend. Like, can we see the Fiend slowly get elevated to that old taker spot? Possibly. Oh, my God. Isn't that one of the criticisms or the biggest criticism about him is, like, his matches haven't been that great? Yeah, I think and Maybe so. if they kind of keep him in a special style... By yeah. the way, do you think do you think you're gonna wrestle this match with a red light on the entire time? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Like, that's like the last thing we need. We get properly promoted. Heyman. Heyman finally turns on Brock. We saw that years ago, and he, hey, he went with the big show. Big show shows up tonight. Big show debuting tomorrow, right? To promote his tonight. Netflix show, yeah. <laughs> Builds towards uh, we could get Big Show versus Gronk, title versus title. Oh, um, geez, money in the bank. <laughs> I am curious to see what they do here. I am excited. I, 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 I'm I am, yeah, this we're in a spot now where it's like not that it's been like the worst show or something like that, but we, we need something to save the show. To get people yeah. talking like in a positive manner. Yeah, I think it's just know? been very like it's just been kind of on auto- autopilot to a certain extent. So, mm-hmm. can you imagine if both nights oh, wait, of Mania? Wait a second. With- this isn't on location somewhere else. Oh no. Oh no. Hmm. Mm. Okay. My enthusiasm is quickly waning. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hmm. 
Well, the problem is, too, they hyped this as though it was going to be something special. Oh, here we go. Wyatt's already screwing with the production of this match. Yep. It will never, never end. Hey, it's Bray Wyatt, everybody. <laughs> that's awesome i'm starting to feel better about this now yeah. let's see Wait, a Cena versus Cena match is what I've always wanted. Oh my god. He just says he's gonna face his most dangerous opponent yet himself. Cena versus Cena. I like it. Maybe it'll be Abandon All Hope, ye who exit here. Gangster Cena versus Oh yeah, John Cena's <laughs> in the funhouse. Oh no. So he showed up to the arena and he was transported into the funhouse. Yes. Okay. There's Ramblin' Rabbit. <laughs> Ramblin' Rabbit telling John Cena where to go. Go on, bro. <laughs> John Cena is going to go out that door. It's got the warning on it. Abandon all hope, you who exit here. Oh. Okay. This is not quite the cinematic masterpiece that Boneyard match was yet, but okay, I'm still right. Ryan Alvarez is saying that the Funhouse match is a WWE production. Taker and AJ was the NXT crew. Ha! <laughs> That's going to be awesome to compare. Uh-huh. In other words, Jeremy Borash did the uh, the other one. Yeah. Uh-oh, there's evil Vince McMahon. This is good. <laughs> He's walking down in memory Earthless lane. Ruthless aggression. That's like when Cena first came out to the ring. You wanted to show you had the ruthless aggression. Yeah, this Bray Wyatt is uh, basically copying Kurt Angle. They're showing a shots of Kurt Angle and Bray Wyatt. Love this. The original John Cena. Oh, John music. Cena's coming out of like yes. his original tights. So this is supposed to be emblematic of the John yes. Cena Kurt Angle match. Yes. From when Cena first 
debuted. Do you like that they have the SmackDown fist there? Yes. Say what you will, man. John Cena's in excellent shape. Do you think he kept those trunks, or do you think he had to buy new ones? No, he had to buy some new ones. Probably still didn't fit him anymore. Yeah, ruthless aggression. Good Lord, what is going on here? This is weird. Bray <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt saying Johnny Boots and Tights is back. Going back to his childhood. John's going to chase after him. <laughs> Macho Macho Mercy and Mr. Buck Bussman. Bussman. Mr. McBossman. Saturday night's main event. Playing the classic stuff. music and everything, too. Stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Saturday night's main Saturday event. Saturday night's main event. All right. There we go. <laughs> There's the uh, old blue steel cage. Yes. Muscle man, muscle man Bray. Yep. You can't hurt it. That's what his shirt says. You can't hurt it. <laughs> Properly promoting says this is way better than the boneyard. Sorry. I don't agree yet, but it's it's cool. I'm digging it. How is this going to turn into a match? This is the match. The match is in your mind, Brian. I guess. There he is. That's right, big daddy. <laughs> Look at those veins. <laughs> They're cutting Hulkamania promos. <laughs> You're going to pay for the whole seat, but only use the edge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> Look at Cena. <laughs> Look at Cena right there. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> He can't move his arms. His arms are dead. <laughs> oh, Bray calls him an egomaniac, basically. And here we go. The fist. Okay. Oh, you turn. Yes. Uh, yes. That's the Babe Ruth. Yes. Man, yes. Life, John yes. Cena. Yes. Yes. I'm back. I'm back for the word life. Look <laughs> at Bray Wyatt dancing to the word life music. Yes. All the puppets are dancing to it. <laughs> that SmackDown fist is incredible. How'd they get that done? They had to shoot that up. They shot this up in Stanford, didn't they? Yeah. Actually, to get that fist, right? I think so.
Oh, he just brought up Husky Harris. Oh, no. Huh. Slept for opportunity. You're blowing every chance. I think that counts. What do you think? Good life. There it is. Oh, the uh, sad music for Bray Wyatt. Oh. Bray's going deep on this one, man. Get the sad yep. piano music. Mm, John's not a hero, according to Bray. He's a bully. <clears throat> How physical do you think they're going to get in this match? It's 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 all mind games. So yeah, far. yeah. Maybe they don't get that physical, and I'm okay with it. Do you think they play let's get physical at some point? <laughs> mm. Bray's giving him the floor. Okay. Here we go. And he totally whiffed. Bray White's using a teleportation. Yep. And he's got a chain and wham. So what scene do we get next? Mm, good question. And we get the classic Bray Wyatt. Do we not get NXT Bray Wyatt? That'd be... This is the great Bray Wyatt right here. That was something to see Bray when he first came up and people were yep. singing with him and chanting and everything. I don't think WWE ever really realized what they had in him. I mean, he literally could control the entire arena through his promos. Time to rewrite my own story, according to Bray. So he's going to go. So was he going to try to go back in history and reclaim what he thinks is his that was taken by John Cena or the contract or whatever? Six years ago, you made the wrong choice, cowboy. They're going back to the match from six years ago. Yep. 
Cena what was the storyline? Was he was trying to convince John Cena to go evil, right? Yes, and he wouldn't do it. So now he's going to do it, and Cena takes a swing at him, but Bray Wyatt isn't there. He suddenly disappeared. He he teleported somewhere else. Oh, what? oh my what God! We got this? Nitro. NWO Monday Nitro. Oh my God! Bray's a member of the Wolf Pack. He's acting like he's Eric Bischoff. Yes, yes. Oh my God! What the hell? So basically, he's taking on the personalities of people from the past. He took on Kurt Angle before. Now he's taking on Eric Bischoff. Here comes Cena doing. He's acting like he's the uh, Hollywood Hogan. Yep. Well, that's always been the, the the riff, right? People wanted him to become Hulk Hogan, and so if John Cena turn heel. He takes this the chair a- and tries to hit Bray Wyatt with it. He turns heel. Yes. Right. And now he's Hulk Hogan. God, can you imagine a heel John Cena this day and age? Cena just took off the hat. I don't think he's uh, going to play the games anymore with uh, Bray. Yep. There. Oh, he's attacked Bischoff. I mean, Bray. Showing the the sign from the Cena wins, we riot. Yeah, they're showing all the times that he lost at WrestleMania. He's letting out that aggression on Bray Wyatt, which turned into oh. the pig puppet. Yeah, and now he's uh he's George John Cena. And there's the fiend. This has got to be a total Bray Wyatt creation, like yeah. where they're going with this, right? Yeah. There's the mandible claw. And let's see if we get Sister Abigail here. Connor Casey, I thought the Boneyard match couldn't be topped. I was wrong. He thinks this match is better. Hmm. I don't think this is better yet because it's just, it's a little too wacky. Like, it's good. It's whatever it needs to be for Bray Wyatt. And I think, like, he's doing some. Bray Wyatt is counting Bray Wyatt for the pin. He has counted the pin. Like, this is like outside the box stuff. And I dig that about it. But there was something really special and cohesive about the Boneyard match. Match is over. The Fiend wins, pins him with the mandible claw. And John Cena disappears. He's gone. It's over. Maybe he should fight uh, Seth Rollins. John Cena is done. The Fiend gets his mojo back. There you go. Hmm. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Titus Titus like, what? (laughs) <laughs> Nobody does, Titus. Nobody knows what we just saw. Well, they didn't do too much. They didn't need yeah. to do too much. They told a wild out of the box story that you know is probably not gonna be for everybody, but for some people they're gonna really like it. And I can see why that didn't close out the show. Yeah, I can see why too. And now you're gonna have 
Brock Lesnar, one of their biggest box office stars against, you know, Drew McIntyre and see yeah. if Drew can you know, claim the championship and fulfill like his redemption story. Yes. Yeah, so let's advertise money in the bank again. I, that match, I mean, it is what it is, but the, uh, the night before the boneyard match was much, much better to me, much better. I agree. I, I think the Boneyard match. The Boneyard match was more of a fight. There was It was yeah. more cinematic. You had the music. You had the entrances. You had everything with it. You didn't have to overthink about it. It was just yeah. two guys fighting, you know? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's 11 after. So, yeah, they're going to have about 1030 tonight. Showed the video package here. You still feeling, um, all right, McIntyre winning? I think so. I think so too. I I have a hard time believing they're not going to end this show with the big baby face uh, vanquishing, you know, the beast. I agree. If you're going to end with this match, you've got to. This match just feels so much longer than last night. And yeah, like we're only 10 minutes over right now. Yeah, we're only but 10 minutes I, over. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think the problem is that match in the middle that Randy Orton, I don't want to keep harping on that match because I, I know, again, it was what it needed to be in Edge's mind or Andy Orton's mind. And I would always rather the talent have the creative say and myth a little bit than them not have that opportunity. Right. Yeah. But, but I think that match was so long and we've had so many lengthy matches tonight that has just made this whole show. Yeah. Feel a I little mean, bit. Sometimes shorter is better. Less is more, yep. you know? Yep. Yep. All right. WWE just sent out a clip and they put it on YouTube of Gronk winning the title. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Again, give a shout out to you all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us in this journey. Four hours and 10 minutes later, we're getting ready to go into the final match of a WrestleMania that was just too big for one night. Mm. I think that one match was too big for a night. I think it was too big for one match. What it was. I, 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 I think we could have hit this whole show on one night if it wasn't for that match. Yep. Yep. Although I, I like this. I like the two night, the two night format. I think it works. 
our buddy Wei Ting from Post Wrestling. That was like the most respect I've ever been given as a longtime WWE fan. A mm-hmm. an effing masterpiece. Talk about the Firefly Funhouse. It's true. They trusted us to interpret that in our own way. That's impressive. Well, they did a lot of callbacks, and it's something that Vince doesn't like to do. He doesn't like to yep. look at the past. He's like, nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers that. Yep. Well, what did they do? They bring out stuff that everybody remembers. Yep. All right. Let's see if Drew gets his moment here. Here we go. How long does this match take? We got 10 minutes here. We're done by 1030. So Uh, I think it goes 15 minutes. I think I think with entrances, it's 15 minutes. Yes. I hope they have a really good match here. I bet it will be fun. I bet it will be explosive. I bet it will be everything that Braun Strowman versus Goldberg was not last night. How much are we going to get Paul Heyman talking? Because there's got to be some trash talking in this, you know? Oh, yeah. There's got to be noise in the Yeah, yeah. He's going to be adding. Yeah, Paul Heyman. Oof. Yeah. Well, Heyman's got to introduce his guy, too. No way he's going to let the ring announcer do it. I'm yawning. I'm sorry. I didn't have I've a good appetite. <laughs> I had to have this. Uh, I've been. I've been just eating whatever's around me now, trying to stay awake for this last bit. But we're almost there, Brian. I know. Two nights of WrestleMania. So hey, you know, just just remember where we were at last year for WrestleMania compared to this year. Okay. The only place to go up from here is for us to live broadcast Wrestle Kingdom 15. Oh my God! Two <laughs> nights, middle of the night. <laughs> don't even say that, man. Don't. I ain't doing that, man. All right, here we go. Bomb. Brock, Brock Lesnar, who was Bomb. pissed he didn't Bomb. get to record his match first. He had to wait to record his match. <laughs> Wasn't that the talk that Brock showed up and was like, no, we're going to take my match right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, no, we got all this stuff planned. It's like, I don't care. It's true. Juicebox is right. If Heyman promos, you can add to the bitch count. <laughs> uh Yeah, at least they got good use out of the uh, all the 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 pirate uh, stuff for the graphics. Yep. Here's what I will say too. Okay, again, take out my criticisms about COVID nineteen and coronavirus. I've actually been surprised and pleasantly surprised at some of the things they decided to do on these two shows. Rhea Ripley, the Firefly Funhouse match. The Boneyard match. Crowning Strowman was unexpected. Mm -hmm. They've done some outside-the-box stuff that I did not expect this time, so don't want to overlook that. McIntyre is staring a hole through Lesnar here, man. It's like he's not backing down from... He's not even standing in his corner. He's like in the middle of the ring here. He's standing up to the beast. Look at that. They didn't have even have payment introduce uh, uh, Lesnar. Mm. Watch, this is going to go two minutes. Yep. Does Les does does McIntyre just squash Lesnar here like Lesnar mm. squashed so many opponents before? Ooh, no. These guys are just going to pound on each other. Yes. This is going to be physical. 
you start off with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte and end with this. I love it. I'm I am here for this. Boom! There's a Claymore. Already. Already. Nope. Oh, he kicked out. This announced team. Look at them. They are selling the hell out of this. <laughs> Heyman's like, what the hell just happened? You just need to have Heyman reacting to every match in the card. Mm-hmm. He's, He's going to hit it again, isn't he? Get up. Get up. This reminds me of Seth Rollins yep. hitting the Heyman three. Gave him, see, he can hear Heyman. There's no crowd. There's Suplex yep. number one. He can sit the, you know. Lesnar yeah. can hear Heyman, and Heyman said, look out, he's going for another one. Without the crowd noise, yeah, the manager means so much more. Oh, suplex number two. Uh, it's, it's not a sounding, it's superhuman. Yes. Boom. He's going for another suplex. Look at it. And number three. There we go. One of Brock Lesnar's three moves in his arsenal. Where are the other uh, two? F5 and a mm-hmm. shooting star press. <laughs> and a shooting star press. <laughs> if you're counting that, he's got two moves in his arsenal. <laughs> hey, <Chief. laughs> <tell> you. <laughs> Let's go for an F5. There's the other move. Oh, no. No, he kicked it right. at one. You he gotta hit that up. shooting star press. He up. Put him away. Drew's like, I'm not even taking the two. I'm yeah. taking one. He hooked up like immediately. Look at, at Lesnar. Lesnar takes that as an insult. Lesnar like, got what? his haircut right before COVID 19. He's like, no, no, no. High and tight. That's right. He's like, he he takes that as an insult. He kicked out on a one and a five. Going for it again. The F5 is like the most kicked out of move in the world. And two. This, see, now, uh, if we keep going, if he hits it again, man, he'll get the pin. Yeah. Just, got a one count the first time. Oh, got Reggie. a two count that time. Does Brock Lesnar have rosacea? Has anybody checked on Lesnar? Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, he's hit five moves so far. Uh-huh. Three German suplexes. Three German suplexes and two F5s. Just wait for that shooting star press. <laughs> we'll be golden. <laughs> yeah, the, the trifecta. <laughs> He's going to break it out today because he has that much respect for, for McIntyre. I'm breaking it out, Paul. He's good. Look, he's trying to even it up. He's going for another one. Boom. Yep. It's over. Nope. Oh, now Lesnar's pissed that he kicked out. Maybe learn another move. You're a pro wrestler. I also, understand with Brock that they like to do the, the very physical matches. Just focus on the really high impact matches or moves. But at some point, is the formula wrong considering you're in the ring with somebody else that can really work well as yeah. you know and have a good ma- wrestling match? Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, well, he, they've done some stuff with Daniel Bryan and things like that. But I mean, where... he's not facing Bill Goldberg. He's not facing Braun Strowman. He's facing Drew McIntyre, who's sure. a proven commodity when sure. it comes to having good matches. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah, let him do more. He's going to pull down his shorts. That dad teach him. Yeah. Is he is he sponsored by Jimmy Johns tonight? <laughs> a little ref bump. Oh! Can, we get a, can we get a ref bump in this match? Just another Claymore. Get up. Get up. 
boom, there's another Claymore. He's not even going for the pin. Nope. This is just like what happened last year at Mania with Seth Rollins, and that's my problem with it. Yep. It's the exact same formula they used to slay the beast last year. He's like, look at me. Boom. That's it. One, two, three. Yep. Drew McIntyre the champion. All right. I Paul no. Heyman can't believe it. Mm. Even Byron Saxon can't believe it. Yep. Mm. I Me, mean, I'm very happy for Drew. I am not thrilled by that match. Yep. Hmm. They could like replay that whole match if they want here, I think. Yep. I mean, how long did that match go? Like three, four minutes? Yeah. Hmm. You know that the Wyatt Cena funhouse was 13 minutes? Was it? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I can see why they end the show with this. They wanted the big crowning moment of Drew, and it's it's yep. it's a great story. It's just, yep. I just want to have a real match yep. or something a little bit more, you know, substantial. I agree. The McIntyre points to the camera and says, thank you to everybody out there. And they're going to end it on that note. Unbelievable. Well, there we go. There's the, the McIntyre right, scream. It's the right call. McIntyre Let me ask you this. Okay, should because... carry the company. He should be the face of the company now. He is the star. Okay, now now here's the uh, here's the deep question I have for you, okay? Okay, lay it on me. Should they have flip-flopped all the matches and done what they did on night one on night two? Yeah. I. Well... <sighs> Okay. I, think, I, I mean, you never know how fans are going to react to a match like the Boneyard match. Sure, sure. So I can understand that being on night one, but knowing what they know in retrospect, I almost wonder if they kind of wish they'd... Here's, here's my only thing about it, Brian, and, and this is where I think if you if you look back now, you say, yeah, that would have been an easy call. Night two would have ended up with the most popular thing over the weekend, right? But, and I'm still a believer in this, the last thing to go on the card at WrestleMania should be your biggest match. And I still don't think Undertaker versus AJ Styles was your biggest match of the weekend. Absolutely. And I think rarely does a non-title match occupy that slot. I think Shawn Michaels Taker was the right call when it happened. I do not think Undertaker Roman Reigns was the right call whenever that happened and went on last, right? But I think this championship means the most to 
the execs. I think Drew McIntyre winning, they feel like is the future face of their company. The Raw Championship always means more to them. And so, yeah, I think they made the right call going into this. Probably. I mean, I th- I still think the most talked about match of the two nights is going to be the Boneyard match. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be talking about the Firefly Funhouse match, but I still think that Boneyard match is what is going to get the most conversation. Sure. Sure. Or I can show you another picture here. You ready for it? Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that <laughs> pose. Yeah. No, I... Again, I think we're going to nitpick it now, and you're right. You don't know. You just don't know going into this what's going to resonate and what's not. I think it's fine. I think the one mistake they made, though, which is, again, I think certain matches went on too long. I think certain matches had weird finishes and yada, 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 right? But I think the one mistake they made was that that final match needed to be something different. I think they just didn't book that one correctly. And I think it's it's the problem with tonight's card entirely i think that match i think randy orton edge which was the other huge match for tonight wasn't booked the right way in my mind to be entertaining and that's that's the problem well i mean you had edge and randy orton go 36 and a half minutes yep and then mcintyre and lesnar went four and a half yeah and i get it that the story is is like it's two big behemoths trading like you know powerhouse moves and whatnot just trading finishers but I, I think there's a point where like, like I said before, like, okay, if it's, if it's somebody that you're worried about, how long can they last? Sure. Um, and how many moves can they do? And I need to protect them then. Yeah. Okay. But we're talking about Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre, you know, two big behemoths, but both guys that have established that they can have good matches. And I'm not saying they need to go for 30 minutes or even 20, but right. I think, that those two guys should have been given more time and not just do something where they're doing uh, where they're trading finishers. And that's all it was. It was like, you know, Lesnar hit three German suplexes. He hit three F fives. You know, I I mean, McIntyre started the match with the Claymore, three Germans, three F fives. McIntyre comes back three more Claymores and he gets the pin. That that was the whole match. And there was a couple of times where they clubbed on each other or something, you know, but basically that was the entire match. Well, this is how you know they made a mistake by putting Goldberg and Lesnar both as champions coming into this pay-per-view, which is both of these championship matches were the exact same. They are both super short. They are both basically three finishers apiece, and then somebody wins, right? And that's not a good sign. Like, at least one of your championships, like last year, yeah, you had Brock Lesnar come out and lose that championship right out the gate, right? But at least Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan had one hell of a wrestling match. And so that's what the miss is for me, is you can't have both of your... I don't even like it with Brock Lesnar this day and age because we've been seeing it for what eight years over and over and over again. Yeah. But both of your champions having those kinds of matches take away from that event. And in my mind, it lessens the prestige of those titles. I'm hoping this is a new direction for WWE. Drew McIntyre could be a great main champion. Have have people come up. He's a baby face, right? He defends his title against all odds. I think Braun Strowman, I think you're gonna have to turn him at some point, but I think Braun Strowman he loses it by SummerSlam or maybe at SummerSlam, right? If they can have a SummerSlam. Right. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to poo poo the mood or anything like that. I'm sure WWE is going to find a way. Um, whether it's this week, next week, whenever they're going to find a way to put together some new matches at the performance center or wherever. I mean, 
just come hell or high water, they're going to do it, you know, yeah. and you can throw out the, the argument of should they be doing it? Should they not be doing it yeah. when it comes to like doing big shows like SummerSlam, you know, in a, I mean, when you're talking about an outdoor arena, um, much less even like a raw in a, you know, 10, 12,000 seat building. I am not convinced that we're going to be seeing that by August. Yeah. I am not convinced we're going to see that before the end of the year. Sure. Even quite honestly. But like I said, I think WWE will find a way to have matches. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see, are they going to go forward and still do like their, you know, pay-per-views each month in the PC? My guess would be, yes, they're going to have to, but I think we could be in a situation where everything this year is going to be in an empty arena. Yeah, it could be. That's going to be a weird year for wrestling, right? And, and they're probably going to have to do more matches like what they did. Maybe not as elaborate, but I think they're going to have to come up with some more creative ways or creative environments to do stuff. And I don't know if they're going to be as production heavy as the two matches we saw over these last two nights, but they're going to have to pull out every trick in the bag that they can think of. And, but why not, though? I mean, it takes some time to put together a match like this, right? This this Boneyard match took some time. The Bray Wyatt stuff was, I mean, you talk about production. That Bray Wyatt stuff took a ton of production as well because of all the different camera angles, the sets and everything. Because really, you set up Taker, AJ Styles, then you shoot the damn thing. So I think it's going to be curious to see where they go with this. But that match last night was 30 minutes if you watch it live. If you include commercial breaks in that, right, that adds an extra... 10 minutes onto it, you could have almost an entire half an episode of SmackDown for that one match, right? And so I think as long as WWE is willing to think outside the box, not everything should be a boneyard match. Not everything should be that cinematic, but continue to give us newly produced stuff. I mean, listen, we have an Edge documentary right now that's on the WWE Network that you could take snippets of or show it as a broadcast of SmackDown or Raw one week. Like, there's so many opportunities here to think outside the box with your product and still do wrestling matches, but maybe you do them at different locations, right? I, there's so many possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I I think WWE has to be very open yeah. to any suggestions from anybody on their staff or even people that are throwing out ideas on social media and just sure. saying, you know, uh, looking at this or that, because none of us know what the future holds when it comes to, you know, when we can all get back together and, and have some normalcy in our lives. Sure. You know, my, my whole thing is, like I said, I'm not, I don't try to be alarmist about anything, but I think like kind of plan for the worst, hope for the best kind yeah. of a thing. I mean, I'd love, I'd love it if we could go back tomorrow. But I also know it's not realistic. I think everybody just has to be very patient. And I know that's extremely tough to do, but we're, we'll see exactly what they do here, you know? And, and I mean, the AEW is in a very similar boat. Uh, I don't even know what New Japan could possibly do coming forward. They've had to cancel a lot of shows. So it's going to be a very interesting year and it's going to be a very taxing one. I mean, no matter what they do, it's going to be hard for WWE to keep an audience. They could, they could, they could go and still have new matches and they could come up with some creative different things, but I think they have to be prepared for, it's going to be a huge hit on business just like it is with so many other people. Well, and it's one of those things where like, listen, let's talk about it in the sense that, you know, WWE is going to do whatever the hell they can to keep their business going. Right. And so to me, if you're going to do that and you're hell bound on doing that, this opens up the opportunity to come up with new and creative ways to tell stories with these characters. Because again, all of these are in WWE's mind, larger than life characters. And you have a variety of ways to tell their stories. You can use videos they shoot at home. You can, you can do any number of things, right? But more importantly, I think WWE 
should be a little bit more respectful of kind of what's going on out there with all of this. And to me, I would take a notion from the big boys like the NFL, like the NBA, like the MLB. And if they're saying it's too dangerous to play games, maybe we should consider the same thing for pro wrestling. And I know AEW's in that boat. And I, listen, I know it's a business and I don't want to see business go away any more than anybody else, but these are human lives that are at jeopardy, right? All that being said, WWE's got to figure out what do they want to look this, this gives you time to get ahead of the game. Like you can work remotely on storylines and characters and all that stuff. Wrestlers can take time to heal up during this time. Right. And so let's take advantage of that craft out the next year of your storylines, knowing you might have to tweak things here and there, depending on audience reactions, but let's plan in advance instead of WWE who in the last 10 years, they've been writing shows at the last minute week in week out. Yeah, and I, I think this does give them the opportunity, like you said, to like plan ahead. You sure. know, e even if they think like, well, we hope like in a month that we're going to be, you know, doing this or that, and it doesn't work out that way. I mean, you you can still plan ahead. You and I think they're going to have to be forced to, to doing that because not only do they not know like when shows are going to somewhat get back to normal, but they don't know what talent's going to be at their disposal, and sure. it's going to have to be one of those things like plan ahead but adjust on the fly as we go or be able to be able to pivot very quickly. Yeah. You know, and still have something yeah. that makes sense. So. Which they can do. I mean, the talent there, I mean, at the end of the day, they're wrestlers, they're, they're performers. They can, they're entertainers, right? So you go ask them to do something that's not quite what they expected. They can still go deliver on that promise. So I, I think you're in a great business to be able to pivot quickly. You have endless opportunity as Boneyard match and Firefly Funhouse match proved to think outside the box and deconstruct whatever this pro wrestling thing is. We've been watching all of our lives, right? You can do any of that stuff. It's not like Broadway where you have to have a stage. And that's the only way you can deliver the show. It's not like the movies where you've got to have a theater to recoup those costs. You can make pro wrestling on a budget and still make it look damn good, right? It's just if you're willing to do that. So I, I'm happy to see WWE try some different things this weekend. I'm happy to see them push this pro wrestling medium forward in some really unique ways to trust the audience to like actually bring up wrestling history, right? To trust us to not be scared by the bizarreness that was Firefly Funhouse. I think that's a good move. And it to me, it's a very un-Vince McMahon-like thing to see happen on WWE's biggest show of the year. So what, what are your biggest takeaways when it comes to uh, WrestleMania 36? I would, I would sum it up in a couple of ways. I think that we found something for Taker that could allow him to keep performing in a really new, unique, and novel way over the next couple of years. And I, I, I'd still be an attraction. I think, number two, Rhea Ripley is an amazing athlete, and I hope that they do right by her sooner than later. Number three, Drew McIntyre is the man, and I think that he is the face of this company, and he is the most exciting, fresh, and new face we've had in quite some time, right? Roman Reigns was supposed to be that guy, wasn't it, right? I mean, he is. Roman Reigns is a, is a beast, but the fans never took to him. Seth Rollins was supposed to be that guy. Didn't quite get there. Drew McIntyre has the fans in his hand. He's got the size. He's got the look. He's got the skills. So my big three, three takeaways. Taker's future, right? Brighter than it's ever been. Rhea Ripley is going to dominate the women's division in years to come. And Drew McIntyre is the right face of the company at the right time. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with most of that. I mean, I, I definitely agree when it comes to to Taker, you know, in the innovative way that they found to utilize him. And I, I thought that was genius. You know, I, I like that a lot more than I like the Firefly Funhouse. Sure. I, I think I think the interesting things going forward are going to be what do they do with Bray Wyatt mm. now? Because they've never seemed to be able to figure out exactly what to do with him. And now they have another opportunity to do that. What do they do with Braun Strowman? Is he a long-term champion? Is he short-term? How do they utilize him when, for all intents and purposes, we thought that Roman Reigns was going to be the guy that was going to be coming off of WrestleMania yeah. as, as the champion? Do we see a Bill Goldberg again? When's the next time we might see a John Cena again? Um, when's the next time that they want to do matches like Funhouse, like the Boneyard match again? Yeah. And do they overutilize that? And and I do agree that while the match wasn't what we hoped it was, Drew McIntyre is the top guy in this company right now. And I, I say what you will. I mean, WWE is not going to have somebody defeat Brock Lesnar clean, you know, um, as a, a full time guy. I mean, yep. I understand, you know, with Goldberg and everything, but like in this situation, that's like a stamp of approval on Drew. And I'm going to be. Very curious to see where they go with him next. My guess would be Seth Rollins. Well, we'll we'll see exactly where they go. I mean, that 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 seems to make a lot of sense that they could do that. Um, and I think maybe that's where we get a little bit more of the matches. But McIntyre was kind of caught in this quagmire for so long, and then once once they finally said, "We're going to go with you at the Rumble," I think you can really see where they said Drew. I know we've been making you out to be this badass and we've been giving you all these different lines to say, and, and that's not him. You could tell the Drew that we've seen since the rumble, that is him. Yep. That that's not Drew McIntyre. That's Drew Galloway. Yes. I mean, that, that's who he really is. And once he, they started allowing him to be himself, that's what got the crowd behind him. It wasn't just that he beat Brock Lesnar. It wasn't just that he won the Royal rumble. It's not just that he's somebody different. And somebody that eliminated the Roman Reigns, you know, to win the Rumble. It's that he is this personality, you know, and he can do all of these different things. And a lot of it is what we've seen Drew the prior few years. Once he left WWE, the way that he remade himself, we got to see more of what he could do in the ring. We got to see more of his personality. We got to see, you know, what made him the chosen one in the first place yeah. and see all that finally come out. And he shined since then and now you know him being wwe champion he he is the top guy in this company he's ready to run with the ball i mean he's he's got plenty more in the tank and i don't think we've seen everything we can see from a drew mcintyre yet and I, and that's what i want to see next and that's that's yep. another one of the reasons not even on a selfish reason but when it comes to a business reason for wwe that i can't wait to see once we get back to having regular crowds and we get back to having the regular rhythm of the shows every week it's like what can Drew do? What kind of leeway do they give with him? And what does he do with this opportunity now? Yeah, I, I mean, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, if you watched him when he was on the indie circuit, um, when he's been other places, but especially when he was in NXT, dude had some stellar matches. He's got it in him, right? If you give him the chance to run, especially with the right opponent, it can be incredible. He's not been given quite the same, quite the same leash, quite the same ability to just go out there and do his thing. And so you mentioned Seth Rollins. That could be a great series of matches if they have good chemistry, right? We're also only about two or three months away from what is typically the WWE draft. Sometimes it happens in April, sometimes it happens in the summer, right? And so 
I think, you know, COVID-19 coronavirus is going to throw off that time schedule. But we're coming to a point where they're getting ready to probably, I would assume, reset the rosters a little bit. I think that SmackDown is in desperate need of some star power that's not Roman Reigns, right? And I think that you could see Edge move over there very easily. I think Drew is going to be on Raw for quite some time. Um, They've doubled down on Seth Rollins on Raw time and time and time again. Uh, Maybe Roman comes back to Raw, right? I don't know. But I think we're going to see some guys shuffle over to SmackDown. And we're going to see things change up a little bit there as well. I would love to see Edge in the next year or so get back at that World Heavyweight Championship or that WWE Championship or Universal Championship or whatever, right? While he's still fresh and hot and the fans are behind him, much like Daniel Bryan did. If you remember, Daniel Bryan came back within a year or so, maybe within a year and some change, he was the champion. Then they had the chance to flip him. And I think they've done pretty well with Daniel Bryan's character every year that he's been back. So I hope they do the same thing with Edge. Uh, McIntyre on the Raw brand, uh, some strong talent on the SmackDown brand. There's a lot of potential there for upcoming storylines, let alone who do they bring up from NXT in the next few years. There's always that, you know, and I'll throw um, I'll throw another one out there for a potential McIntyre rivalry that, correct me if I'm wrong, they have never done in WWE. Uh, and I know he's on SmackDown right now, but what if they ever did anything with him and Sheamus? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when they first came up at the ranks over in the UK, I mean, that's how they made a name for themselves. Now, WWE found them as they were they were beating the snot out of each other. Sure. And uh, WWE took notice and signed both of those guys. Well, Sheamus is a guy who is in desperate need of a good opponent. I mean, they've been doing the Shorty G stuff with him on SmackDown, which has been lackluster. Sheamus has he worked great with Cesaro. They had a fantastic series of matches, right? Put him up against Drew. That would be amazing. I think it would help also reestablish Sheamus as that credible main eventer that a lot of us know he can be. I mean, keep in mind, this dude went up against Triple H at WrestleMania one year, and they had a pretty solid match, right? So we'll see. And we got to get back to, yeah, properly from wedding brings us up at some point in the near future, Heath Slater versus McIntyre, the 3MB reunion, right? Well, if you watch the uh, the uh, Drew McIntyre Chronicle, he uh, Jinder Mahal appears with Drew at some point, so, and he said, "He goes, who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, we get Heath back, and we can do three MB, a three MB reunion, kind of do it the right. right way, you know, kind of a thing. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Jinder against Drew. I mean, Francis just said that. As well, and I was, <laughs> I was about to say it too, but former world champion Jinder Mahal. No yeah, two time. Was he a two time champion? No, I think okay, he was one time champion. Yeah." So yeah, maybe I've got some PTSD from that. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> championship reign that included victories over Randy Orton. Just it did. Run. It absolutely did. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just saw somebody tweeting about the Funhouse match again. And I'm like, I can't even remember half of what happened to the damn thing. It was, it was insane. And exactly what you would think something crazy out of the mind of Bray Wyatt would be, which is why I think it's fine. I think, you know, I, I like the history lesson. I like the uniqueness of it. It doesn't mean I think it was my favorite thing of the weekend. I think that's still the Boneyard match. But also, if the Boneyard match wasn't there, I think this would have been a really cool diversion over everything else we saw this weekend. So yeah. I think it's going to it's gonna end up not being quite as popular in the shadow of that amazing Boneyard match. But props. WWE let Bray Wyatt go out there, and like they've done a lot in the last couple of years, do some really weird shit. Like, yeah, we've gotten away from that. Um, when they made him champion, they kind of did more standard funhouse segments and all that stuff, but they let him go all the way to bringing, like you said, bringing back the fist from the SmackDown, the second SmackDown stage. We got fisted tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's not, 
<laughs> and on that note, yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, no, but 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 kudos to WWE for again letting them think. And John Cena was game for that, and that's what I appreciate. John Cena came yeah. back and said, "Let's do the weird stuff, right?" And I'm going to put myself into it. So I think Cena has always been game for that stuff, man. Yeah. I think he's very open to that, and uh, and that's one of the things about John. He's not he's not afraid to try that stuff. You know, I don't think he's worried about like let's just do something normal i think he wants to be creative he wants to do different yeah. stuff and you know that's what they did uh tonight you know you know looking at wrestlemania as a whole as we wrap up here i i still think it probably performed a little bit better than we thought it was going to and i will still think a little bit more positively about it uh overall um yep. even though night two wasn't as good as night one. And I, I, and I think a lot of that is we have to give a lot of credit to what they did on night one um, throughout the entire show, because I, I don't feel like it really lagged too much throughout the night. Um, you know, especially once you get to the second half, you know, you had that same Zane and Daniel Bryan match, the, the ladder match, Kevin Owens against Seth Rollins really delivered. And then, you know, you did the Boneyard match, um, you know, Strowman versus Goldberg is what it is. It only lasted two minutes. So you look at tonight in, it just never felt like it got in the same kind of a rhythm sure. after the the opening match, which is a barn burner. I still think that that was the best match of the night. Yeah, it was Rhea Ripley against Charlotte. A second best match of the in my mind, second best match of the weekend, only to the Boneyard match. So second, the best proper wrestling match of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I, I could see that. I that and I also like Rollins and, and Kevin Owens a lot as yeah. well. So I sure. mean. But I mean, they're they're right there. I mean, they're they're. I mean, when you look at the show as a whole, I think there was more good matches than they were bad, and that's saying a lot considering, you know, doing a show without any of the pageantry that comes with the WrestleMania, without any fans, without they didn't do anything special production wise, really, or they didn't blow it out with a bunch of stuff. They just did what they could do. Well, it, it's it's the thing that if you look at Wrestle Kingdom 14 every year, right? Wrestle Kingdom 14 does or Wrestle it's not 14 every year, it's just Wrestle Kingdom every year. Um, Wrestle Kingdom does their own version of I mean, that is their super card, and they do their own version of pomp and circumstance, but it's never this elaborate, huge set with all the fireworks and pyro for every single body and blah 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 blah, right? And yet that event still feels like a huge deal. And I think that's what you got to think about when you're WWE. Sometimes this company leans a little bit too heavy into the pomp and circumstance and history and pageantry and showcase of the immortals and all this stuff, right? When really, at the end of the day, what you're selling is a wrestling product. It doesn't mean you can't have some of that stuff. The production behind you know, the Firefly Funhouse and the Boneyard match proves that a little extra production pizzazz can go a long way. The, the video package they do really do help sell these stories but at the end of the day if that stuff detracts from the wrestlers in the ring at the end of the night then you've done it wrong and so to me the fact that this show still delivered now did it feel like a wrestlemania no there was no crowd some of that pomp and circumstance you do want a bigger set you do want right but you can still get there if you've got the right pieces in play to deliver the the matches and the stories and i think that's what they, they should take away from this that stuff is great. I love the pomp and circumstance. I love the pageantry, but don't let it detract from what is essentially two men or two women squaring down over a 10 pound piece of gold. And I always remember when looking back at history, John Cena was the third man in the NWO. That's right. <laughs> John That's right. Cena was the third man <laughs> when Bobby Heenan accidentally gave away that Hulk Hogan was turning heel. 
as he walked down to the ring, you know, Hogan, it looks like he's going to make the save for the Macho Man. He was like, who do you think he's going to help? It was like, whoops. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, well. So, uh, hey, it's, WrestleMania is in the book. Thanks, for everybody, for, for joining us here for our two-night watch-along. We appreciate everybody that joined us throughout the night, uh, gave us questions, and uh, just supported us uh, by watching, whether it was on uh, YouTube or on Facebook. You, we'll have all of this still up there. I would recommend, if you want to watch any of this back, do it while you're watching WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> and then I'll put it up in podcast format as well. But, again, have WrestleMania going on or else it will not make sense uh, whatsoever. And, uh, um, you know, we'll see what we do uh, going forward. I mean, Mike and I, we talked about this, uh, about we want to do other watch alongs. We did a couple of test ones already. And uh, this is the big one doing it live for WrestleMania. Uh, the opportunity presented itself for us to do that this year. And we did it. And um, but maybe we'll, just some traditional podcast next time. Maybe we don't need to hang out for five hours. Maybe a, a 60 yeah. minute podcast might get us there next time. You know? that, that, that might get us there next time, you know, and I'm sure people are going to be like, hey, you're going to do this for every pay-per-view going forward. Eh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm not going to promise anything. Maybe there could be other, you know, watch alongs. Even for those, it might not even be like a whole show. It might be like yeah. a couple of matches or something fun or, you know, we'll we'll see. We're, we're open to any ideas. So you can uh, hit us up on Twitter or on uh, Facebook and uh, send us any kind of a feedback and uh, we, you can leave it on uh, the comment section for YouTube and please subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And uh, we're open to any and all feedback. So thanks everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Good hanging out with you again tonight. Uh, you know, that you, you said that calories don't count tonight and uh, my body's going to tell me they actually do come tomorrow. So <laughs> come tomorrow. Well, it's, it's Corona calories too. So whatever you eat in this time is, is just all going to go away once we get through this mess. So don't worry about it. Sure. I, <laughs> I, I sure hope it does, man. That's what, so. that's what uh, uh, what's his name? Fu uh, Fauci? Uh, Dr. Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci said that earlier. In the press oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, then, hey, everybody listen to Dr. Fauci. He knows what he's talking about. Okay. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.